Welcome to the PulpMXTOBoots.com. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lion's Den, with your hosts, Steve Mathis and Jason Thomas, featuring the producer of the show, Tits Legendary. And now, strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. Welcome to the show, the Pulp and Mech Show. Thank you, Matthew Good, for bringing us in. Uh, fantastic. Pulp and Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com. We are live in Las Vegas on a Monday night. Just outside the lines, Dan, at MGM Grand. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We appreciate it. It's a beautiful day. The 2013 Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championships are over. It's done. Now I have my weekends free, and I, and I, for one, am very excited about the upcoming football and hockey season and basically just getting fatter. I, I'm very excited. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We have a great show lined up for you. Adam Cincerillo's on. He would not do any internet radio shows, he said, until the end of the year, and we finally got him. And he'll be on the night. Weston Pike, everyone's favorite privateer. Uh, Ryan Morris, uh, my Plash Yamaha team manager, Ryan Morris. David Villeman will be on the phone. He's got some cool things going on, uh, in, in exciting things going on. And um, also in studio tonight, uh, the lovely, the talented, the, the, the uh, easy on the eyes, Jason Thomas. What's up? Thank you. How I are you? I don't know where you're going with that one, but I like it. <laughs> also a former top privateer, German Supercross champion, Kelly Stavis. <laughs> Uh, it got weird. Did my notes? Did my notes? <laughs> yeah. Were my notes off? <laughs> Kelly, did you race in Germany? No. <laughs> no. Um, thanks. Thanks to but you. But I too. do think that JT is lovely and talented and easy on the and eyes. Easy on the eyes. Right. Right. Yes. Yeah. Wow. You're not the only one that's thought that. Uh, have you ever seen Sebastian Tortelli though? No. Oh. Well. Throw tall in there, and we got the whole, uh, got the whole package. <laughs> right, right, right. Good point. Uh, looking forward to uh, getting you guys on the show and talking about it. And we're going to give away a uh, BTO Sports KTM race-used helmet of Michael Byrne or Matt Gerke. Uh, listen in for that. And uh, taking your calls, producing the show, uh, handling everything going on, um, basically pumping Optrix. And yep. uh, on one of his last shows, everybody, we're counting them down here. Uh, the Tiss Legendary Tiss, what's up? What's up, guy? How are you? Great. Just counting down Hungry, shows, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, really, right? Yeah. Hey, uh, before we get too far into this, I want to let everybody know you can get the show on Stitcher, on iTunes. You get on the Pulp Mix app, one ninety nine. You can get it to the app. Uh, tits, what is going on with you? Uh, um, you, I don't know. You tweeted. Okay. So is it official that Tomac doesn't do well when it's hot outside? Yeah. A simple tweet. Yep. Just you thought Tomac was affected by the heat. I disagree, but that's okay. I understand what you're saying. Right. He didn't kill the field like he's been. It's, it's all relative. It's a fair question, JT, right? Yeah, yeah. And Tits is putting it out there for the Twitter world. I was wondering, world. A, wondering a little bit about what happened yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Um, Swiss score, uh, uh, motocross addicts, uh, Dan no, Dunes. No, hold on. Motocross you addicts. you got to start from the top. I'm just skipping that. No, you're we don't skipping, have enough time. You're skipping, start from the bottom. You're skipping the, the Swiss score replies parts. to you. Yes. Okay, Swiss score replies to Trying you. Trying to refute my claim. Uh, uh, that's fine. And Dan Dunes says, I think it's clear... That with everything locked up and on cruise control, he's still good enough for first overall. An answer to your question that you put out there that was directed to no one. You come in, no one, nobody was talking to you. No. <laughs> no it, yeah, it, it, okay. <laughs> so Dan Dunes comes back. Ha ha. You were talking to the world, sir. That's how it is when you put legendary after the word tits. Hashtag kind of a big deal. And ha ha ha, he said. Like, right. he was a little taken back, as yeah. was I. 
when I went through these tweets. Yeah. You say, uh, no, look at the conversation you butted in on. Yeah. Mind your business. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, no. What is going on? To, I mean, you tweet something <laughs> he, 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 and then no. someone has a, like, you know, it's a general a chat yeah. room and he, he's told to butt out. Yeah. He's told to keep. <laughs> no, this was not a shining moment for me. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I do not know what was going on. Um, this was not a shining moment yeah. for me. No, I felt You're like very I had angry. some real, I feel like I had some real insight and then everyone tries to, not everyone, but a few people tried to, you know, prove me wrong. And I was in defense mode, and I, I said some things I should not have tweeted. <laughs> I have actually apologized. I said, you know, I mean, I hope so. Not cool. I mean, I, I, I take full uh, full I, credit. That was not cool of me. The, I mean, even if you had said, hey, at Swiss Corps, I think the heat has affected him, it still would be out of line. But you weren't even doing – like you yeah, just put no, it out there for everybody. No, yeah. th- th- there's no way around it. I, Angry I, I, I was not JT. in the Oh, I actually really one. liked it. Oh, you did? Yeah. Did you see it? Come out swinging, tits. <laughs> Go back down. <laughs> nah. Oh. I'll admit when I'm wrong, and on this one, I uh, jeez, poor Dan, not, not good. Just, yeah, just, you know, I I, I swung angry the tits. Yeah. yeah, not good. You're, is like it because you're is it is it because so, you're leaving the show soon? Yeah, or? man. F- screw all these people. Nobody I'm, puts baby in a corner out on top. Yeah. <laughs> oh man! All right, yeah. everybody. Uh, BTOsports.com. Now we got that done with. Fly <laughs> racing, race tech suspension, X brand goggles, Atlas neck braces, and Fab Jeevan truck bars. Showy helmets, free gun underwear, works connection, Tech One Designs, FMF Racing, Brat Bar, 810 Solutions, W Wheels, Black Ops Moto, and Optrix. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, they're all on board with us. We're going to have the uh, BTOsports.com tweet at tit segment, X Brand Goggles uh, tear off segment. We have some questions for Kelly before she leaves. She'll be with us for the first hour. We also have the NFAB banging bars, and uh, um, of course, the uh, Race Tech emails. So, Derek Anderson, by the way. Uh, race tech suspension did well this weekend as did Ben LeMay. So, okay. Uh, we're going to, thanks to uh, fly racing, WPS, the, the, the gear of choice for champions like uh, Andrew short, Jimmy Albertson, Trey Kennard, Weston Pike, uh, where's fly racing. And he'll be on the show. And thanks to fly racing for allowing us to have Jason Thomas here tonight. Uh, good job. Fly racing. I think they're just trying to get rid of me for a day or two. Yeah, maybe, huh? Whatever. Um, or maybe you didn't tell them you were coming here. And when they say, Hey, were you in Vegas on Monday? You just go, no, I was sick. No. Man. I was sick. Yeah, it was, it was late, but I definitely told him. <laughs> right, right. Um, yeah. I don't want to live, you know, yeah. under a bridge or anything, so. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, so, yeah, thanks, everybody, for listening. And uh, emails, your voicemails. We got everything lined up. Uh, Lake Elsinore, done. Something we should clarify that was on my notes tonight. We had said, JT, that we thought that Lake Elsinore was going to be the last one. We had said that on our yeah, Race I thought, podcast. Yeah, I thought for sure. Come now, find out the news is that they probably will be back at Lake Elsinore. Yeah. Which all the people who love Glen Helen. Yeah. <laughs> all people who love Glen Helen are very upset right now, but uh, it looks like we're going back to Lake Elsinore. Kelly, you um, <laughs> you went to, you did Miller Motorsports, you did Lake Elsinore. Yeah. Last two. Um, you, I'm still chewing you, on dirt, you, Yeah, you way. almost got swept away in a sandstorm <laughs> at, at Miller, and at Elsinore, I imagine you might have melted at some point. Melted and just in the mechanics area we were just constantly getting roosted yeah. the entire time and there was no way to escape it. I did that for 20 years. Yeah. <laughs> so I was literally just pulling chunks of dirt out of my hair. What was worse? For the last two what weeks. was worse conditions? You know, it got so bad in Utah. Yeah. 
when that wind kicked up, they, it, you when, couldn't see. I didn't. No one was handing me John goggles. Knowles, John Knowles, thank you, everybody. John Knowles apparently giving everyone goggles, but Ex- you, right, 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 yeah. I mean, I thought it would have been a good look on camera, but yeah. So that was my eyes were bloodshot for a couple of days. But the other thing is, and I don't know how much you guys were outside during the race, but uh, at Miller, I was inside the whole time. Well, good yeah. for you. Press box, air but even at Lake yeah. Elsinore, you couldn't see it, and it didn't show up on TV. But there was a lot of fine dust and dirt being kicked up there, mm-hmm. so it wasn't much. It wasn't much better. It just wasn't as yeah. You know, it wasn't as visible. So Miller was worse. <laughs> if you had At, okay, pick. well, surface see, of the but sun. Then, <laughs> but Miller had its positives. It had a lot of asphalt, which I appreciated, and it had permanent restroom facilities. So if you're asking mm-hmm. me for my vote, yeah, yeah, I'd probably rather go back to Miller and just risk the sandstorm <laughs> and the sand people coming to get you. Right. Yeah, I yeah. feel like it the was a, just as risky in Lake Elsinore. <laughs> And 10 degrees hotter. Uh, hey, uh, before we get into the race too much, you went to the banquet last night. I the did. MX Sports Motocross Awards Banquet, hosted by our own Jason Wygant. Yeah. Uh, uh, how funny was he? Is Was he or was he not? I I think almost everything he says is hilarious, yeah. but that's maybe just me. Like some of his jokes went over my head, and I still laughed because I knew the idea of them. Yeah, but he yeah, was yeah, dropping right. names that mean nothing to me, right. so I thought he was hysterical. Um, there was really very little reaction from anyone <laughs> other than Fro and myself. So well, Fro, Fro likes a good time. We know. Li- <laughs> but then here's the other thing. I mean, they're just where was the energy from any? I mean, it's they're all kind of a stick well, in the mud. It was like, hey, we're here. The season's over. Have I think a good everyone time. had heat exhaustion from the day before. <laughs> I mean, there was no doubt the enthusiasm for Lake Elsinore was on the the low, like from right. everybody. Yeah. And then you know, for the guys who were like, I gotta go out one more time to this banquet. Oh, yeah. But still, as an excuse, I mean, you've done a lot of other banquets. You've done a lot of. Right. This was amazing to you, the lack of. Well, lack it, of, a little bit. And yeah. I made the point that, you know, here Ryan Villapoto gets up to accept his championship. Yeah. And he's will is one of the greatest ever. Yeah. And there's like very little enthusiasm or applause for him. And I'm like, if Ryan Villapoto can't get it, like, no wonder Weege can't get a laugh or yeah, a yeah, clap, yeah. you yeah. know? Maybe they need to put some fans in there. Maybe have a. 200 fans they sell right. tickets to or something, right? Or they should hire uh, extras. All they do is clap and yell. and Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have a laughter, right. like the light, you know, laugh, yeah. laugh. Ah, that's a good point. But you know what? And Weed has some major cojones because he knew what he was getting Whoa. into. I know that he had bombed at a Supercross banquet before <laughs> trying to do the jokes, but he just still puts himself right back out there. I just, I love it. Yeah, he's not scared. No. Uh, the best part I liked about the whole thing is uh, we just did it for free and didn't know anything about it. <laughs> he, the, he knew he was hosting the banquet when he saw the press release saying he was hosting right. the banquet. <laughs> so, like, you know, and just being the pro that he is, he just uh, he comes out he, and just, just, you know, tries his best. So. Yeah. Well, the first contact Rocked he had him. with them was about one, 2 p.m. maybe. Yeah, he, yeah, we were one, yeah. We were on one or two on Sunday. Yeah, we yeah. were on the phone with him. And he's like, oh, I got a call. This is, this is going to be them telling me I'm hosting. <laughs> <laughs> for free. Uh, yeah. Uh, and talking about Liege, uh, Lou wants that. Lou, what's going on? Thanks for calling. Hey, yeah, I was just wondering, uh, since, uh, you know, Liege has ruined American motocross, if him and him wagon a van or something for Luongo to ruin uh, designations. Well. Give Jody something to write about. Wygant has never been to motocross nations outside of America. So gotcha, um, he's not going. Yeah, he, he's not going to go. He hates America. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> Just I, as much as you do, huh? Oh, I, love I think him. it comes down to he'd actually be paying to work. So it's yeah, like. Yeah, that's a good point. But I'm, pay, I'm paying to go. Me too. You are. You're yeah. special. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm going to try to get 
uh, a little bit of money from a few different people to, to maybe offset my costs. But I'll Are be you going to sell I'll, some T-shirts like uh, Zachy Poo? Yeah, I need to. I need to be like ISDE Zach. Uh, yeah, thanks, uh, thanks, Lou. Yeah, no problem. All right, thank you. Yeah, I'm going to have you paint me like a complete American flag, and then I'm going to get one of those beer hats, and that's my, that's my get-up for the day. What's a beer hat? Yeah, the hat with two beers two on the top, two straws oh, coming down. The, yeah, the beer bong hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay, that'd be good. Yeah, I'll be ready. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, I'm down with it. Um, so the banquet was just so so. It wasn't. It wasn't your favorite banquet you've ever been to. No, I mean it's just a totally different yeah. vibe. It, it's right. like guys are up there and, uh, you know, their hats on backwards and <laughs> well, Ro- shorts. Well, Roxon was in like a, a, not a t-shirt, but. Close enough. Oh, well, there, there probably was t-shirts. t-shirts. Yeah. There were t-shirts. <laughs> there were t-shirts. There were hats on backwards, hats pulled down over their eyes. It, I mean, and I guess that's just yeah, the, that's, the vibe of yeah, it. But then, yeah. you know, I mean, Dungey had a, a shirt and tie on. So did Eli Tomac. They yeah. looked But the Supercross one's not. The Supercross one's dressed up. No, no, no. People have hats down. Maybe you. I, I, no, no. I always wear a suit. No, you it. do. But you people have hats down like it's yeah hats sideways yeah but it's still there's t-shirts it's still overwhelmingly dressy i think compared to this Uh, which was as casual as i've ever seen but were there any cargo shorts i didn't see cargo Mm. shorts doesn't mean they didn't exist but Mm, i might have been out out if there was no cargos (laughs) did you know about you know the after party there i heard there was some rapping going on no there's videos phone videos dungy rapping to eminem I heard. I saw, I saw his Twitter today. Him oh. alluding to this. Really? Yeah. I honestly didn't oh. even know he, he had it d- in him. Titsy, he let loose. Your hero let loose. Yeah, I didn't know about that. <laughs> Are we bothering you tonight? Sorry, I'm, Are I'm, we bothering you? I came from school, so I'm I'm trying to catch up. Did you sleep in your truck last night? Nope. Okay. All right. Slept in his truck all night tonight. to save forty minutes. He said he's he went to school at UNLV. Okay. Yeah. And he's about a you know forty minutes. More than right. forty minutes. And instead of going, he had to go back in eight hours. Okay. So he just slept decided. in his truck. Yeah, he slept in his truck. That makes sense. No. Nope. Less than, less than I mean, eight hours. showers nope. and tooth. Who needs bathrooms, running overrated. water, <laughs> any of that stuff? No. Yeah. That's overrated. Yeah. Slept in his truck in the parking lot. Yeah. Yeah, that's our, that's our producer. Yeah, I did. It's hardcore. Um, no, I did not know that about Dunge. Who knew that he had that in him? I um, didn't. So uh, Tomac won. Uh, Kelly, understand it was, and I didn't know this because um, with one lap left, I went back to the press tent to grab my recorders and my microphones and stuff that I do and then uh, tweet a little bit about the running order. Uh-huh. I knew that they were looking at the Baggett incident with Tomac. Okay. But I honestly didn't think anything would come of it. Like, look, right. at, look at Baggett's pass on Roxon where they went, ah, at right. Miller. Right. I, I mean, I thought that was deserving of a penalty. Yeah. And they just went, you know, whatever. And so uh, I'm doing my rounds. I get to Eli and I go, so 2-2 on the day. And he's like, well, I kind of won. And I'm like, oh, they – a whole spot? Right. No idea. So was there confusion down two there? Two spots. We went off the air. Blake Baggett won. Tomac went 2-2 for an overall. That's how we oh, ended okay. the broadcast. Oh, okay. So there was. Yeah. Because we were live. Right. And then, you know, then I run into Michael Essie behind stage who Which, was helping out all the writers. So that took a couple of minutes. <laughs> and then. And then uh, yeah, was there a humanitarian award he was going for at the banquet? Like, was it a last push? The 100% award. A last push yeah. to get something? <laughs> Could have been. Uh, no, he didn't even show at the banquet, to oh. my knowledge. But yeah. um, and yeah. then so yeah, all of a sudden I realized like everyone is still there, and then Eli and the guys, the guys are sitting on the stage, like everyone's just tired and over it. And I'm like, what's yeah. going on? They're like, oh, actually, just before I take my headset off, we're off air. Yeah. My producer says, by the way, just found out Blake Baggett's been penalized two spots 
but we're off what? air. Aren't you glad I didn't make you break the news to him? And I was like, yeah, that was kind of you. So there was definitely confusion. Ken Roxon had just totally bailed from the podium altogether. Here, here they just have one spot. We well, each, we each said on the on the the broadcast it was two spots. Oh, he did. Not to say that he's right, but I know that I've, I've heard that, both. Right. Kelly, that's what I've they heard said. both. Yeah. And obviously the you know what I mean the sheet. Uh, Welcome to American Motor. No one cares. <laughs> right, right. No one cares. That's the bottom line. Yeah. No one cares. Yeah. Right. Um, but that is good. You didn't get the hey. Um, well, we just got word. Uh, Blake right. Daggett. Uh, because Blake's like yeah. you know you're only as good as your last moto, and I'm like yeah wait he gets to go out on top or ten seconds later right. finds out. Yeah, he tells you he's only as good as the last moto, and you go yeah. So you're only as good as third, which is. Either second or third, we'll get back to you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, JT, were you surprised at that? I, I was surprised at the, at the, the, the uh, harshness of it. I honestly, mean. I was in the truck waiting for you to, to leave, and I didn't care. <laughs> I, I really didn't. You were texting me that said, uh, this place is like Baghdad. Let's yeah, go. It, it was. Yeah. It was <laughs> like a mix of Baghdad and Chernobyl. It, I mean, I actually have never shown up to an event where the energy was so bad. Like every rider I talked to before the motos was like over it. The next sport is done. That's how they felt about the season. Get me out of here. And now I've got oh, to I end agree. it here. Title, titles desert. are wrapped up. Right. I was trying to get the battle for six going between Weimer and Short. <laughs> right. Yeah, it was so <laughs> Neither guy cared. No. Weimer actually called me an idiot. <laughs> yeah, he actually said you're an idiot. Legitimately, so yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I mean, I'm trying to get the hype going. I know you were, it was like digging for stories. Right. Well, right. and honestly, and I do these. Uh, I don't know if you know this, Kelly, but I have these VIPs now that I'm retired that basically pay a lot of money for me to host them, and I take them out and we watch the race and they hang out in the truck and everything. Mm-hmm. And we're wandering around during the motos, and they're kind of behind me, and I'm looking, and it's 115 degrees out. Completely just dust bowl looks like you know the Middle East like wasteland, and I felt like Moses. I have these people wandering behind me through the desert looking to me for help. You know where where are you leading us? Right. Yeah, it's it a fine leader. It was not good. I'm leading you to find the golf ball. Yeah, I kept cramming the this, I kept, golf ball. I kept cramming a stick into the ground like ah with my staff and no water. Right, no, yeah. They, yeah. Um, uh, I, I know we'll find golf balls. Keep looking. <laughs> yeah. Do you need a titleist? Keep digging. Oh, man. It was, yeah, it was. Um, and someone left a voicemail. We'll play it later. Someone said, we, you, me. The proverbial we? You, me, and someone. On the, was we, oh, we just on the fly show with us, Moto 60 show. We ruined the race for him. He was going to go, and because we were so unenthused going into it, oh. he didn't show up. Lucky guy. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so it wasn't good. Um, thanks for your help for your information on the baggage penalty, too. I don't care. <laughs> um, uh, so Kelly, It doesn't seem like anybody else did, though, either. They can't decide whether yeah. they got second or third. Right. So let's get back to Tits's angry tweet and then the Dan Dunes response. But does our producer have a point about Eli Tomac? Was he uh, heat affected and just not that strong, or was he had the title, did not care, whatever? JT, I'll defer to the way let her answer, and then I'll give my. All right. Okay. I I don't think that he didn't care. Yeah. But I think that because he even just said like he was kind of out of sync and it wasn't, and I think that yeah he's he, it was wrapped up, so the pressure is so not totally the heat. Gone. Yeah, so no, he's wrong. I don't. Right. Were you looking at him while you were heat. interviewing him? Yeah. Because he looked completely worn out. 
But not compared really to a lot care. of the other writers. Or, I mean, Josh well, Grant was ready to pass out. He was literally he foaming stand up. at the mouth. Was he really? Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it, he, so I yeah, saw How about writers, RV helping him cool off? The writer who just beat him is... is that's where yes, he got and it. And putting uh, cold towels I said, ooh, this him. is the move. <laughs> <laughs> this is what champions <laughs> yeah. do. Um, so, uh, so I've never seen Eli look Are you going to tell her to mind her own business? Mind your business. Nobody asked you. <laughs> Butt out. <laughs> Butt out. So that's my yeah, opinion. Okay. I think that it's not that he didn't care, but yeah. he didn't care as much as maybe Blake Baggett, who really wanted to finish on a high note. Yes, yes, exactly. By getting penalized. Well, and I asked you this, and you said, ah, oh, it was hot. He was fine. Yeah, yeah. That, was a, that was a terrible answer. Yeah, it, there, it wasn't an answer. Okay. There was no, no answer. The answer is, ah, it's, it's like, that, it's it was bad. hot. He has it wrapped up. Ah, who cares? He had the overall. He knew he had a 2-2 with the overall. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He didn't. Like Roxanne, and I, think, I asked him if he backed down. He goes, "Well, I didn't want to say I backed down, but he there was no need for him to go and kill himself yeah. to catch up to it's Blake. It's got America to when represent. When he already right. knows, yeah. he's got it in it's the like bag. Like what and, happened last year at Elsinore when he gave it his all and he yeah. exploded well, halfway through the moto and took his goggles yes, off. Yes, that was a year ago. He did absolutely. Yeah. He melted yeah. in the heat. Yeah. So like should we all just butt out? Yeah, butt up. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I know big I too am. Fast. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> poor dunes. Just replied to an innocent like, "Oh, hey, someone wants a bench race. Oh, oh, I'll bench race." Oh man, mind your own business. <laughs> God, so much for bench racing. No such thing. Um, tits is going out with not with a bang. He's going out with a. Where's man, Tits going? I'm going out, guns he's, blazing. He says he's leaving the show. Yeah, he says he's getting another job out of state. Wow. I said. I'm looking for jobs, and if it takes me out of state, then so be it. But, yeah. So that's not saying I'm leaving. That's not saying I'm staying either. I'm saying I don't know. You're Why saying do you speak pay in me more money is it what it sounds like yeah. to me. Yeah. Let this be a full-time uh, job, and I'll 50, stick around. A 50% raise for tits this year in the 2013 hey. season for Pulp Mech Show. <laughs> when you 50%. add in hours, it's actually not really much of a raise at all, but it's okay. 50%, bro. Sounds good to me. I like 50% raise. Working more hours. <laughs> what do you mean you're working more hours? Come on, bro. What? Did the shows go until 1030 last year? Yes. Nope. They did. I'm so sorry I said anything. That's that time's okay. going down. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, Cooper Webb, Jeremy Martin, very strong yesterday. Uh, I was surprised because that track doesn't seem to suit either one of those guys, East Coast dudes. On a West Coast hard-packed track, but um, yeah, not too bad for both of them. Jeremy Martin's just come on strong, I feel yeah. like. Last yeah. bit of the season, yeah. So, and his brother Alex is actually just pooping, <laughs> pooping on. He's had terrible races. Like he hated Miller, he hated Elsinore, and you know Jeremy's like going like this, and Alex is going down. So that, that's kind of shitty for them. JT, yeah. if you had to sign one of those riders for next year, Cooper Webb or Jeremy Martin, and you only could have room for one, who would you, who would you pick? I would go with Jeremy Martin. Screw you, dude. Okay. But out of your, mind your own business. You have some kind of romantic, <laughs> Who asked you? something romantic going on with Cooper Webb. No, no, I, uh, yeah, I think I'd go Webb. But I mean, yeah, either, either one. Either one. Webb's flashier, yeah. I mean, a little you, flashier. Trying not to waffle here. You, you made me pick mm-hmm. one. Either one of them are going to be good. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, they, they were pretty good. Uh, Kelly, what do you think? As far as, and this is something we debated on the show. Villapoto killed him again. Uh, it right. wasn't even funny. And actually, that was one thing that was up for grabs, the whole shot award. Right. Villapoto, if he would have got both, mm-hmm. he would have won it. Mm-hmm. Barsha needed the second Moto right. one. And uh, nothing, neither one happened, and James Stewart got it. Yeah. But, Which yeah. was hysterical and exactly what we thought would happen. Yeah, they never, did they plan on doing a presentation, and then they, they couldn't, right? Because he wasn't Right. There. Yeah, because yeah, we did it when Will Hahn got right. it, and he got the check, yeah. and 
Commercial yeah. like a superstore. You're like, hey, I want the presentation. Right. I Did you it. see the uh, tweet from from James? Yeah, thanks, thanks yeah, Brighton or whatever. Thanks, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so good to know he was at least watching. And that was something that Villapoto told me he was really going for. Yeah. Like he knew no, he I needed both. Yeah. So, I mean, it's funny how. I mean, if, if you someone told you, hey, you got a whole shot twice today, we'll give you 25 grand, you would go for it too. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I would think. But, I mean, I think he was like. And uh, also, they told you, "Hey, if you whole shot the race, your life will be easier." Then you'd probably also yeah, go for it as yeah. well. Yeah. Uh, how bad was Josh Grant in that uh, first moto? Pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he was he was knackered to say the least. But literally, knackered. I mean, yeah. one. I like it. I, I don't know. I was trying to use a nice word. No, no, of... no. Um, it's a it's a good word. It works fine. <laughs> it's just surprising to come from an American. That's all. <laughs> Um, yeah, so he yeah. was he was spent. I mean, that yeah. was it. He couldn't get off so, the cooler from no sur- behind the podium to even, I mean. No surprise to you when he didn't start second moto? Like, no. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, only because I talked to one of the guys from Asterix who said, no, he should be good. He's good to go. Oh, okay. And then he obviously didn't start. So yeah. I had thought he had recovered. Maybe he just recovered enough to live. So. Yeah, I thought it was like <laughs> Villapoto's like, hey, dude, uh, yeah. you okay? Yeah, <laughs> seriously. <laughs> wow. It was. Um, that's, that's pushing it for sure. Um and then, uh, so Villapoto, so Kelly, back to the question, did, and you, you didn't do the whole series. You were in and out. You did right. the last, last couple. I think, what'd you do overall? How many did you do overall? I think I did seven of the seven. 12. Um, at the beginning of the year, Dungey was pretty close to Villapoto. Right. The end of the year, he was not. Right. What happened? Did Villapoto get better? Did Dungey get worse? What, what, in your opinion, what, what did you think, uh, what did you get from talking to those guys? What I got from talking, and I spent a, a bit of time with Dungey in uh, was he rapping? at Miller. Was he rapping? He, not rapping at the moment, yeah, but yeah, now yeah, that yeah. I know he has it in him, I'm yeah. going to ask him to only answer my questions <laughs> in rap form. Um, but he, according to Dungey, they've been trying to push the bike. I, I, I think he feels like he's a bit held back by the bike. And in his explanation to me, this part makes sense. And JT knows a hell of a lot more about this than I do. But he basically said... Last year, his first year with KTM, there was no need to keep pushing the bike and yeah. to advance it because it, where it was was good enough to win every, you know, once Except James was out. Except for Washugo. Okay. First moto. Okay. <laughs> Humanitarian took it. Yes. Took the yes. checkers. So, yeah. um, so he wasn't, yeah. they weren't, and now they're trying, he's realized once, he's finding once he was out. getting yeah, yeah. gapped by Villapoto, he needed to push more and now, and maybe they went in the wrong direction and they finally found yeah. something. But even at the end of the season, he just didn't have it. Yeah, I, JT. I'm, as a former mechanic, I'm, I certainly understand the importance of bike setup and, and testing and all that, and getting your bike ready. But it's not just that. That's not what's holding him back from beating uh, Ryan Villapoto. I just think Ryan Villapoto is a little bit better. <laughs> right, right. I, yeah, I, I do. Right. You know, and it's not it's not a huge gap to where Dungey can never beat him because we've seen him do it. Mm-hmm. But if you look at their careers going back as far as they, you know, they came in. Mm-hmm. Fairly close to each other, uh, I think one year apart or whatever. Um, but he's just always been a little bit better. Yeah. You know, you look at both series when they're both healthy, all the races combined, and it's you know it's pretty easy to see. It's not a huge difference, and they're clearly the best two guys. But he's just a little bit better. Well, and I mean, you guys, meaning you riders. I'm not, I don't ride. Well, you used to. You guys of like those of us in the room. You're probably most qualified. <laughs> well, I have four Manitoba titles. Okay. He has two German Supercross titles. Yeah. All right. I mean, he's got country titles, but I have more provincial titles. Okay. That makes any sense. I'm gonna just butt out again, right. like Tits told me to. Uh, Tits did take a Mike Healy motocross school, though. So we got that. Made me into the rider I am today. <laughs> the Manitoba titles. There was like Steve, three women. <laughs> 
a, oh. couple, a couple quads. Oh, women, women are bad, are they? No. But uh, women, I, women are bad. discussing the people that <laughs> yeah, you beat. Right. You're uh, bragging about beating women. All right. Quads. Shane Langdale was children, no joke, bro. Yeah. Shane Langdale were... was no joke, although he did have long hair like Who? a girl. Shane Longdale. Langdale. Langdale. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, Who was third? Biker Sherlock? <laughs> Big air. Uh, so it, it's, it, it, I do feel like that's a, it's an easy thing for a rider to say. It's an easy cop-out. But his bike probably does need to get better. There is some yeah, of that. And is... I, I hear you know, through various people that would know yeah. that he's, his setup's not great. Right. Like he, the, way, the feedback he sends them and the direction yeah. is not the best. I think uh, the motocross nations last year, uh, I had some guys on the team tell me that he was lost, man. He was leading them. He, Sand setup was not his forte. They right. were gone, and no one was helping them from the fact There's that, a lot of guys like that. Yeah. Great. Yeah, yeah. Unbelievably fast riders, but when it comes to feedback, feed, like the bike is doing something, and you have to relay all of that information to another yeah. person and steer them in the right direction for changes. Some people are better at it than others. I'm, I was okay at it. I would say average. Guys like Michael Byrne, Ferry, uh, there's some guys that they can feel every little thing yeah. that the bike's doing, that where in the suspension stroke you need to change. Chassis-wise, if you change this. Kyle Lewis they, is good, too. Yeah, they, yep. they can feel if you change the front rake, what it did to the shock, what it's, yeah. what it's making the linkage yeah. do. It's, it's, a, it's a really, uh, I would say, a valuable skill to have because guys like that can parlay that into testing jobs and really make bikes better. Well, and again, it's going to maybe come across as math is just shitting on Dungey once again, which I'm not doing. But I don't think he's a great tester. No, I think he, from talking to people that work with him, I think that's where, one area he can work on. Well, yeah, I, I think yeah. that's pretty accepted throughout wow. the paddock. Right, he's, yeah. he's, and it's not that he's just horrendous at it. No, yeah. But yeah. you look at a lot of riders that have had uh, long, successful championship runs, and they've always kind of hired that really good testing guy. Almost yeah. if they can have him be that second rider like Ferry was for Stewart. Uh, they they love yeah. doing that because yeah. they really can have the bike set up for that guy that's going to win titles. Yeah, and I'm not sure. Sure, I'm not so sure James is good at it either. You know. Well, and I think that's yeah. why you yeah. know James yeah. hired Timmy in 2011 mm-hmm. or 10 or whenever it was to to sort out the Yamaha. Yeah. He was with him at Cowie. It's yeah. tough, you know. Some it's just it's a talent. It's a skill what that you you can acquire or Go you ahead. know or basically. No, I was going to say. So, for, uh, do you know how Roxon is? Have you heard any feedback on him? Because um, if he moves up, maybe. Yeah, yeah it's a good point. You're right. He he can help help Ryan, fill that. Ryan. Yeah. Yeah. The toughest thing with that is the the 250s are such a different animal. They handle so much better. No, but when he moves next year, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, is oh, we oh. really don't. I don't know oh, that we okay. know completely right. yet. Right. Okay. Because he hasn't spent all that time on a 450, and the 450s they weigh so much more. There's so much power, and that does so many things. It puts so much more stress on the bike that it reacts so differently. That testing wise, 250. I don't want to say it's easy to set up, but Easier, I it, think. L one hundred percent. It's easier. It's just you know, every the, time you grab a handful on a four fifty, there's a lot of things moving absolutely. and inertia, yep. and it's affecting shock, fork, frame, and two fifty. Not so much. It's right. just not as the, much. There. They they yeah. handle better. Period. Yeah. To yeah. start with. Yeah. So no, they, they, you're you're absolutely right about that. Um, hey, thanks to uh, Jason Thomas here because Michael Byrne, Matt Gerke were leaving the races at Elsinore, and he said, "Hey, give me your stupid helmets," and he did it right off the Moto Two helmets. Still probably have mud and dirt like Elsinore. Yes. Sandstorm. Lake bed. Lake bed on them. Uh, we're going uh, to give both of them away, but for now we're going to give one, and we'll give the winner a choice, uh, whether he wants Michael Byrne or Matt Gerkes. And what we're going to do is uh, it's a big deal. It's a nice prize. This is a nice prize. Yeah. A race-worn, autographed, fly racing. What's it called? What's the model? F2 Carbon. F2 Carbon <laughs> helmet. Um, a great prize. Custom painted. 
Or no, that's actually no, off the shelf yep, stuff. Yeah, yep. yeah. But they're all logoed they're up. They're touched up, yeah. Get right off the track. Um, so what we want to do for that is pulpamexshow at gmail.com. We still have never created a pulpamex email. That pulpamex email. We should do that. Yeah. It just speaks of our cheeseballness. Sure. Just keeping it real. Hey, he's out. He's at the door. He's coming in. He, <laughs> he does is not care. Out. Yeah, I think we <laughs> he does do not have care. A, an email address, but it doesn't okay. have push emails. So we I'm just want to see a photo <laughs> of you uh, um, that just came across. Weird. Yeah, <laughs> creepy. Uh, we want to see a photo of your pulpiness, your your dedication. You're not getting better to the Pulpa Mech Show. Uh, what do you got? You got, show us something. Show us uh, stickers, a bike, uh, a tattoo, uh, shaving your chest hair. Um, if you have snow, maybe you can pee Pulp Mech Show in the snow. Something to show us why you deserve this helmet, to show your dedication to the Pulp Mech Show. And, uh, and we will give you the helmet. Um, tits, uh, one week? Uh, how long you want to do this? Yes, let's uh, go <laughs> Sunday night, 11.59 p.m. so we can no, announce it. No, let's do it Monday. Mon- yeah, we're, yeah. Not, we're not having no, we're not a show. Having a show. Week, let's do it the so, one. Okay, yeah. Two weeks. Two weeks. Yes. That's the deadline. Yep. Glad we thought this thing out. Yeah. There's no show next week, thank God. And uh, um, so two weeks. Show us your pulpiness, uh, show at gmail.com, and you will win a Fly F2 carbon helmet, either Michael Burns, Matt Gerke, right off their heads. Do not wear this thing. Oh, there's no liner, so that's good. Yeah, you cannot I don't wear, want it. It to wear it. Right, do not yeah. wear this helmet. Um, it's uh, It's been race-worn and maybe crashed. In case of Matt Gerke, perhaps. Well, it yeah. just, right. yeah, I don't know what right. these guys do with their helmets. <laughs> yeah. So Okay, so thanks, JT, for bringing that. I appreciate it. Who's that's an awesome prize. Judge? Uh, you can judge. Yeah, uh, well, I'll send you the emails. Uh, you can judge. Uh, he can judge. Swisscore <laughs> Moser. No, Moser can't judge. Yeah, he can't judge. No, no. Um, and, and, yeah, we'll just pick First the best person one. that pees in the snow, right. Moser. Yeah, right. he wins. Yeah. Oh, yeah. look, it's just the tip. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, okay, so, uh, yeah, so we'll, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll give that helmet away. So thanks, everybody, for, uh, for doing that. And uh, do your best job. Do whatever you can. Uh, get to it. So, um, Kelly, um, w- funny thing is, is your – you can't make the truck race in Wisconsin this weekend. <laughs> and your fill-in yes. is the lovely and easy on the eyes, Jason Wygant. Yes, hysterical. He, he knows nothing about trucks. He knows nothing about truck racing, but this is like the ultimate paybacks because I have asked him no fewer than a 1,000 questions over mm. last season and this season. So he's – Good point, yep. He – he was going to pay me back, although I feel like he let me down a bit. I was expecting him to have like a checklist of items, like I've brought to him. Oh in the past. yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's almost so, so lost, he just head. doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> but he, I'm sure you'll do great. I'm happy for him because you know it's essentially the reincarnation of the Mickey Thompson series, mm-hmm. which he is a huge fan of. Yes, and yes. So like for him, he's like hit. The yeah. promised land by being able to cover one of these events. Uh, in Wisconsin, and it's the Robbie Gordon Super Truck Series. Uh, what else do you got going on for the rest of the year? What's what's your schedule like? What are you doing now with these? Uh, I head Wednesday. I've got about – I head to Auburn, Indiana for a car auction for NBC Sports. Will Ralph Shaheen be there? He will not. Okay. Steve Matchett, who he does loves Formula those things. One. He goes, yeah, he he, I mean, time. I don't know yeah. if he might just be there. Right, Obviously, right. it's big enough But a car auction? Are you like the Price is Right girl where you go like this with your hand yes. or something? Like, oh, yes. 1967 no, Shelby. Yeah, no. here we go. Like, I, I, don't know, I don't know what you could be doing. I'm like, not actually sure what I'll be doing okay. either right. other than, you know, interviewing some of the buyers. Who, who watches and these sellers. car auctions? You know, they pull a pretty good audience. They actually audience. pull probably better they than motocross. Really, Never mind. I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, they, they actually do. They be, do very well. She's going to be laid out on the hood of a Thunderbird. <laughs> <laughs> it's my dream job. Um. And what else? Uh, what, what so else that's is? more car racing, America yeah. the Mon Series. Mon Series. 
Uh, I'm doing a an off road race in out here in Prim for Red Bull Red Bull Signature Series. Oh, okay, they're it's doing a that torque thing. race, yeah. yeah. Um, and then some auto show stuff. Dan, so. how, how many? Uh, how busy are you? Do you, how many weeks off do you get in a row? Like for now, like for me, I'm done. I got to go to Bercy, uh, Paris, Germany. But that, I got like three trips in the next three months. You know, so yeah, I'm basically home. Nice. What okay. about what about you? No, I I leave for Indiana. Obviously, the yeah. next week I've. I've got two weeks off in a row, but I've got oh, to okay. travel on one of them okay. for a wedding. But then I'm back on three in a row, one off, two in a row. Oh, okay. one, so yeah. it's yeah. – I mean, it definitely slows down now, but right. – And, and you're on a, are you on a contract basis with NBC Sports? It's like a flat amount, or is it per event? Like It's a per event. Oh, okay. So, so for you, the more you work, the more money you make. Like, absolutely. Yeah, right, right. Okay. Yes. I'm always interested in that. So this is the end of the second season for you. Um, you started last year at Hangtown, mm-hmm. and you knew nothing. Right. They call, you were on vacation in, in San, right. San Francisco. When they said, what are you doing? This, this English girl does not have her work visa. Correct. Wally Pipped. She got Wally Pipped. We tell her that all the time. George is awesome. She is awesome. She got Wally Pipped. Uh, do you know what that is? No. Okay. It's uh, the guy, you know, Luke Gehrig in baseball. Yes, he yes, played the yes. most, consecutive, most consecutive games. The guy who was starting in his position got an injury. And, and Lou Gehrig came in. And that guy was right. named Wally Pipp. He never came back in. Right. Georgia got Wally pipped, which it's I not mean, your fault, but I'm just. Yeah. I know. Um, so, anyways, I'm trying to get her a job with a race team if that makes sense. Oh, up are for you? It. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. So. I think she does a great job live announcing. She's really good. Yeah, I she's think into she's it. Great. Right. Okay. Um, so you started last year. You knew nothing mm-hmm. about the sport. This is the end of your second season. Do you like motocross? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I love it. I love it. No, for I mean I know you're on a motocross show and these are your, these are right, fads, but right. Wh- I actually are you into it? I am totally into it. I find I've never had so much response. I mean I think that there are more viewers on some of the other things that I have done, mm-hmm. but I don't. It doesn't generate as much response and conversation passion, passion, and passion. Yeah, yeah, and. And I I love that. I love that about the sport because people are so hardcore and. and mm-hmm. Yeah, there's good and bad. They have that some comes very strong that. opinions about about TV shows. Oh, I'm sure that they do. So white I pant, ignore white all of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I ignore all of that. But I know I I, I I genuinely love it, and I like the guys. I like the personalities. Sometimes I wish they'd show a little bit more mm-hmm. when we when we go to interview them. But I think it's about building rapport and, and getting them there. But um, it's uh, these are the most unbelievable yeah. athletes I've ever worked with. So I. Yeah. So you totally do it again impressed. if uh, you'd like to do it again. You, I'd love yeah, to. Yeah, keep keep doing it or Absolutely. whatever whatever your schedule works out. Yeah. They need to get you. And I, I I don't know what your deal is or how much or maybe you're just being totally fake right now. But uh, um they need to get you to all 12. You know what I mean? Like you need to right. do them all and I know you got other things going on but that helps the riders cuz they see you every week. Right. That helps, helps your knowledge cuz you you're there every week mm-hmm. and you know what the ups and downs of the series is. Um Friday night dinners with Wygant, priceless. Right. Um so yeah, I think you need to do them all. Bottom line. I well, I would love to. Stamp it. It's <laughs> stamp it. It's um, yeah. It, yeah. it was a bit out of my hands this year. Right, NBC right, right, put right. me where they thought I needed to be. So okay. So again, <laughs> being totally truthful. Yeah. What's your favorite series to cover? What's your favorite I event have, to cover? I Don't have, tell me motocross because we just went over Miller and like no. Elsinore. <laughs> where you were okay, blown that away. That part sucks, <laughs> right? Right. Okay, Ravi's Gordon Stadium Super Trucks are great because I'm in a stadium yeah, most of the time, right. and it's control, controlled RJ, conditions. Wardy. There's great people. Right. That's a lot of fun. Bad boy. Yeah. I absolutely 
love the motocross. I love the people I work with. Fro and Weege, mm-hmm. they're, I think, two of the best in the business. And my producer. Yeah. So for me, it's always, it's a different experience. But I, I thoroughly enjoy In fact, my fiance is the one that points it out to me. That I'm always in a much better mood, oh. headed off to go cover one oh, of these events. As opposed than... to, say, a car auction. Yeah, perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> we'll find out in about 36 hours when I leave for that, how enthusiastic just, I am. Hey, you can just tell me this. F you, dude. If I, if I, get, you know, if I get out of the line. Um, uh, yeah, so, well, that's good. Uh, what, who do you enjoy interviewing in our sport? Who do you like interviewing? Um, I like interviewing. I love Jake Weimer. Mm-hmm. Because he just he's says, emo. He's he, emo. He, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He just says whatever it is. I feel and like I, love I that. feel like Jake sometimes, like while I'm interviewing him, he has bad race. He might start cutting right there. <laughs> like he's so. But he's so know? honest. Yeah. I just love it. Yeah. And then I have to say, because he's coming on the show too, Adam Cincerello probably did the best interview of any writer all year. The one time I got to talk to him on the podium. Yeah. He is enthusiastic, well spoken. He actually says something mm-hmm. and shows some excitement mm-hmm. for, for being there. Um, so to me, a lot of the veterans could learn a thing or two from young Adam. So Pookie's huge gonna props choke to you him. Out. What's that? Pookie's going to choke you out. <laughs> um, but there's, but I, no, I think great. Tomac he's does great. a good job. Yeah. Roxon, like Roxon, just owns whatever it is too. I think yeah. he's not as smooth in his answers, but it's probably a bit of a language thing. I don't know. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Yeah. How about when Kelly? Um, Asked Roxon, hey, uh, so you do a lot of extracurricular training. Uh, do you feel like you should do more? <laughs> Ballsy. You train enough? Ballsy. I like it. I, was, I like well, it. I was, after I'm you told bagger. me, there was, like, response to that question. I oh, had to yeah. go and, like, make sure I hadn't, you know, burned any bridges. But the, the response that from was the team good. was like, yeah, dude, yeah. if he can't handle that question. No, then, no. And he had no problem with it. But we don't get that. We don't. But you, we, why yeah, not? Yeah. You should. Take us through it. If someone that's is going to – when these guys right. train and ride every day and they're going through the motos whatever and someone else and it worked has worked for Roxon at times right. decides he's going to go surfing three days a week and then doesn't perform at the right. most crucial time in the season when he has to win and it's not there I feel like it's a fair question to say do you think you, should you have taken yeah. the time off why would you say that you're tired right now <laughs> <laughs> uh, no I like it don't get me wrong I think it's good um, JT you have a theory though a little bit about Kenny about He's letting on a little bit about his, uh, his lack of training. Yeah, and he does. He does serve yeah. and he does all things. Yeah, yeah. But, but I think he plays it up a little bit, too. Yeah, like yeah. it's a little bit of the mental game. Yeah, yeah. And and I don't know if it's on purpose or whatever, but I think he just, like, he right. he works hard. There's yeah. no doubt. Oh, yeah. I hear yeah. from plenty of people that are there right next to him that are – they they're driving out and rocks and still out there motoing all day. And, yeah, yeah. You know, he's yeah. doing 10-mile runs and all right. this crazy And I've heard, stuff, yeah, so. like he'll go surfing and then he's doing sprints on the beach and do yeah. – I mean, it's yeah, – yeah, yeah. he's not, you know, yeah. working on his tan. So no. I don't mean to say that he's no, not no, working no, as no, hard no. as he should be, but – No, I like the question. I love it. Okay. We're just not used to it in moto, and but we need more <laughs> of it. That's what we get on our show, on this show. You know, we try to ask some, some tough questions, you know. Yeah. Some people don't like it, but – you know what's funny is it, no. is I shut it. There's some people that are. Well, I think he's on this other end of the spectrum from where we have most of the racing guys. And I'm not going to drop any names, but there's some guys that go on social Wait, media. No. Then all they do is show. Oh, I rode 17 motos today, yeah. and I ran 74 miles this week, and blah blah blah. Hashtag work. Hashtag yeah, want it. Yeah. Hashtag, hard work. Yeah, dedication. Yeah. 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 And. Then Roxon's on the other side where he's doing all this crazy work, yeah. but then he's just sh- he's not showing yeah. any of that. He, all he's doing is showing the fun he's having. Yeah, Ryan so Dunn keeps it to himself. Ryan Dungey yeah. never tweets about uh, doing anything. Like, right. Well, his charity bike ride and stuff, but never like 
Yeah, know? but he doesn't really show anything. Good point. Yeah, so yeah. I think Roxon just completely on the other yeah. side of that where motivational quotes, hashtag doing work, yeah. hashtag gotta want it. Changes in the air. <laughs> hashtag bad spelling. Yeah. I mean these are right. all things that we see. Hashtag yeah. and then the word is not even spelled correctly. <laughs> right, yeah. right. Yeah. There's so, a lot of that. No, Has- you- hashtag face palm for me at that point. Yeah. <laughs> no, you have a point. You have, you have an excellent point um, about that. And, and it's something to be embraced is Kenny's outgoingness. And, and th- we, uh, totally. we need more of that. Yeah, we need more of that. Um, and it's funny that you say Weimer is a good interview. Yeah, I, I, I've always said he's just he's emo, man. He's just up and down. <laughs> and he tells you, oh, man, I don't know what's going on. I'm sorry. Right. <laughs> like, but that's what I love about right, it because right. so many of these guys are so rehearsed, it feels yeah. like. that. And of course, the truck guys you interview, the Le Mans guys, they're all rich, older dudes. You know what I right. mean? They're like, just a lot of maybe, them. yeah. yeah it's a totally different. They know what to say, and you'll get some good stuff out of them sometimes. Yeah. But it is a completely different interview. How's RJ? Ricky? Mm-hmm. He's great. Yeah, he's a showman. He is. Oh yeah. He he might be one of the best ever. Yeah, I mean, yeah. He's still yeah. No, he's good. He was good in our sport when he was you yeah. know back in the day. He was. Head and shoulders above everybody else. Busy. You know yeah. what I mean? So you can really tell. You want to see some emotion? She should have come over to my truck when I was pulling off from a moto. Oh, yeah. Helmet flying <laughs> against the side of the truck. <laughs> Just ghost riding my bike. Yeah. We, you know, he's been on the show. We're good friends. We've been good friends for a long time. And the running joke with all of us against him is mm-hmm. just how Chad Reed, Nick Way, uh, Tim Ferry, all of us will just be like, this guy, you can't talk to him on race day when he raced. <laughs> I mean, he, he was so angry, so focused. He, you know, him and his dad were getting these massive fights. His dad was a mechanic for him forever. <laughs> I mean, it was just awesome, you know? So uh, that was his thing. And now, of course, he's a little more relaxed, but it was yeah. it was good, yeah. Um, <laughs> very, very angry. Yeah, very angry. Um, as angry as tits over the Angrier. Twitter. Angrier. I was one of the angriest people alive on race day. Yeah. <laughs> Mind your very own business. <laughs> God, poor dunes. Punched a baby one time. Uh, <laughs> JP, what's going on, man? Hey, Mathis, how's it going? Good, how are you? Good, good. Um, I wanted to uh, allude to some of the sponsorship stuff in, in regards to at least energy drinks. Um, some of the shows you have mentioned in the past, like, I guess in regards to Weston or, or Nicoletti or some of those guys, uh, you know, they're not, quote-unquote, in with the cool guys and the energy drinks and stuff like that. Right, um, right. And, and actually having worked uh, as a marketer in, in the beverage industry, kind of wanted to shed some light because I, I, I feel like you're kind of coming in at things in terms of uh, kind of more moto industry in terms of results and, and where money, sponsorship money has tended gone in the past, um, you know, back like the 90s and stuff like that. Yeah. OEMs paid for everything, blah, blah, blah. So now that they're getting away from it and more, you know, non-endemic sponsorship is coming in, you know, I think the, the energy drinks kind of look for Unfortunately, the cool guy. They don't look at uh, who's winning races. It, well, that's, that's, it's more of that's what I said. That's, um, that's what I've been saying, JP. I, I know, but yeah. like I, I think you were, I, I think you were kind of coming at it like that's that's not how it should be. Oh I yeah, guess. yes, I agree. Yes, that's not how it should be. Yeah, I feel like, uh, yeah, you're right. Yep. Well, because what I, I was just going to point out that from the, a marketer's perspective, especially when you're talking about branding or, or, or marketing uh, a, be- a beverage or specifically an energy drink, they mm-hmm. don't really care who wins races because that's not what they're selling. You know, if you're looking at okay. an, F- an FMF or uh, a race tech suspension, you know, I'm plugging your sponsors, by the way. Thank you but, very um, much. Good job. Yes, thank you. Yeah. You know, those guys want wins because that's going to promote their product in, a, in the fashion that they're looking for. Whereas the energy drinks, you know, it's not a, a matter of minor drinks better than yours or whatever. You want to 
my energy drink's cooler than yours. So that's why you got guys like Hanny still on the payroll for whipping his dirt bike and guys like Nicoletti who are, you know, out slanging motos and, and doing the hard work don't really get much of anything. So, um, um, But it's not fair, though, JP. It's not fair. I, I'm with <laughs> JT. What I'm do you with think, you, man? I'm just saying. I'm just saying that that's how the the marketing right, world right. works. Unfortunately, um, you know. JT, what do you think of JP? Uh, I, I think it's that. Yeah, I think he's right. It's you know definitely it's not always going to be fair or. But good or bad, is that good or bad? Yes. Uh, I mean, it depends on which side you're on. <laughs> if you're Hanny, it's awesome. If you're Nicoletti, <laughs> it blows. You know, I, don't, I mean, All right. it, no, it's and just I, it's just the way the world works with stuff like that. It, you know, marketing's a funny thing. It doesn't results aren't always a factor, unfortunately. Exactly, and, I, and like I said, as you know, the sports relying more on non-endemic sponsorship. That unfortunately, that's kind of how it's going. And and I know you're having Weston on the show later, so I was hoping maybe you can bring that up to get his thoughts on. He's gonna get angry. You know, if he's if, if he has, he's gonna get angry. <laughs> Well, is he in studio or is he going to be calling in? No, nah, I'll be calling in so he can't reach through the phone or do anything like that. Yeah. Well, there you go. All right, thanks, JP. Uh, good points, and uh, I'm still not happy about it. But we're absolutely—I think we, yeah, we we agreed on it. But I'm not happy about it, JP. So. <laughs> eh, that makes two of us, but it is what it is. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, buddy. Thank you. All right. All right. Good call, uh, Kelly Stavis. Before we let you get out of here, yeah. Um, we're gonna—we have some rapid fire questions for you. Oh, yeah, expand goggle tear off segment. I don't know if we've done this with you before. No. But, Okay, you have 15 seconds to answer these. I'm nervous. You should be. They're submitted by a guy named Corey Moser. Okay. And uh, they need to be rapid fire. So, okay. All right. Uh, tits, we'll read them to you. Um, are these? Wait, before we get into these, are they? What's ups- the theme? I mean, like, are they things I'll know the answers to, or is it like yeah, opinion, who is the 31st no, 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 president? No, 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 no. They're all opinion, opinion based. based. <laughs> opinion based. And, uh, okay. and and is sponsored by X Brand Goggles, EKSBrand.com, 30% off if you type in Pulp Show 13. And after we you answer, we do the tear off poll. It's very clever. Okay. I, I came up with it. It is clever. Yeah, thank you. All right. Um, are these sexual in nature or anything weird like that? Um, no. Okay, because the guy who sub- submits them is sometimes. Right. He's, he's all over the place. Yeah. And you were just filled with confidence in that no, by the way. I just read through them real okay. quick. Okay. Oh, good. Okay. All right. Okay. All right, let's do Because we don't want to do that because ne- she'll never come back. Yeah, so, yeah we, okay. we don't want to scare her off. Okay. All right. <laughs> all right. Weege is known for being, how do I put this, frugal. So what is the cheapest thing you've witnessed him doing in your short time together? I've never I, – I looked at his tip at dinner on Friday night. He was a good tipper. So I have not experienced it. I'm sorry, but that's the truth. Uh, hey, no. And, uh, do you guys get per diem at the races? They do. Yeah, there's yeah, all there kinds. I don't. Right. You don't? Oh, no. I think he does. So that doesn't count. But he's super cheap. Don't worry. Oh, I've heard. Yeah, okay. Right. I've, heard. I've heard. I've heard. And he admits it too, by oh, the way. Oh, he loves it. I think oh, yeah. I heard it's it mostly of, from him. It's a point he of has, pride. Yeah. He yeah. has told me about being cheap. I've never witnessed it. Right. He, I, my buddy, walked him through a blackjack, how to play blackjack a few years back in yeah. Vegas. Won him a bunch of money. Uh-huh. You know, said, hey, stay here, hit here, whatever. Right. Won him a bunch of money. Then my buddy said, hey, you need to tip the dealer five bucks. And <laughs> He's like, to, no. no. Mm. It's like, that's lunch. Nah. My buddy wanted to kill him. He was like, no, you need to <laughs> tip is, the dealer. Right, right, right. It, it killed him to put if five you bucks. If ever want to gamble in this yeah. town again. He said, that's a tuna sandwich. <laughs> tuna sandwich. So, okay, all right, next question. <laughs> all right. Um, who takes the most amount of time in hair and makeup? Free. Weech. <laughs> really? <laughs> Six yeah. tenths of a second. He actually <laughs> uses his phone to take pictures of himself. <laughs> <laughs> to make sure that the makeup's done. I've never seen a uh, fro primp 
at all. That's very surprising. Yeah. Okay. He just is naturally that gorgeous. Yeah. That he... Yeah. Oh, he my wife, will, my wife will, will vouch for that. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. All, all right. right. Um, what has been your most embarrassing on-air moment? Oh, God. Um, Probably ever. Ever? Yeah. Or in ever? Motocross. Let's say okay. ever. Um, one of my first days anchoring, I used to be a sports anchor, and I also had to edit together my sports cast. Mm-hmm. And I, if you watch SportsCenter tonight, you'll watch baseball highlights. A guy who hits a home run, they show the pitch and the hit, cut away to the ball going over the fence, cut away to him hitting home plate. I showed the entire rounding of the bases <laughs> and ran out of things to say by the time he hit first base. And I, I had and to like – And they're second. Yes. And he's on his way to third. <laughs> exactly. It was awful. Especially because they run nice and slow. And right, right. Right. Yeah, and exactly. Good crowd so, today in Colorado. Good crowd today. Look at that stride. Yeah. It was like the five-second highlight that right. I spent a minute 30 on. Right, So right, that right. was pretty embarrassing. You're right. You're right. Because, yeah, they cut – they just right. cut, 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 cut. Yeah, right. yeah. Not Live you. And learn. Not you though. No, no. Uh, uh, that's it. That's passive flying colors. Oh, that was. Yeah, three questions. Three questions, oh. nice and easy. That you went longer than fifteen seconds. There's no real we, penalty oh, though. Oh, okay. We've been trying to enforce it, but we can't oh, seem okay. to. Depending on to how your answer is going, we'll either cut you off or not, and we allowed that one. So. Oh well, I appreciate it. Yeah. I just yeah. before Chief I leave, smoke. I just wanted to say there's one thing that I feel like we haven't addressed what? at all, which is Ryan Villapoto's die job. I noticed that. It's been generating a lot of tweets. That's the only reason I bring it up. He he said to me, how's my hair, bro? And I went, what happened? And then he got really mad. (laughs) Well, right. He even did his eyebrows. And he shaved the sides. (laughs) I want to say this. I thought it looked good. He needs to fix the eyebrows a little bit because you can tell that they're dyed. Okay. But I, I thought he looked good with dark hair. I feel uncomfortable commenting on, on, on no, no, no. And here's why. No, no, here's why. Not because I'm like, listen, Sebastian Tortelli is gorgeous. But here's, I feel, because I am not a real pro in that category. What? Like, I think, I know, shocking, no, shocking. No, I know, don't shocking. Bring yourself, shocking. Man. Uh, flip-flops, cargos, um, you know, some pomade, right. and I run it. Pomade. Pomade, yeah. Is yeah. that what it's called? Is that real stuff? Yeah, I just, like again. hair product. It goes to show you. Okay. So for me to call, the it's kettle black calling kettle black Got pot it. calling kettle. Um, you I didn't really I, butchered that. It was weird, <laughs> but I feel like, hey, who am I to say anything? I look right. like a bum. You know, like Wygant is like, dude, you gotta dress better. One time told me, <laughs> you gotta like, because I was going to go to a supercross banquet in shorts. He's like, no, dude, don't. Those all those people will look at you like all the executives and be like, look at that guy. That's right. a, that's our reporter right. of our of our sport. So I feel uncomfortable commenting, but J, JT here, yeah, big metrosexual, always looking whoa, good, whoa. always looking good, whoa. always has hair product, shoes are nice, like this guy right. dresses good. Uh, He's got true religion shit all all over him, all over him. Vouch back from good. back back oh, me yeah, up, back me up, right? I so like the way you what do it, you though. think about right, I don't know. I Did didn't know not... if it was intentional. Oh, so it was bad. You didn't I like didn't know it. What happened? <laughs> I, I thought it was like a sore it spot. Caught, like, I will say some... it caught me by surprise when I went to interview him at the line at Moto yeah. 1. I was like, whoa. And it was mostly in his eyebrows that I noticed okay. it because it hadn't be, – it was – it didn't look natural. Right. still got the skin. Well, so you, you're, you – I didn't know. I guess one of those jackass things <laughs> where you wake up and I – Obviously. Ah, his hair! I mean, obviously <laughs> no, like, you can't like dye your like stubble. Like Yeah, right, 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 right. So the stubble still, you red know, the yeah, fire ginger, engine red. But, yeah, and then – but the, so the rest of it. I mean, look. I actually thought it looked all right. I liked it. Right. So I didn't think it looked horrible. I just wasn't sure what went on. You know? <laughs> Some people tweeted asking if he like lost a bet or something like that. So, well, 
uh, someone told me he had to, he took down Instagram photo of him. Oh. Because people were really yeah. bagging on him. Oh. Red, red Dog used to oh, dye his hair black. Yeah. At times. Yeah. Yeah. No, Red, red Black Dog. Yeah. yeah. Um, There's nothing wrong with people dyeing their hair. That, no. That no. People do it all the time. I was more like uh, the cut. Shaved oh. on the sides. He, he, he's done that a lot. He's oh, had he like has? The, the, the the fade and the, the steps put in there. Again, stuff like that. Yeah. I feel uncomfortable commenting I, I think, because I, I am it was a... the eyebrows was what put it yeah. over the top. So you notice the eyebrows yeah. too? Oh yeah. Oh, I didn't oh, even yeah. notice eyebrows. Yeah. Did you notice eyebrows? No, oh, I didn't either. I mean, yeah. I'm, I I don't really care. I've had black hair, white hair, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Shave oh. my head, mohawk. Oh, I bleached, I bleached my hair one time back in the day. It hurt. Yeah, but, you did. Um, I just feel like who am I to say anything because I look like a hobo listen mm-hmm. when you beat people down like he's doing you can you, you can, can do, do whatever yeah. you want yeah, you can wear right. a, a ronald mcdonald outfit around right, right. no one's gonna say anything right 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 uh, as you go to the bank to catch yeah. your checks absolutely right. big red clown shoes yeah red nose no one cares good point excellent yeah. point uh kelly thank you for coming by once thank again thank you um I love don't know, it. don't know when the last time next time we'll see you because uh we're, we're in off season maybe we'll come right. by for a off season show you're not going to auction if you come by on Monday, talk about our auction. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. sounds um, great. See if you can get Tits a job. No, but I want to be a part of this Pulp MX contest. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll email we'll you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, we'll, we'll get. We'll, we'll, it's good to have a uh, you and Pookie can uh, can uh, judge in the woman's side of things. Yeah. You know? So, uh, thanks everybody for listening. We're gonna come up with Weston Pike, privateer rider, uh, uh, hero uh, JT. Your your uh, friend, karate kid, friend. your Miyagi. Your, your Miyagi. He's yeah. he's. Daniel? Daniel's son. Yeah. Weston's son. <laughs> so you're working on him? Yeah, trying. I mean, he's his own man. <laughs> he is yeah. his own man. Weston Pike's only one man. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening, and we will be right back with Weston Pike. See you in a bit. Hi, I'm Jake Weimer. You're listening to the Pulp MX Show with Steve Mathis. If you plan on listening to the whole show, you're wasting your time, because like I said, it's Steve Mathis. Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOsports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. Us at BTO Sports want to give back to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Hey everyone, Trey Kennard here. I wanted to tell you about one of my favorite products, Fly Racing's Light Hydrogen Racewear. With direct input from Andrew Short and I, the Fly Design Department created the first true, lightweight, minimalist pant and jersey design for pure racing performance. This gear eliminates non-essential features, such as rubber TPR badging, and uses stretch materials for the ultimate race pant and jersey combo. The light hydrogen pant is the lightest, most breathable, and non-restrictive pant I've ever worn. To complete my gear combo, I chose Fly Racing's minimalist light race glove and F2 carbon helmet for a complete race-ready setup. For more information about the light hydrogen racewear and other products from Fly Racing, Visit them on the web at flyracing.com. Get the personalized suspension set up with top-of-the-line components you have always wanted. Racetech is the world's largest motorcycle suspension modification company. Racetech is an industry leader providing Racetech high-performance springs, gold valves, 
and G3S Custom Series shocks. Racetech products and settings are 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. Save yourself 20% by mentioning Pulp Show 2012 or putting that as your coupon code. Racetech Gold Valves provide a plush feel with drastically increased bottoming resistance. They offer do-it-yourself gold valve kits, or you can send your stuff to our suspension pros to do the work for you. The choice of Rock River Yamaha, Rockwell Fire Police MX, RF Motorsports KTM, and the Motorsport JBR Spine Chillers Racing Arena Cross Team. NFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. From nerf steps and lighting accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and fed access models, NFAB nerf steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. You've tried other neck braces, but have you ever tried the one that's flexible? The revolutionary family of Atlas braces are the world's first flexible family of neck braces on the market. Designed to retain natural body mobility and range of motion. Gone are the days of wearing bulky neck protection that restricts your movement. The Atlas Brace family is fully adjustable and unique features like dual chest and back supports, independent chest suspension, a flexible split frame design, and a one-of-a-kind emergency release system set the Atlas Brace family apart from others. And our championship-winning athletes Ryan Filippoto, Jeremy McGrath, and Jake Weimer agree. You may have tried a neck brace, but you haven't experienced an Atlas Brace. It's 2013, and X-Brand is prepped for our biggest year yet. Racers of all calibers are getting wise and switching to X-Brand. Guys like Jimmy Albertson, Josh Strang, Les Smith, Bobby Canary, Austin Politelli, and many more agree. X-Brand can't be beat when it comes to superior foam, a comfortable frame, and simple optics that just plain work. Available in multiple flavors with all the options you need, like zip-offs, laminates, lenses, and nose guards. So head over to EKSBrand.com to order now and use the discount code PULPSHOW13 for an insane 30% off. X-Brand goggles. Merch Connection is proud to be a sponsor of Pulp MX because just like you, they're passionate and dedicated to the sport. For over 23 years now, they've been producing innovative products like their Pro Launch Start Device and the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch Line. Just take a look around the AMA Pro Pits and you'll see Works Connections Proving Ground for products under the canopies of Yoshimura Suzuki, RCH Racing, Star Racing, and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC levers, and Fasco products too. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Visit them on the web at W www.worksconnection.com and use the keyword PULPMX for 20% off your order or visit your local outlet and check out the new lineup of products for 2013. 
2013, Tech One Designs is back and better than ever with a new and improved website, new products, prices, and more. At Tech One Designs, we are now offering helmet wraps, GoPro wraps, smartphone wraps, and neck brace decal kits. Either pick from one of our present designs and add your colors, logos, name, and more, or design your own. You dream it, we'll make it. As a devoted supporter of the Pulpamex show and its listeners, we want to show our support by offering a 20% discount on your next order. So go to techonedesigns.com now and enter the discount code PULPMX20 at checkout to save money today. In 1973, Don Emler started FMF in his Hawthorne, California garage. 38 years later, that garage is a 90,000-square-foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility where, proudly, everything is still produced 100% under one roof using only the best American material. The only thing more important to us at FMF than winning is our customers. So here's a big thanks to our fellow riders for giving us the 2010 Reader's Choice Award in every major U.S. motorcycle publication. It's the passion that drives us. So thanks for making us number one. FMF, built in the USA, proven on the track. There are dozens of helpers. You decide which is the right one for you. With over 50 years experience, Showy delivers a premium helmet with quality that is second to none. Many of our competitors rely on overseas manufacturers who they hope will build the helmets to their specifications. Every helmet that bears the iconic Showy hexagon undergoes a minimum of seven inspections throughout its week-long manufacturing process in one of our two factories located in Japan. Showy's sole focus on premium helmet engineering and manufacturing guarantee you the highest quality and performance available. Stop by your local showy dealer and see why team riders like Kevin Windham, Justin Barsha, Josh Grant, and Michael Essie demand showy's premium level of comfort, safety, and performance. Showy, 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 Drop the sound of acceleration. Influenced by riders, racers, and outdoor enthusiasts on the tracks and trails of Colorado, the revolutionary Drop formula was created as a solution to energize with clean and natural foods. The Drop Nutrition Bar is a superior food that delivers energy-infused nutrients and protein to meet the demands of today's toughest athletes. Used by top racers like Kevin Windham, David Pingree, Jimmy Albertson, and many more. Drop Nutrition Bars use high-quality natural ingredients and no preservatives and are gluten and soy free. Available in four delicious flavors, honey graham, chocolate chip cranberry, and blueberry. Order now by going to www.dropbar.com or call toll-free at 1-855-8-DROP today. Mention Pop MX and receive free shipping on your first order of two or more boxes. Like us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at Drop Nutrition Now. Drop Nutrition Bars, accelerate your body and mind. Is your bike missing that final piece of the puzzle? Does it feel like you're just coming up a little short? Can your bike use more power? It's easy to get noticeable power gains throughout the entire RPM range with the Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil. Install one now and you're set for the tracker trail. What this innovative product does is increase the energy at your spark plug gap, which allows more energy to be released in your combustion event. Besides the power increases, you'll get better starting, quicker throttle response, and then expect to be impressed. 
The Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil is available for two and four strokes, as well as vintage machines. Used by Michael Lessie in Supercross, Matt Lemoyne, Gary Semix, and other top riders. Black Ops Moto is happy to provide the Pulp MX Show listeners a 15% discount off their order if they call in and mention Pulp MX. Dealers and distributors are also welcome. Check us out at blackopsmoto.com and like us on Facebook. Learn what others have discovered and feel the instant improvement for your bike. Listeners, it's time we talk about your underwear. Free Gun Underwear. Based down the road from Pulp Studios, Free Gun is the underwear for racers. Free Gun is worn by Mike Alisi, Ashley Fiolek, Albertson, Blows, Kirk Caselli, and a host of other action sports athletes. Why Free Gun? It's made of 92% polyester and 8% elastine, which means unlike your old school Homer Simpson cotton underwear, Free Gun wicks away any moisture to stay dry throughout the day. Comfort. From cross-training to racing, Free Gun becomes part of your program the first time you put them on. And style. Construction, prints, and a wide band to let you show your true colors. If you ride, if you train, if you sweat, upgrade to Free Gun. Don't be a homer. Wear Free Gun underwear. Pulp MX. Finally a show your father will approve of. That guy's going down. You're listening to the Pulp MX Show. MX show coming at you some Van Halen 5150 fantastic disc 1986 never been better had my CR80 rocking out the Hagar stuffing chocolate bars into Slurpees this year a lot of them welcome back to the Pulp MX show presented by BTOsports.com I'm Steve Mathis with me is the easy on the eyes Jason Thomas JT what's up did you really stuff chocolate bars into Slurpees it's not my proudest moment. I'm not going to no, say I liked I, it. I, I don't even know if that would taste good. Um, no, 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 JT. It was an easy way to shoplift. Uh, we, we covered oh, this on the show. gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Um, I thought you were doing it just like because you thought it tasted amazing and <laughs> some no, concoction you came no, up with. No, we talked about shoplifting because Titch got caught shoplifting or something. I don't remember exactly what it would happen, but, uh, um, you know. I, so. I, I, I don't remember how it even, that even came up, but I had stolen a little bottle of Tapatio hot sauce. It was like 50 cents or something like that. And uh, I said the greatest move in shoplifting history 
is putting a chocolate bar from 7-Eleven inside your Slurpee, wrapper and all. Pay for the Slurpee. Bingo, bango. Free chocolate yep. bar. Nice. Not proud of it, but it's happened Happened in my youth. It's not really the same thing, but I remember years ago when Bradshaw was, you know, a kid. He was probably 20 or 18. He was younger than that, 18 probably. I remember at, at Gatorback, they weren't allowing people to, to bring beer in with their truck into the pits or whatever. So Bradshaw has this. He's in this motorhome, and he's got beer stacked. Is this Factory Yamaha days? It would yeah, be, right, yeah. Yeah, stacked up in the shower. <laughs> and... They want to search the truck. Hey, y'all, some bitches come get me. I'm bringing this beer in. Yeah, this, you know, this him. Come, yo, rip me out of here. Yeah, me and me and this yeah. beer going in. You go tell all the fans that yes. Dan Bradshaw couldn't race today. Yep, right, just right. sitting on you know cases of Coors Light. Yeah, yep. good times. Uh, JT, uh, our fantastic show sponsors. Uh, um, the reason why we're doing this. Uh, Kelly Stavis was in, and uh, we thank her. Um, cool chick. Yeah, she's she's a consummate professional. Very Absolutely. much so. Very yeah. much so. I mean, she's she's talking about a sport that she's one year involved in, like she's been doing it for fifteen years, absolutely or, or longer. So um, it says a lot about her, you know, adaptability, uh, which I can see why she, you know, they have confidence in her to cover everything from car auctions to motocross races to truck races. You yeah. know what I mean? It's yeah. no, um, absolutely impressive. Uh, Kelly's appearance on the show brought to you by Atlas Brace, born and fueled from a racer's perspective, designed by a racer, refined over a three-year period by engineers and biomechanical experts, and then tested on guys like Weimer and uh, Villapoto. And um, the end result delivers innovative features, comfort, simplicity, and adjustability. Simply put, the Atlas Brace has it all. AtlasBrace.com. Villapoto, Weimer, wear it. Why don't you? Uh, the best neck brace out there and, uh, and, and brought to you um, proud sponsors of our show. So thanks to those guys. BTOsports.com. Fly Racing, who's bringing you Jason Thomas. Race Tech Suspension, suspension of choice for privateers everywhere. X-Brand Goggles, Goggles of Champions. NFAB Jeep and Truck Bars, of course, Filthy Phil. Chris Blows, um, Filthy Phil had a tough tough day. Yeah, the bump starting his bike, and then it broke <laughs> after that. Yeah. Uh, Showy Helmets, official helmet uh, of uh, Josh Grant, uh, Justin Barsha, uh, Kevin Windham. I don't care that Kevin Wind's retired. He's still Kevin Windham, so it counts. Uh, free Gun Underwear, are you rocking your Free Guns? Uh, I'm not actually. Only have one pair, mm-hmm. and it was given to me by Cedric Suberis in Europe, and they were incredibly small. So I don't have any. Okay, we'll get you some. Okay. Um, Works Connection, JT. How many uh, approximately? How many years have you been using Works Connection products for? Oh man, I haven't recently, but I mean, yeah, decades. I yeah, use everyone has yeah, used Works Connection I mean, products. You know, frame the frame guards have kind of gone the way of the dodo bird, uh, but that was their kind of claim to fame. Yeah. Was the frame guard. Uh, and then, obviously, I use their whole shot devices at certain times. Uh, yeah, those guys. I mean, they're a legend in the sport. Uh, Tech One Designs. Check out Tech One Designs for custom pit shirts. Uh, they've got a solution for that as well as graphics. Uh, look at the Pulp Show um, sponsor tab. Partner. What, what is it called? Where's my mind gone? Sponsor deals? Yeah, sponsor deals. That's it. Thank you. Yeah. And to save yourself on Tech One Designs for custom graphics, FMF Racing. I don't need to tell you more about FMF Racing. They've been around forever, and uh, Little D and the guys have always been with our show for the longest time. Brat Bar, A10 Solutions, Tits swears by it. Uh, w Wheels, you want the same wheels? Chad Reed, Ryan Dungey, Ken Roxon, Moosecan use the exact same wheels. Uh, w Wheels provides them, as well as most of the top teams in the sport. Weston Pike uses W Wheels, and judging by the way Weston Pike rides, uh, the W Wheels are doing their job. They get yeah, tested. Those they, guys are good. They get tested. Uh, yeah, I use them as well, and... Um... Michael Byrne had an issue a couple years ago where a, a stock wheel basically 
gave way and a you know Chad had this huge whoop section basically uh stock hub snapped in half because of all the torque uh and so that was kind of where we decided hey we really you know that was where he broke his neck you know we yeah. need, we need to run w wheels on, on all the bikes all the practice bikes everything, everything. because we trusted quality of them yeah so. and, and and i always say this i talk more about john anderson than the wheels uh, but John Anderson's a great dude. Good people. Yeah, good. Been yeah. around forever. Uh, I know. I've known John since the White Brothers days, and uh, so he's behind the W wheels. Black Ops Moto want better starting, better throttle response, everything else. Uh, BlackOpsMoto.com. You can uh, check out sponsored deals and save save yourself some money on a real cool device that will help your bike ride over the counter. And Optrix. Uh, Optrix. I mean, what more can you say about Optrix? I mean, we got the marketing manager running the phones, running this show, and uh, I don't know how he does it with them. Um, now he's got people uh, retweeting that the only reason they bought Optrix is because of the show and tits. Not bad, right? I think it's clearly a phenomenon. I had nothing to do with that, but not bad. No, yeah, hey, good job. Yeah, I got to say, good job. So uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, Adam Seen Cirillo coming up. Uh, David Villeman coming up. Um, we had Kelly Stavis, JT, on a scale of 1 to 934. How much are you looking forward to uh, DV and talking about San Francisco 07 LCQ, once again. Uh, not really, man. We've hashed this out so many times. <laughs> eh, it's whatever. He, he he has his opinion. I have mine. Right. Obviously, I was on the short end of six, so I'm not happy about it. Yeah. When I really, if I really want to be objective about it, I understand his side of it, but it sucked for me at the same time. So, yeah. whatever. Uh, I thought uh, I handled it really well at the time. You did? No. <laughs> Absolutely not. Yeah, exactly. Weren't you no, in, a, in a massive... Yeah, I was uh, kidding. Right. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, I think I insulted everyone on that team and their relatives. Oh, and then then his uh, his ex wife now ex wife got into it too, right? Which yeah, is even better. Yeah. Which even made and then she posted on a message board about you and didn't go real. No, well. no, no, it was a major deal back yeah. then. Yeah, and um, whatever you live and learn. That guy's and... going down. All right, uh, let's get to our next guest. Uh, he's been the talk of the sport lately. Uh, he runs W Wheels. He runs FMF. Uh, he runs Fly Racing. So uh, big sponsor. Uh, those are our sponsors of our show. Are behind this guy. And uh, right now, like I said, he's he's maybe never been riding better. Privateer hero, Weston Pike. What's up, man? How's it going? Good. Hey, thanks for coming on the show. Yeah, no problem. Um, thanks to JT for lining this up, by the way. You're welcome. Good, good job, Jason Thomas. Yeah, thank you. I'm on my, I'm on my vacation. You kept trying to blame me or something. <laughs> now he's angry with us again. <laughs> uh, hey, Weston, um, Lake Elsinore, a bummer. You had some mechanical problems in the first moto, but you're seventh in the second. Although not as good as Miller, still a strong ride from the back. Like you, you got shit starts. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, what'd you think? Um, yeah, yeah. No, the starts weren't starts weren't uh, on key like they were at Miller, but um, but you know, I still came from the back and mm-hmm. got it done. And well, at least in the second moto, you know, we had uh, first moto, we just had overheating problems with the bike. It was hot, and mm-hmm. we just uh, made some choices that we shouldn't have done. So we just Learn from it and move on. So. Yeah. Uh, so were you happy with Elsinore? Uh, you know, like I said, you didn't do as well as Miller, but overall, did you feel like you were riding as good and, and, and happy with the day? Yeah, no, I mean, definitely my, you know, for, for the rest of the day was good. You yeah. know, my riding was well. I mean, you know, I wasn't pumped on the starts, you know. Um, like, obviously, they you know, weren't the best of starts, so I had to come from the back, which I really couldn't, you know, start from the front like I did in Miller and, you know, and, and kind of recap on my, on my finish that I, that I did mm-hmm. in Miller. But, you know, it, uh, you know, I still showed, you know, my speed in that second moto coming from, you know, like yeah. 25th to 7th. So. Yeah. Uh, 702-586-7857, if you have a question for Weston Pike, who uh, you did five rounds, 
five yep, rounds five and rounds. Uh, finished seventeenth, uh, I think, sixteenth. What'd you get? Yeah, seventeenth. seventeenth yeah, overall. So not not too shabby. Hey, uh, after Miller, you were obviously the big news out of Miller. Five five fourth overall. Um. Anything good come out of that as far as support for next year, rise for next year? Did your phone blow up? Uh, did you get some more leads? Anything happen because of the, that that awesome ride? Um, you know, I I haven't got any phone calls from any manufacturers or anything like that, or, or say any any teams yet. I mean, really, nothing serious yet. But you know, I definitely, obviously, I've drawn a lot of attention, you know, towards you know outside sponsors and stuff like that that want to they want to help out. So, so you know, hopefully. Hopefully we can put something together for next year and uh, yeah. you know do something that way. But you know, as of now, they still know. You know, I haven't had any talks with any any teams that so. Which sucks. I mean, basic line, bottom line, that kind of sucks. Like you'd wish you'd you know someone would be like, hey, we're we're interested. Although, like, man, there there are not many spots open. Like we were just talking about that. There's not that yeah. many open. Everyone's signed and sealed. I think JGR is going back with Grant. That would have been a good spot for you, but um, you know, so. Yeah, you know, definitely would be would be nice to to get a phone call this year and be like, hey, you know, I want to hire you, and you know, so you can get a ride, so you don't have to do it all on your own again. But, <clears throat> but you know, it's in a sense, it's still a little early. I think there's still a few rides out there that haven't been signed yet. So, um, you know, I don't know where where I fall in place in those, but, um, but yeah, still still uh still something can still happen. So, JT, where does he fall in place? Uh, I mean, it's hard not to put him in that category with uh. You know, Brayton and honestly, you know, Weimer has kind of come on strong here at the end, but he's really been battling with all those guys. So uh, the toughest thing is just kind of finding the right fit for him. There's not a a ton of contracts that are up uh, right now, but, um, you know, I think outdoors, he can make an argument that he's as good or better than those guys. And then in Supercross, he's really been coming on. So uh, that's on bikes that he's kind of doing all, you know, building this program for himself. So when you take all those things away and then put him in a situation where all he has to do is worry about riding and training and has all the resources mm-hmm. that he doesn't have now, I don't know, man. I, I really think that, you know, sky's the limit on, you know, yeah. the potential really here. Uh, how how married are you to the Suzuki, West? And I know, I, I think JT's told me you obviously really like the Suzuki. You've been on Cowie, Yamaha. You've ridden a bunch of bikes in the last, say, three, four years. You've How pumped are you on staying on the Suzuki? Uh, you know, I... I'd love to stay on Suzuki, you know, just because I have, you know, just because I built, obviously, you know, well, me and everybody that's worked on it, you know, we built yeah. a really good bike this year, and, and it's it's a solid bike, and, you know, it can run, you know, obviously I have shown results where it's, it runs good, so, you know, I'd, I'd like to stay on Suzuki's. If, mm-hmm. You know, if, if it comes down to it, like, you know, if I have to do my own deal again next year, then, then yeah, I'd prefer to stay on Suzuki's, but, you know, obviously if I, you know, I'm I'm open for anything. Obviously, if if a ride, yeah. you know, if a good enough ride comes up, and they're like, you know, hey, I want to hire you, and yeah. then I got to do what I got to do. But but you know, from my standpoint, if if I can do the same thing I did this year, um, it'll be on Suzuki's again. If you have to do the same deal, and I don't know who you put your bike in, you were with MB1 for the West Coast stuff, and then you put your bike in with uh, somebody else for the East Coast stuff. If you had to do it again, the same way you did it this year. How angry will you be, or, or are you okay with that? I mean, I imagine you're getting a little bit of money from Fly and a little bit of money from some different guys, but, I mean, will that be a total disaster for you, or are you okay with doing the same deal? Um, You know, it definitely wears on me. You know, it's, just, it's, <laughs> right. definitely, it's, it's definitely stressful. It's, uh, at the level that I run my program at, you know, with, right. you know, obviously because, you know, I, I spend a lot of money to to make sure my bikes are always good and, and that's just 
how I do it, which is, you know, it's, it's not it's not a typical fast program where you, you know, you just show up with, yeah. with minimal things and race. You know, I like to be prepared if something breaks, you know, and have something to replace it with. So, you know, it, it definitely is, it's definitely tiring and wears, wears me out quite a bit, you know, considering, you know, I'm paying for a lot of things. But, yeah. you know, I don't know. I really don't know. I'd like I'd love for something to happen, or or in a sense, if I had to do my own program to get enough money, or I can, you know, hire right. full time full time employees to, to in a sense, take care of everything yeah. that I had to take care of this year, and you know, that's kind of that would be the goal for sure. I definitely don't want to have to do it the same way I did this year, yeah. but you know, if, if I have to, I have to. You know, it's. It, it's better. It's better than working, you know, a nine to five job. Yeah, JT, it uh, it sucks for Weston because I think he's better outdoors than indoors. Do you agree? Uh, Although indoors, I, I don't know if I've seen anybody improve as much. Yeah, from, you know, I, I would I would agree, but I think he's really made a case, especially towards the end of this season. That and he's had strong rides even the year before, where he was in the top ten, you know, and all that stuff. But yeah. even in the you know as deep as the field was this year, he's really kind of making a case. He's good at both. You know, I don't think, really think there's a weakness either side. Do you feel you're better at one or the other, Weston? Um, not really. I mean, I just, I mean, I think if you're a rider, you you're, you know, you're supposed to be equally the same on whatever kind of training is put in front of you. So, I mean, in a sense, I'm, I'm still growing. I'm still, you know, I still have more speed out there to, mm-hmm. to put out. You know, so, so I think, um, you know, yeah, I don't, I don't have a weakness in either one. So, yeah. Um, your Miller ride five five for fourth. Uh, your your best ride of your career, your career highlight so far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. best uh, fourth overall. Yeah, yeah, and, and and also too, like your your personal career highlight. You just like most excited. Yeah, yeah no, yeah. definitely. Um, man, that was a good ride. Wow. Did hey, do you like these last two tracks? I mean, I know you're a SoCal guy, so you know maybe uh, if this was somebody from the East Coast, I already know your answer. But you being West Coast guy, do you do you, did you mind these last two? Um. You know, Miller was Miller was. I was like really irritated in practice. You know, like with the, how the track was in practice, it really wasn't right. coming together. And then you know, for the for the motos, it actually started to come together. And actually, you know, the track was it was actually a decent track. You know, it got really rough, and you know, it was hot, and you know, it was, it was definitely good. You know, I think it obviously the first year track they could definitely work on it and, and make it a better track. But for the most part, Miller was good. But Elsinore is just. I don't know. It's you can't do nothing to that track to yeah. make it to make it good. You know, it's it is what it is. You try to mix in whatever you want to mix in with with concrete, and it ain't gonna work. So, I mean, for the most part, the layout of Elsinore was good. If you had some different dirt, it would definitely be a better track. But just the, the whole right. dirt what, thing is just it sucks. Yeah, what are you uh, gonna do? Definitely right? not good. Uh, let's take some yeah. calls, uh, Steve. Steve, what's up, man? You got a question for Weston Pike? Yeah, uh, I think you kind of answered it, but I guess I'll ask again if he doesn't mind reiterating but like i guess my question is like you know you obviously been putting in results and you know let's be serious there's a lot of clowns out there that have factory rides that don't deserve them and you certainly deserve their job in my opinion but uh unfortunately the world isn't always fair so like how long do you think you're going to keep on you know keep going i mean it must be frustrating knowing that like you know you're doing the right thing on your own on you know on you know your, I would say your equipment's good. I mean it's good for what you can put together. But like how long are you gonna keep doing it before it's like, dude, you know, like I'm busting my ass and you know these like bro ass clowns are getting rides and I'm just you know busting my ass and nothing's coming coming about. So yeah. So yeah. What, what do you think, Weston? Yeah. Um, you know, it just it all comes down to you know 
how long, or, or in a sense, if you know, as long as I can keep getting sponsor money to keep doing it the way I'm doing it right now, is is, is a factor. You know, it's like like I said, I'd I'd rather be doing this any day of the week than than you know having to get a regular nine to five job. You know what I mean? As long as I'm still doing what I'm doing, you know, I uh, that's just you know I'll yeah. be racing. You know what I mean? As long as as long as I have you know, sponsor support to do it, then, you know, I'll be doing it. So it's just, you know, there comes a point where it's like, okay, well, if I'm starting to suck and I'm getting slower, or, you know, or the sponsor money's not there, then then obviously that's when, you know, I'd have to make a uh, another decision to obviously do something else. Thanks, Steve. Thank you. No, no, no. Take it easy, man. Uh, thanks. Uh, this guy, we just call him Raining Yellow. He's a big fan of James Stewart. Um, what's up, Raining Yellow guy? What's going on? We got the we got the whole shot award. We're good. We did. We did. Good job on that. Um, that's something that, something that James won. Uh, he won a race and he won the whole shot award. So you got to be happy. Not bad. Yep. Not bad. Um, I just wanted to give a shout out to uh, Weston. I think uh, you know, obviously everyone and I and I'm all aboard with it. This guy needs a ride. I like to think of uh, West. He's almost like the working class hero out there. Mm-hmm. You know, so and it, it's cool to see. You know, he's what a, a bigger dude. He's not, you know, one of these purebred factory guys. He's he doesn't look the part, and but he's getting the job done. And uh, nothing but respect for the guy. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so hopefully, you know, we'd love to. I hope you can get a ride. If not, keep doing your thing, man, and hey, and, and show them what they're missing. Listen, Randy Yellow guy. What if they wanted to kick James to the curb and put Wesson in that team? Oh, you can't kick James. Hey, you know, no one's mentioned it, but there's only three guys who got a win this year. The two Ryans and James Stewart. Uh, outdoors, you mean? Yeah, good point. Outdoors, yeah, yeah good outdoors. Point. All right, good, good point. All right, yeah, see but, you, bud. You know, he had a, yep. I think his season was pretty good. Yeah, Weston, keep doing your thing, man. And uh, you're turning a lot of heads, but I just hope it turns the right heads. And uh, best of luck to you, man. All right. Uh, Weston, are you are you in talks with some teams right now? Uh, are there something going on? Is there something brewing? Uh, with a team? Yeah, just with any sort of serious teams. Um, nothing serious yet. There's, there's. My dad's been talking with a few okay. people that want to start a new team, like say, like a just a whole new team or something yeah. like that. But yeah, yeah, yeah. nothing, nothing that's set in stone. That's anything yeah. uh, legit. Yeah. So. Oh yeah, and Fab Yamaha, Alan Brown on the phone. I'm sure, sure your dad's called him. Um. Hey, uh, JT, uh, our own Jason Thomas here. He's on the show every week. Um, um, you, he's your Mr. Miyagi. Do you know? Do you ever seen Karate Kid? <laughs> oh no, yeah. You seen Karate Kid? Yeah. He's. Yeah. <laughs> I, I liken him. He's your Miyagi. He's trying to help you. Uh, talk about JT JT's uh, career advice and and if it's any good or not because it, maybe it's not working because you don't have a ride yet. <laughs> no, no. I mean, you know, I've known JT for. For a few years now, he's you know yeah. gone overseas and all that stuff. But no, definitely he's, he he helps out as much as he can with with everything. You know, if I mean he's trying to push as much as he can to get me, you know, a deal or even in, right. in a sense to sponsor or anything like that. So you know, it's definitely uh, cool. You know, JT, having someone else out there trying to help out. Why don't you get him a couple hundred grand from Fly, dude? I wish you could see the meetings I have about it. <laughs> it's a lot of yeah. We 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 we've been there. Already. Right. Just write the check, bro. Just write the check, yeah, JT. Yeah, yeah. No, steal the check. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, no, we're no. Fly's been a long time supporter of Weston for for years now. Yeah. Yeah, and it's it's yeah, been for years. So I can honestly tell you that between myself and really, it's it's not even my gig. It's Max. Yeah. You know, Max is the one that has to go in and basically get stuff approved. He's the rider support guy. 
But since I raced for so long and I was sponsored by Fly and it's really, you know, kind of what I've done, I'm in the meetings as well and I'm doing everything I can. Like you're basically talking to a an owner who every dollar spent is a, is a dollar that comes out of his company, yeah, right? Yeah. And then you're on talking to the riders who I'm obviously partial to. Um, so there's that huge battle of, listen, we need to pay this guy more. Like he's, he's, <laughs> they all deserve it. more. Yeah. He's, yeah. it's not like he's just taking what we're paying him and putting in his bank account. Like he's actually applying these funds to actually go racing. Like we need to do everything we can re, you know, look at where we're allocating money, do all these things. I understand we don't have so much money we want to spend, but I think that we can, how can we get this guy? We can cut yeah. out some things we maybe necessarily don't need to do or whatever. And we can actually make a difference for this guy Instead of just kind of, you know, and there's just in any corporate environment, there's money spent that you don't really have to at all times. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's always a reason for it. But when you find a reason, like for me, I'm passionate about trying to help Weston because I know what it was like. And I, I wasn't even He's getting like a little JT. Well, well, a big JT. I wasn't even getting the results as good as Weston. My best outdoor finish was a fifth and he's already beaten that. And then Supercross, we were both a seventh. So I can ver I can empathize with what he's going through. And when I was going doing these things i was making really good money you know I, yeah I, I was making yeah like, you were the height of it yeah really yeah. really good money you know um so and Unless i know it makes nothing well and i don't want to say it's nothing but it's not <laughs> yeah. like what it was right, right it's not right. so for me it's kind of like man i know the work he's putting in. i know how hard he's trying to to improve i want to see the guy make some money i don't want to no. see him finish in five years ten years whatever the number is and look back and be like man i did so many good things i killed it and i don't have anything to show for it you know right. i i want to see the guy be successful and have things when he's done well said yep. um uh wesson you know what i was thinking about you know you're, you're i don't know how much you're on the internet i know your dad is I, I don't picture you as a guy that surfs vital mx that and that kind of stuff and twitter and all that but um not really you know yeah there's there's huge fans you got huge fans and a lot of people help you out and i understand there's a, a message board helping you out but here's my idea there's um a big thing now, uh, days is like a Kickstarter, uh, where you uh, you just basically get fans to um, uh, chip in money. Uh, Adam Carolla did it for his movie, and uh, Zach Braff did it for a movie. And fans, you basically promise them something for each level of support. JT, you know what I'm talking about. Absolutely. Weston could do that. He could do a Kickstarter campaign and go racing and provide fans signed jerseys, signed pants, come hang out at a Supercross depending on how much money you give for his program. It could be a whole thing. It's kind of taking over. Yeah, the difficult part with that is, though, is anticipating what you're going to actually have. I, I completely yeah. agree that, that it's a great idea and, and it could work. But, he, you know, he's trying to plan a budget. And, like, if he spends all this money and then it doesn't sort of work out, you're kind yeah. of left okay. out in the dark. Well, I'm, just, well, I'm I just trying to help. What Fuck. I would like to see him happen for Wesson is for a, an established program, not a new team. Not, I don't want to put down new teams, but I, I've been on new teams and it's a learning experience <laughs> right. and velocity three. Welcome. Welcome tough. to the scene. <laughs> yeah. You never know what you're getting the setting. You know, they want to right. run this sponsor, that sponsor. You don't know how the bike's going to be. I want to see him on an established program, a JGR and uh, RCH somewhere where they have good bikes and they know they have good bikes. They have funding. They have literally every possible thing you need. They have trainers. And I know he has Buddy Antonez, and I'm sure, you know, he could keep him or do whatever. But take away every other distraction out of his program other than being the best dirt bike rider you can. And then let's see what he can do. Well said. Uh, hey, Weston, how are you with number 39, your new number? You should be right around there. Oh, yeah. My dad texted me. He said something about it be 39 or something. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Well, no, it's good. You know, definitely it's 
the lowest number I've had so far, obviously, because, you know, I've gotten, I got more outdoor points because, you know, I got good uh, finish and stuff. But, uh, no, no, it's, um, it's cool. It is, the numbers are better. it is the number of your arch enemy, Bobby Canara, your LCQ enemy. Um, That's my boy. Yeah. We need to set up, like, Races with you two. Those are those are some of the best races all year. Um, all right, uh, Clint has a question for you. Clint, what's up? Hey, how's it going, guys? Good, eh? Love love the show, Steve. Uh, JT, or your uh, I'd say you're the best uh, co-host going on. Oh, you're just saying that you're, the show. Nah, you're just saying that because he's here. I appreciate it. That's it. <laughs> um, sort of wanted to make a couple comments. Uh, you guys are talking a lot about the the cool guy factor and the, you're from the marketability Can- you're, hey, and you're, you're from you know, a guy like Clint. Clint. I like Hanny. He's, uh, you know, he's, you know, he's the cool guy, I guess. But I mean, he's a bit of a dork. Um, I know he's got the tattoos and long hair and smoking the dope and stuff. But um, I think, I think Weston could make himself quite marketable. Um, I mean, even he just goes with like the, the the nihilist thing, whether it starts with butt patches. I mean, t-shirts. You know, he'd get this fan support. I mean, I'd buy a shirt, and uh, you know, you get enough fan support, and you know, how can someone not hire him when yeah. when they have a following, right? Yeah, he's a nihilist, man. Well, he doesn't. Well, that's the problem with being a nihilist. He doesn't care about his fan following. He, I mean, you know <laughs> well, what I mean. He cares about <laughs> making money. No, I know. I'm kidding. I'm joking. You know what I mean, though. Um, yeah. Clint, where are you from in Canada? Uh, Vancouver. Oh, nice. All right. You like how I picked that out? Yeah. Good. <laughs> Thanks, Clint, Clint, Clint. Very impressed. Clint's not impressed. Thanks for that, though. No, you have a good point. Thanks, Clint. Yeah. Right on, thank. thank- uh, Weston, did the nihilist thing catch on a little bit? And we started that kind of doing that thing in our podcast, and uh, we were getting a ton of tweets about it. People loved it. Yeah, I don't know. It kind of fell off a little bit. I, I think. Oh, um, okay. Sorry. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, I was. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. He just he doesn't even care about <laughs> being the nihilist. Uh, JT, have you had him wax wax your car or anything like that? Wax this way and that way. You think I'm going to ask Weston to wax wax my car? No, good point. You're right. Yeah, yeah point. he almost beat you down at the circle bar. He I did almost beat me down at the circle bar. Yeah, he did. Yeah. I was you had scared. it coming, bro. <laughs> uh, David's got a question. I've been asked this with Paul, but I didn't show up to the, the MX thing. Wasn't <laughs> oh, we weren't there. Oh, Don't I wasn't worry. there. I didn't no. go. Yeah. They weren't there? No, no, no. No. You didn't go? No, you didn't bother? Uh, Why would I go for yeah. the 17th place award? Good point. Uh, David. I did, I did it for years. David, what's your, uh, what's your question for Weston? <laughs> It's not really a question. I have a thought. Okay, this is just what JT was talking about. Here we got you got Rattray leaving Pro Circuit. Okay, Mitch wants results. He's already talked about. Listen to your podcast. He wants to. He's not going to take some two fifty guys if they don't perform. Give him a Supercross contract. See how he performs during the Supercross. If he does, then he could put him and Wilson on four fifties on the outdoor. How about that? Uh, that's okay. Except Mitch is folding that team. He's not having a four fifty team next year. Yeah. Well, I'm saying, you know, it's well. Who's uh, Wilson going to ride for the outdoors? I thought he was going to put him on a 450. 250s, bro. Yeah, Mitch on a 250. 250s indoors uh, and out for Dean. So, that, well, we uh, think maybe you know. Oh well, I guess. Well, yeah, the tracks. Yeah, I didn't know that. Is, yeah, tracks right. is pulled out from what I've been told. So, yeah. so, uh, so, went, so went the team. All right, thanks, David. Yeah. Yeah, thanks, uh, Doug. Doug, what's up? You got a question about Washougal and Weston Pike? Uh, yeah, I just wondered if he's going up there to the Top Gun shootout on the 30th. Heard there's a couple grand to be made. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to be doing that yet. I might have some other stuff going on for that time, so I don't, I can't put a, an answer on that yet. 
You going to Germany yeah, yourself? You got you got Germany lined up and and some. Hell no, I'm not going to Germany. I hate that. Place. <laughs> he hates Germany. Really? Yeah. Oh, so I, I, demoral, I demoralized him. Off planet, I freaking would, dude. I, be, I beat him for the last spot in the LCQ, and he hasn't been that, the same. That was it. You, yeah, you came across it. the German tank. Still mad. I know, about right? JT the Panzer. Uh, you can't beat JT over there. You know that, Weston. You felt the power. You felt I could, but he's just lucky I didn't pawn him off the track. <laughs> I just I wasn't in like a mood to to hurt him. You know, he's kind of a friend. I didn't want to be an ass and hurt him. You know, so retaliation I, would have been swift and violent. <laughs> Should've, should have broke his leg. Um, all right, thanks, Clint. Or no, Doug. Thanks, Doug. It's all good. All right, Bye. see ya. Uh, Jared. Wait, Jared? Is this Jared? Wait. Yeah. Uh, Dude, I was on the phone with him. Sorry, bro. Come on, Hey, man. producer. Hey, that's error number one. Mind your own business. Chalk it down. Uh, Jared, what's up? What's your question for Weston, Weston Pike? I got a question. I was just wondering if he feels that the fact that he is more of an outspoken person and that he doesn't really hide his feelings or what he's thinking, if if he can, if he wants to change that in order to get a ride, or if he's just he's not going to change, he's going to stay who he is and stay true to himself, and if he just stays basically being privateer, if he would be happy doing that, or if he wants to kind of change everything to basically get a paid salary ride. Uh, what do you think, Weston? Um, I don't know, you kind of confused me a little bit there. Um, well, I, I do, th- I think uh, Wesson not being uh, the cool, the cool guy bro down fa- does hurt him. There's no doubt that hurts well, him. Well, I mean, yeah. I could see that, but it's like, you know, I, I didn't grow up in the motocross industry. I grew up with my own, with my own friends, you know, from, mm-hmm. from going to regular school, you know what I mean? So I'm not, I'm not the kind of guy that's like, oh yeah, come over Sunday and hang out freaking everybody you know what i mean like you know like i have my friends and other people hang out with their friends you know what i mean so i in the sense i'm not a groupie and i don't hang out with a lot of people 24 7 so so let me ask you do you feel that that is affecting you getting a ride that the fact that you're not mr oh i'm monster or i'm rock star or i'm kissing this person's butt or kissing that person's butt to get a ride like do you feel that affects you in a negative way um I mean, I, I mean, tell you that I really, I really don't know. I mean, I it could maybe, but you know, in another sense, it's like it really shouldn't matter how much of a bro you are in an industry or whatever. Mm-hmm. As long as you're out there getting results, and as long as you're doing good, it shouldn't matter who you evolve yourself around or whoever you hang out with or, or however you want to go about it. I think it's if you're doing your job, I, then you're doing your job. You know, uh, JT, what I do you think? That. What do you I, think? Hold on, Jared. What, what do you think, Weston's? Uh... And again, Mr. Miyagi, this is your this is your pupil. Well, I I think that it's important in this sport because that's where all the money's at. Unfortunately, um, <laughs> right. I think do I think it's cool or right or or awesome that you have to do this you know play this stupid game? No, I think it sucks. But I do know on the business side that the guys that are writing the checks are. You know that's how that's how they operate. They they always hook up the guys that they really like and they bro down with. And we've seen it time and yeah. time again with Stroop and on and on. These guys keep getting chances and chances and paid and huge contracts just because the people, the right people, like them. You know that's it's the shitty part about this sport, but it is part of it. All right, yeah, yeah, well, it is shitty. Um, right. All right, thanks, thanks, Jared. Thank you. Appreciate it, uh, Weston. Thank you for coming on the show. Yeah, definitely. Thank you, guys. Yeah, appreciate it. appreciate it. You killed it the last two weeks, and I hope it. I hope something comes for you. Um, 
Honestly, I don't know why it's 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 a, a shitty time right now to be killing it. Everyone's locked into contracts, but maybe you got to do one more year of, of of the results you've been getting, and then everyone's contract is up for twenty fifteen. So, you know, I don't know, but uh, yeah, yeah, uh, you can't do much better than what you've been doing. There's no doubt about it. Thanks for coming on. Yep, definitely. Thank you. Guys. All right, yep, thanks. Man. Later, bud. All right, Weston Pike, everybody uh, on the show. Um, yeah, JT, it's going to be tough for him to get something this year, right? Like, Yeah, I think there's a chance. It's just uh, – Maybe you know more than I do. Well, well you, not really, you do, but, but you know. it's – you never know what happens. There's, you know, there's four or five months between now you and the know, first – You asshole. Yeah. Wow. There's four or five months between now and the first Supercross. Guys get hurt. Um, if he's not first on the list for a fill-in spot right now, maybe Metcalf is in there too. Yeah. I, I don't know who else is. You know, he – in talking to Metcalf, I think he's going back to Canada. Yeah. I think he's I looked around and he's I mean, like – I think can, he made really good money. Yeah. I don't think it was that hard on him, nine races or whatever. Yeah. No big deal. Yeah. I wouldn't blame him. Yeah. He could probably race Supercross here. First five rounds or something right. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if somebody gave him a whole deal to race Supercross here uh, and then go to Canada. I, for, honestly, for, for Metcalf, I think the ideal thing, I don't see him getting a factory ride for next year. So it might be find a deal where he can do his own kind of his own gear deal. I know it, I, I don't want to speak for our company as a whole, but I, I would assume we would be interested in, in, you know, paying him something to wear fly and supercross. Uh, he could put his own program together, go race supercross, make decent money uh, and then go right and go. Ra- yeah, I wouldn't see that at all. Should Weston go to the GPs? <laughs> okay. Um, all right. Uh, that's Weston Pike. Everybody you're listening to the Pulp Mech show presented by BTOsports.com. And on that note, it is time for the btosports.com Tweet It Tits segment. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this important bulletin from btosports.com. It's the Tweets at Tits Q&A segment where your twatted questions find answers. Uh, these are real questions from real live listeners to JT and myself. Uh, tits has gotten thousands of uh, responses and he, he picked the best ones. btosports.com Proud supporters of the BTO Sports KTM team, as well as this show and uh, many other things. If you need something uh, bike body related, uh, type in Pulp MX and get a little discount on it on certain items. And uh, the guys at BTO were at Lake and Elsinore; they were in full effect. And uh, yeah, we thank them for everything they do. Um, all right, let's do this, Tits. Okay, uh, Tom Evale one is his name. He says, with the U.S. versus the world feel at the Des Nations. Is it more like the Olympics of motocross or the Ryder Cup? Olympics of motocross. It still is. Countries are still, you know, competing against each other. So. Okay. I think, know, it's, like, I think it's more like Ryder Cup. Well, no, but here's the thing. A German isn't going to let a Belgium buy if he's faster so that they can, you know, team up together to beat the U.S. No, nah, but I think the they German race the Americans guys, different. The German guy is going to try to kill the, 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 the Belgian guy nah, out there on the track. I think they race the Americans different. Okay. The rest of the world doesn't Well, you've care. been to so many of these, you would know. So It's just... Talking you to don't me? want the U.S. to win. You're talking to me? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, bro. I, I mean, when was the last time you saw, like, Phil Parks when he just ruined Tedesco? Did yes. you see him just yes, he did. crush anyone from he did. the Ukraine? Well, okay, so you got no. one example. So. Yeah, I just think I, I think they race them differently. Okay. Well, Who I don't. these questions? I don't. I think it's America versus the world. Whether, I don't. Because it's the GP series, those guys consider oh, themselves yeah. as one. When they race right. against the Americans – they consider themselves as one. I don't care. You'll never convince I've still seen. I've seen some fierce fights between two European countries. Yes, they are racing. 
I said they raced the Americans differently. If it was a Ryder Cup and you were Ken Roxon, no. If you're the Ryder Cup and you were Clement DeSalle and Ken Roxon is all over your ass, you'd be like, you know what? Go, Kenny. Go, because you're faster. You, you, we need the results. Go. But no, he will do anything he can to beat said Ken Roxon. Which is it more like? Yeah, it's more like the Olympics. Move on. Carry on. <laughs> all right. Chief uh, smokes. The, the Brett Wise. Who will be the biggest name to switch teams this offseason? Oh, man. There's just not many contracts up. Nothing, um, bro. I just, yeah, like. I, I can't really see a lot. Next year. Next yeah, year could be. Everyone's story. Up, except for Brian Villapoto. Can't Villapoto think of a certain Australian writer that. Oh, yeah. well, okay. Well, that's stupid. I don't know. Nah, that got us. I don't know. No, I don't know. By the way, on a group text message earlier today, um, uh, we were discussing Chad Reed career advice. Yeah. Our friend Tits Legendary said his advice would be stay on a Honda. Right. Yeah, that's <laughs> not going to happen. That's what, <laughs> I thought it was funny. It's not going to happen. Uh, uh, Chad yeah. Reed, yeah, Chad Reed switching bikes. He will be on something other than a Honda. Okay. And he won't be on a Honda and he won't be on a Yamaha. He tweeted that. So mm. that leaves out. Three, so I don't believe he'll be on a Cowie. Or getting I don't believe Suzuki he'll be on a Cowie, support. so I think he'll be on a KTM oh. or an RCH bike. Is there any foundation of that KTM, or are you just saying because nope. that's the only other option? Oh, there's foundation. Oh, all right. Believe it. I don't think he they're rides just, a, They're going to have the whole the – whole I don't riders. think he rides a Suzuki on his own team, JT. Will you back me on that? Probably not. Yeah, like I don't see Suzuki, who, by the way, is just – I don't know what's going on with Suzuki. If anybody knows – Call the show. Yeah, we're purely <laughs> speculating because of course we are. I don't ask him this stuff because I don't want to know. I really don't want to know because I'm so tied in with you and Racer X and all this stuff. I don't want to have to try to keep a secret for him and then not be doing my job as a, as a reporter or whatever. Um, he said Friday or something. He tweeted Friday. He'll let us know Friday. Yeah, that's what he said. Yeah. So, but I agree with you. That. If he's on a Suzuki, I think it'll be on RCH. If he's not on our, you know what I mean? Yeah, he won't be on a Suzuki. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I don't think he'll be on a Cowie, just from what I know from talking to the Cowie guys. I could be wrong. So I think KTM. Okay. Um, or maybe like I said in the tweet, pin it all black, call it the Chad. Yeah. Uh, SLC Chuck yes. just tweeted in. He wants to know about Rattray riding a Husky slash KTM. Are you saying something about the plastics? How does that work? Uh, the president of KTM, uh-huh. not KTM, but the president himself or uh-huh. owner or whatever, Pierre. Pier, Mr. Pier, uh, Pier, uh, Pier 1. Pier 1. He bought Husky. Bought it. Okay. So what his plan is to do is to launch a new brand, but it's basically going to be a KTM with well, plastics that say Husky. But it will be a KTM. Does that make sense to you? Sure. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. they know. Like, like they're going to resell it to the market as a Husky? Yes. They're rebranding. The Husky bike. They uh-huh. know they have a great bike in the KTM. Oh, right. So they're going to build basically the Husky brand from the technology they have on the KTM. And then they're. So it will be a different bike than the KTMs. It's not literally just different. I think plastic. the first year will be a Yeah, li- I think same it's going to be pretty damn close. Okay. But, but then from there, they will go their separate ways. The idea is they have this great bike. Yeah. The Husky's really not up to par. Mm-hmm. So why not take the KTM and kind of, you know, use that as their launching point with their bike so so it's not like they're just taking the exact same bike year after year after year with different plastics i would assume not i think you know there will be subtle changes the plastic will probably have a different look a little bit but when you're talking about the chassis the motor all the things that make a bike work Mm -hmm. or not work that's i think the the important parts okay 
All I right. really don't care. <laughs> um, this is for both of you guys. Uh, this is from Dave King. Um, what will it take for Davy Coombs and Bud Felkamp to make peace and get the national back at Glen Helen? Uh, a pound of weed. Jimmy Carter. A teepee. I said Jimmy Carter. And a lock. Jimmy Carter. And Jimmy Carter. Yeah. <laughs> Jimmy Carter. All right. Um, I mean, honestly, uh, we just spoke at the top of the show about Elsinore being gone. We're, we're now hearing it's coming back. Mm-hmm. There's no doubt that they need to figure it out. But Glenn Helen wants to – Glenn Helen thinks it has the power because it has the track, and they want to have their own sponsors and their own vending and run it their way facility-wise and everything. Mm-hmm. And MX Sports is like, hey, we have the power because we hold the races. You need to take these sponsors. You need to run it our way. And that's where we're at. Welcome to uh, 2013. So I think, JT, back me up. We will be back Glen Helen one day. Well, I'll be there for Motocross of Nations in two years. Yes. But, I mean, the oh, man. national. There's a lot of work to do to get us back at a national there, I think. Okay. Yeah. I, I, no, I, no, yeah, that's fine. I can't say that we'll never right. be back there because that's a, that's a long time. Of I think we will one day. I don't know when. I could be gone, retired out of the Mitch, sport. Mitch seemed to be very in favor of this. Oh, yeah, Mitch is. He, I mean, he's buddies with, with Bud and buddies with Jody and, you know. Uh-huh. And then I said to him in that interview, hey, you tried to be the mediator. And he was like, I did. And nothing worked. Right. So. I think there's a big, there's a big uh, divide. I know that Bud has kind of taken Longo's side, I feel. I don't know if that's my, that's my feeling. I don't know if that's correct. I'm not the final say of whether that's yeah, true yeah, or not. Yeah. But I feel like Bud kind of chose sides. And he went with the Luongo side, Ustream or whatever that is. Yeah. And then there's the MX Sports side, and they're they don't really work together too well. And you kind of are on one side of the ocean or the other. And that's mm-hmm. that's a that's but a big point of you know division. He, I don't think he went to the GP and slash Luongo side until the national was canceled. Then he was like Hey, I need an event. But I'm just and saying that's fa- and it flopped miserably. Right. But right. that that's another thing. Like they lost a national and they're like, all right, that's how it's gonna be. We're going again. We're going with the other. You know Which I mean? is fine, but then if it, it he lost his ass. Right. So But I'm just saying that is a big factor in this. Okay. That all he's right. holding the designations with Longo. He right. had this GP. You can't be in bed with MX Sports and Ustream. You can't I don't think you can work closely with both. I just think that there's too much of a conflict of interest to do that. So okay. I don't know. That's just my opinion. Yeah. What what else you got, Tits? Okay. Ohio Moto one nineteen. Uh what are the rules for practicing at the Desnations tracks? Uh he says he's curious because Roxon's heading over to Germany soon. You didn't know if he'd be able to get an unfair advantage by practicing earlier or Roxon's probably ridden a ton on that track. I'm sure there's a seven day rule or whatever. I mean I don't know. Maybe they'll let him in. I don't know. And he's raced GPs. He raced the GP yeah. there last year on a four fifty. Um yeah, it's in East Germany. I'm sure he's ridden there a million times. They had the uh, the MX1 like Masters Championship Series on that track. So I, whether or not he is allowed to practice there, he's ridden there a ton. So it really doesn't matter. Yeah. I'm sorry. Steve kind of touched on it. Even, I guess, putting rocks in. He was mentioning rocks in, but in general, is there a rule on how – like the riders practicing how close it can be until it stops, or is that just completely up to the promoter? Well, the national is supposed to be 72 hours if it's not a press day type deal. Uh-huh. Uh, but I haven't, I, I'm not that up on my Ustream rules, so I really, I don't know. <laughs> but yeah. 
Maybe you should All get right. on that. No, probably not. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, Bill Gardner, uh, he says, Roxon has been tweeting pics, writing, and hanging out with J-Law recently. Does anyone think this is a good idea? I actually okay. listened to this. I listened to a conversation about this. You're not going to tell us with who? Yeah, oh, it was oh. it was Roxon talking about this. Oh, oh. Yeah. To whom? Um, some KTM riders, personnel, I don't, you know, it didn't really matter. That's okay. besides the point. That's fine. But he was just saying, yeah, j was super cool to him. Um, he actually said he was really, really fast. Obviously not for not very long, you know, he, not training for nationals. But he just said, man, you know, I understand. And the feeling I got, I wasn't in this conversation, but I was standing next to it. He's been, he's really nice to me. I don't have a problem with him. He invited me to go riding. It was cool to me. We had a great time. We went in the pool after we rode. I have no problem with him. You know, great. You know what I mean? It wasn't like, yeah, he was doing lines off the side of the pool and then trying to, you know, <laughs> rode a, a Z50 into the pool. You know what I mean? Like, he just like, yeah, yeah, we went riding. We hung out. He was really nice to me, really respectful, whatever, you know? So take take it for what you want. Yeah, I think it's fine. If he starts rolling rental cars, I'll, I'll start wondering what he's doing. Yeah, the, but, the uh, only right. thing I, I actually respect this about J-Law is he hasn't been, like, showing up, like, yeah, I'm going to race now. I'm going to race this weekend. Like, he's, like, hanging out, partying. Yeah, I'm going to race amateur day. We're having a good time. Right. Whatever. I mean, he's not, he's not out there. He's not doing interviews saying, oh, I need help. I want to race. Well, he's just, whatever. He's having a good time. I, I don't care, man. Let the guy live his life, you know? Whatever. Yeah. Okay. Red Dog underscore 15. Not 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 Tim Ferry. Right. close, R- though. Real Red Dog. Guy. Yeah. Um, this asshole is probably why Timmy's called Real Red Dog. <laughs> probably good job jerk yeah right. um it's a uh, can two riders opt to switch numbers no i've done it what i did it oh showdown i did it what's it gonna be okay recently now you or? tell us now the point 2007 the point where you... uh in 2006 ryan clark was 32 and i was 31 fast forward to uh 2007 Ryan Clark was going to be 31 and I was going to be 32. So I said, Hey Ryan, uh, you know, let's get together. It doesn't matter. All we have to do is call, let's call the MA and tell them, Hey, we want to switch like, so we can stay the same. Why though? What's the benefit of staying the same? It just, it, we liked our numbers. You know, okay. we didn't want to switch. Okay. People know us from that number. We liked our merchandising numbers. rights. No, we're not thing. big enough to sell merchandise, oh, but we okay. liked our numbers. We wanted to stay the same. We were both switching, so it yeah. was easy. Yeah. We called Whitelock. I honestly was he a you, dick? Was you've he a dick? dealt with Whitelock before. Oh yeah. Not an easy task. No. But <laughs> he said, Hey, I'll get back to you. I'm like, I explained the whole situation. Hey, that you know, Ryan's consented, I consented. We're you know we're trying to not I don't want to say build a brand because that sounds way too professional, but we want people yeah. to to know our numbers and all this stuff and we're not you know, we probably were I want to say like 15th overall. So it's not like we were terrible. No. We were five spots out of getting permanent numbers. We're doing pretty good. Now I was like 11th in the Supercross Championship or something. Um, you know, mm. kind of work with us. And he's like, I'll get back to you. And he actually let it go. So, Wow, who knew? Yeah. There you who go. knew? Thank you, Jason. But that's the only time I've ever heard of it happening. Trend. But it had to be that perfect scenario where, but you know, both guys the were there. And from whatever. The Trendsetter. Yeah. yeah. All right, uh, Jason, this one's for you. Uh, it's from Kevin Cruz. He wants to know if he will be able to see you line up at the turkey race in Boise this November. Uh, he, he made me see me lining the fence. 
but I will not be lining the starting gate. Are you doing any no. Germany races? Or no one, races? no one has let racing go more than Jason Thomas. Yes, I will not be racing ever again. <laughs> not, I, not in the current plan. No, Loretta Lanska, possibly perhaps, yes, down the road. Yes, we got a bunch of questions for Adam. You, you told me to get some. Are we going to let's ask, ask him? him later? Yeah, let's ask him. Sure. Okay. Um, okay. Last one. Yeah, please. You've mentioned this earlier in the show, and also you did this on the review as well, but Matt Andre, Andre, I'm not sure how you pronounce it, uh, they talked about Alessi hanging out after the race. Mm-hmm. You know. um, is there any chance that he's done and not coming back? No. No, he'll be back. Absolutely. Okay. Tits. Probably got like four or five questions for Adam, so I don't know if you want to do all of them when he gets on or how you want to do that. But was that the outro? Just so you know, is it the real outro? Oh, that was sorry, wrong one. That's old news, right? My bad, dude. He's totally let this thing go. The thing with the dune, battle with Dunes has got to him too. Yeah. <laughs> all right, last call. Dunes before. is in your head. Dunes is in your head, bro. Dunes owns you. Uh, uh, Greg, what's up, man? Hey, how's it going, Steve? Good. How are you? Good. Hey. uh... Zach Osborne, he's kind of outgrown the uh, snack pack oh, yeah, nickname yeah. there. Yeah. And given his uh, performance the last couple of weeks, I think uh, it'd be fitting to call him Duncan after the yo-yo. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. He definitely yo-yoed yeah. this weekend. Uh, Absolutely. So I don't know. That's all I got, man. All right. Thanks, bro. All right. Later. Later. All right, everybody. Uh, Duncan. Duncan. Sheik. Duncan Sheik. What's that? That's a singer. Speaking of singing, this is this next uh, song after the commercial break is JT's pick. Yep, and I think it's going to suck balls. Oh, it's good. I think you might be pleasantly surprised. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, coming up next on the show, we got Dan Dunes to confront tits about the tweet. <laughs> um, now, Debbie Debbie was pleasantly surprised. I bet she was. Yep, jerk. Um, how many entries we got for this helmet, tits? Are we good? We're coming. Yeah, in, we actually yeah, anything in. anything weird. Are there any X-rated stuff? No. Okay. No tattoos. It's or gonna get weird. Like that. Do sure. we give Moser the helmet if he does something weird that nah. we? Nah. Because that's that's a given. No workers of the show. Yeah. Good Moser. Yeah, okay. Man. Yeah. All right. Uh, BTOsports.com. Fly racing. Race tech suspension. X brand gog. Actually, let's let's play the game with JT here. Let's please, do it. JT. Please don't get us fired from any of these people. We've done this before with him. Yeah, but let's try it again. Okay. First thing that comes to your mind. Okay. For our sponsors. Rapid fire. BTOsports.com. Sponsor. Fly Racing. Nine to five. Race Tech Suspension. Cold Valve. X Brand Goggles. Not good vision. <laughs> Atlas Neck Braces. Brady Sharon. And Fab Jeep and Truck Bars. No ridge lines. Showy helmets. Competitor. Free gun underwear. Very tight. Worst connection. Skid plate. Tech One Designs. Graphics. FMF Racing. Donnie Jr. Brat Bar. Uh, gluten-free. 810 Solutions. Jeff Massey. W Wheels. Michael Byrne. Black Ops Moto. Well, he broke his yeah, neck. Yeah, yeah. No, stock you, wheel you, and then, you yeah. told that story. Yeah. Black Ops Moto. Uh, Ignitions. Optrix. Kyle Partridge. Also. Oh, I had Kyle Partridge on that Black Ops. Oh, yeah. Optrix. Uh, tits. All right. There we go, folks. Uh, thanks for listening. We're going to come back with Adam C. Cirillo, Ryan Morris, David Villeman after the 9 o'clock hour. 
Uh, we got the X Brand Goggle Tariffs. We got Race Tech emails. We have Tits versus Tits. Oh. Yes. Better questions this week, I hope. I don't know. JT approved these questions, though. So Who were they submitted by? A Tony Blazer. Blazier. And then for okay. backup, we had Brad Gephardt. Mm. So JT has vetted these questions, and he loves that segment. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. We'll be right back with Adam Cincirillo. This is Ryan Villapoto, ride from Monster Energy Kawasaki. You're listening to the Pulp MX Show. Beep. The Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOSports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support a sport that supports us. Us at BTO Sports want to give that to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. If there's one item to be picky about, it's choosing the right helmet. I'm Andrew Short, and I choose the F2 Carbon from Fly Racing. You too can wear the exact same helmet I wear, Trey Kennard wears, Jimmy Albertson wears, and many others. The F2 Carbon is a helmet loaded with details that make a huge difference in comfort and safety. Lightweight materials, phenomenal airflow, and a super comfortable sweat-absorbing liner and generous eye port design to accommodate any goggle choice or just a few. And did I mention how super trick these helmets look? Straight off the shelf and onto the racetrack. If you are looking for one amazing helmet, look no further than the F2 Carbon from Fly Racing. For more information about Fly Helmets and other products from Fly Racing, visit them on the web at flyracing.com. Get the personalized suspension set up with top-of-the-line components you have always wanted. Racetech is the world's largest motorcycle suspension modification company. Racetech is an industry leader providing Racetech high-performance springs, gold valves, and G3S custom series shocks. Racetech products and settings are 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. Save yourself 20% by mentioning Pulp Show 2012 or putting that as your coupon code. Racetech Gold Valves provide a plush feel with drastically increased bottoming resistance. They offer do-it-yourself gold valve kits, or you can send your stuff to our suspension pros to do the work for you. The choice of Rock River Yamaha, Rockwell Fire Police MX, RF Motorsports KTM, and the Motorsport JBR Spine Chillers Racing Arena Cross Team. MFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out MFAB Off-Road Accessories. From Nerf Steps and lighting accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. MFAB has you covered. MFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and fed access models, MFAB Nerf Steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. MFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All all NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. 
tried other neck braces, but have you ever tried the one that's flexible? The revolutionary family of Atlas braces are the world's first flexible family of neck braces on the market. Designed to retain natural body mobility and range of motion. Gone are the days of wearing bulky neck protection that restricts your movement. The Atlas Brace family is fully adjustable and unique features like dual chest and back supports, independent chest suspension, a flexible split frame design, and a -a one-of-a-kind emergency release system set the Atlas Brace family apart from others. And our championship-winning athletes Ryan Filippoto, Jeremy McGrath, and Jake Weimer agree. You may have tried a neck brace, but you haven't experienced an Atlas Brace. It's 2013, and X-Brand is prepped for our biggest year yet. Racers of all calibers are getting wise and switching to X-Brand. Guys like Jimmy Albertson, Josh Strang, Les Smith, Bobby Canary, Austin Politelli, and many more agree. X-Brand can't be beat when it comes to superior foam, a comfortable frame, and simple optics that just plain work. Available in multiple flavors with all the options you need, like zip-offs, laminates, lenses, and nose guards. So head over to EKSBrand.com to order now and use the discount code PULPSHOW13 for an insane 30% off. X-Brand Goggles. Merch Connection is proud to be a sponsor of Pulp MX because just like you, they're passionate and dedicated to the sport. For over 23 years now, they've been producing innovative products like their Pro Launch Start Device and the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch Line. Just take a look around the AMA Pro Pits and you'll see Works Connections Proving Ground for products under the canopies of Yoshimura Suzuki, RCH Racing, Star Racing, and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC levers, and Fasco products too. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Visit them on the web at W www.worksconnection.com and use the keyword PULPMX for 20% off your order or visit your local outlet and check out the new lineup of products for 2013. For 2013, Tech One Designs is back and better than ever with a new and improved website, new products, prices, and more. At Tech One Designs, we are now offering helmet wraps, GoPro wraps, smartphone wraps, and neck brace decal kits. Either pick from one of our present designs and add your colors, logos, name, and more, or design your own. You dream it, we'll make it. As a devoted supporter of the Pulpamex show and its listeners, we want to show our support by offering a 20% discount on your next order. So go to techonedesigns.com now and enter the discount code PULPMX20 at checkout to save money today. There are dozens of helmet brands on the shelf at your local dealer. How do you decide which is the right one for you? With over 50 years experience, Showy delivers a premium helmet with quality that is second to none. Many of our competitors rely on overseas manufacturers who they hope will build the helmets to their specifications. Every helmet that bears the iconic Showy Hexagon undergoes a minimum of seven inspections throughout its week-long manufacturing process in one of our two factories located in Japan. Showy's sole focus on premium helmet engineering and manufacturing guarantee you the highest quality and performance available. Stop by your local showy dealer and see why team riders like Kevin Windham, Justin Barsha, Josh Grant, and Michael Essie demand showy's premium level of comfort, safety, and performance. Showy, showy, showy. 
Get ready, America, because WUSA is your number one source for quality wheel sets in America. WUSA offers all the top brands that you and the world's best racers know and trust, like Reed, Dungy, Millsaps, Tickle, Sealy, Short, and more. All rely on trust WUSA, because all our wheels are built right in our shop in Orange, California. And if you want it custom-made for your bike, like the world's best freestyle riders, Renner, Deacon, Adams, Madison, Mason, Sherwood, and others, you can choose different spoke and nipple colors for a completely custom look that'll dazzle you. Off-road riding, WUSA can build you wheels for the absolute toughest of conditions. And W also offers DID and Excel rims, along with OEM replacement spoke and nipple kits for your stock hubs. Need brakes? W offers the industry's best oversized and standard brake kits from Galfer and Brembo. Just see your local dealer or visit us at WUSA.com. Hey, you can also download the most current W catalog from the iTunes App Store. WUSA, D-U-B-Y-A, USA. It doesn't get any better than us. Listeners, it's time we talk about your underwear. Free Gun Underwear. Based down the road from Pulp Studios, Free Gun is the underwear for racers. Free Gun is worn by Michael Lisi, Ashley Fiolek, Albertson, Blows, Kirk Caselli, and a host of other action sports athletes. Why Free Gun? It's made of 92% polyester and 8% elastine, which means unlike your old school Homer Simpson cotton underwear, Free Gun wicks away any moisture to stay dry throughout the day. Comfort. From cross-training to racing, Free Gun becomes part of your program the first time you put them on. And style. Construction, prints, and a wide band to let you show your true colors. If you ride, if you train, if you sweat, upgrade to Free Gun. Don't be a homer. Wear Free Gun underwear. You're listening to the Pulp MX Show. Pulp Mech Show coming at you on a Monday night. The Nationals are over, and Jason Thomas, thank God. Thank God. Yeah, thank God did for that go, song. Did you go to it's every good. race this year? Uh, Yeah. No, you missed one for a trade show, didn't you? Indy, Indy trade show. Oh, yeah, I thought you meant outdoors. 
No, every Yeah, race. I missed a couple. I did that race in Finland, so I missed A2. Uh-huh. And then I missed Dallas Supercross. Uh, I think I missed one more. Yeah, I missed A1. Too. A1. Uh, I missed... Uh, A1, A2 in Dallas. I missed... Uh, uh, which one did I miss? Indianapolis. I didn't miss A1. I missed Phoenix. Sorry. Indianapolis I missed. So I missed one race out of 29. Where were you at Indy? Uh, just didn't go. Just was like, ah. I'm staying home. Uh, Maple Leafs were playing. Probably lost. Um, hey, what's with that song? You like it? Yeah. I'd good. never heard that, but uh, our own Swiss Corps uses that as an old outro on the podcast show. Yep. Which I didn't even know that because I just, you know, he, he picked the music. Right. And I, I didn't remember that. I actually knew that, but I didn't remember that until mm-hmm. Tits reminded me. But yeah, it's, uh, yeah, they're very similar to this band, the starting line and Yellow Card and some other bands that I like. So they're Yellow kinda, Card, bro. Yeah, I like Yellow Card. Yeah, a little bit. Um, I like Van Halen too. A little bit less well known, but mm-hmm. they're good. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, not bad. Not bad. Not bad at all. Good job. Uh, still coming up, Brian Morris, um, David Villeman, and Fat Banging Bar segment, race tech uh, emails, and um, tits versus tits, and X brand tariffs too. Um, all right, let's do this. Tits, once again, I'm trying to stall while you're talking to I'm the guest. I'm trying to produce and let the guest know who's in studio because he didn't know who I was talking about when I said JT. So, sorry, Jason. Justin Timberlake? Timberlake? It could be, yeah. The VMAs, yeah. Video Vanguard. Adam Cincerillo, welcome to the show. Hey Steve, how oh, are you this, hold or on, this, hold this on afternoon? Oh, oh, evening. Nice. Did, he didn't know who I was. That's what the producer was saying. I, I said we got JT and Sue. He's like, who? I said, wow. Jason no, Thomas. it sounded like you said JG. I was like, a JG. Yeah. Not, I, I, not I knew who JT was. <laughs> obviously, we're, we're everyone bro- knows who JT is. <laughs> we're broken up. Our producer, Subway Honda. Our, Subway Honda. <laughs> yeah, Subway Honda. <laughs> you see that dude? Tell me, he owes me money. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, our producer uh, Adam, our producer's got one foot out the door, so he's not on a, on his game right now. He, he what did he say last week? He called someone. Um, he used the wrong name no, last week. The man Tits is Tits yeah, is the one that keeps the show going. Yeah, it was really hard for me not to compliment Adam. Before oh, he I put called him on. he called Davy David Millsaps. He said oh, hi, I, David. No, I didn't. He just said hi, yeah, David. Wow. I remember hearing that. I, I don't know if there's proof or no, not. No, he did Prove it. He said hi. Yeah. The guest who was here it's said It's because Tits is always trying to defend himself from your constant backlashing. <laughs> well, I'm just trying to keep I would the, make mistakes, too. Yeah. I'm trying to keep him being the producer and not that Optrix manager slash concrete guy slash um, who knows what else he has going on. Uh, so I'm trying to keep him focused. So, Adam, Whatever, man. Hey, Excuses. How, how's, your, how's your tummy wummy? Is it okay? <laughs> Is it okay, Adam? Do you need some tummy wummy? Do you need? Is it okay? Yeah, I just took my thumbs and I'm ready to go. Uh, hey, what? listen, that was that was a bad deal. I, I, it wasn't. I know. I'm kidding. I mean, it, I'm kidding. It, I didn't think it was bad, but they, they. I mean, they like they sent me away, man. Yeah, what happened? Can you kind of take us through it a little bit? Yeah. Well, okay. Here's the deal. All right. So off the start, not not a terrible start. Um, I've lined up next to lined up next to Blake Baggett, kind of locked bars, kind of a little bit ways back, but not not too bad. I think I was, like, maybe just inside the top ten. Mm-hmm. Hit that finish line, and you know how Elsinore gets, like, you know, when they water it in certain oh, spots. Oh, lots it's like of traction, ice. yeah, lots of traction. Well, I jumped that step up on the finish line. I was just in a pack of wild dogs, and as soon as I landed, I it was just like, 
I mean, it was like me on roller skates. I just, you know, straight, st- I mean, straight to the ground. Yeah, yeah. And so, um, and before, you know, before I even hit the ground, there was, you know, 15 dudes that have already gone over the top of me. And then <laughs> here I am, I roll over. I roll over. I'm just, you know, looking up at the beautiful sky in Elsinore, getting burnt out on like no other. Just uh, Baggett is just <laughs> destroying me. Like, like, oh, it was the worst. It's all right over my stomach, onto my leg, ripping through my pants. I gotta go. It, it I gotta go. Bad scene. <laughs> it's like, hey, bro. It wasn't fun. So, uh, your elbow, you got up. Well, you, hey, you came from like dead last. You and Martin came through the pack. You got uh, 13th, 15th. What'd you get? Well, I mean, I think like 15th or 14th, or, but really it was just, I mean, that my elbow was so like, it was almost, I guess it was like, it hit right on. I know it sounds like, you know, really stupid to say, I guess, but I guess it hit like right on the funny bone. It was like a mm-hmm. deep bone bruise, whatever. And so it was like, almost locked and so basically i mean i just finished the moto out i mean i i can't tell you the amount of times i thought about pulling off the track but mm-hmm. basically just finished the moto and uh yeah it swelled up a lot right after right after the moto and to me it wasn't it wasn't well at first i thought it was broken and i wanted to go get it checked and to me if i would have tried to go out there to me it's not worth it to go out there and yeah you know, ride at 50%. You can't go out there and do that with those guys. So got it checked. And then they're, you know, they're doing their kind of their, you know, their deal where they, mm-hmm. I guess I could go to a doctor and they check you out and they're feeling my stomach. And I guess they felt something that they thought was a little bit weird. And it was, a, it felt a little bit tender to me in my stomach when they were pressing on my stomach. So they, they did, they did the whole shebang and um, put me on the you know, the stretcher right in front of everybody. I felt like a real tool bag. <laughs> and they, they put me in the they put me in the ambulance, stuck about fifteen IVs in me because I guess when that stuff goes bad, like it, uh-huh. it leaks or whatever, you could like pass out. So oh shit. Okay. I had like two IVs in each arm and yeah, just just sitting in the hospital as the you know, the second moto's going. But mm-hmm. turns out we're all good and uh yeah, so I wow. guess it, it turned out good for how bad it was. And you got a stretcher rod. So that's not so bad. Yeah, yeah, uh, stretcher ride. Was, JT, you ever been carried on a stretcher? Uh, no, I was carried off the field once, like Rudy. But oh, never on a stretcher. Never on a stretcher. No, um, I got stretchered off one time. Yeah, knocked myself really? out. Yeah, knocked yeah. myself out. That's not. Uh, you know what? JT, I have. I have. JT puts the competition on the stretcher. <laughs> Especially in Germany. Uh, th- yeah, I actually Germany, did. I or broke, any other country. I broke my leg and I couldn't walk, so they. I think they did. I don't okay. remember. Yeah. yeah, maybe. I don't remember. <laughs> All right. Um, hey, Adam, how, um, yeah, Elsinore didn't go the way you wanted to, but, uh, Miller Motorsports, I, I thought, you know, you, were, you had a great first moto, uh, finished third, second moto, you came from way, way back to get, uh, whatever you did, 11th or something, fourth overall, how relieved were you, uh, after Miller, you're like, hey, uh, you know, I can do this, I can run this pace, I, I can, I can be, be like these guys. Yeah, I mean, I definitely, I definitely felt like that, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I mean, even when I just came in, I know it's hard to believe because I was so bad, but I mean, I knew I could, I mean, I knew I could run up there. Yeah. I mean, like my mind was farther ahead than my body was, if that makes sense. Right, right, right. I I didn't have, I didn't have the strength that, you know, that it takes to be up there yet. But at the same time, I knew when I did that I could be up there. So, but definitely to get up there and be with those guys. Yeah. Um, 
and obviously put a, put a moto together like that, it, it, it gives me a lot of confidence for sure just yeah. to, yeah, just to put it together. And, yeah. to, you know, it's one thing to think it, but then to actually do it, obviously it, it's a, it's a big step. And just to be, you know, just around those guys, like battling with Blake and, mm-hmm. you know, I was, you know, by, at least kind of on the same part of the track as Tomac for most of the motos. So, I mean, even, you know, for that, it's, it's a lot of confidence, especially with how, you know, my, the races had gone before that. Uh, well, for people who don't know, I mean, obviously you missed the first start of the season, salmonella poisoning. It's kind of, it, it's still there. It's, it's really, really knocked you down uh, as far as your, your, your blood work and everything else. This thing has been haunting yeah. you all summer long. Yeah, I mean, it really has. And the thing about it is it what I got is kind of, it was so rare for somebody that's in my position. Like, you know, nobody, the doctors, they didn't know how I was going to react to it. And obviously with puberty and all that stuff, like in training, it, you, you just don't know. So it was kind of a guessing game. And to me, obviously from being in bed after Hangtown for two weeks and, you know, obviously you start to feel better and, when you start to feel better, you assume that it's going to be, it's going to get better every week, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, so going into Bud's Creek, yes, I knew, you know, I wasn't yeah. where I needed to be, but in the back of my, in the back of my mind, I was thinking, well, you know, I mean, okay, so I tough it through this one yeah, and maybe the next one that we have two weeks and, you know, I'll be fine. But unfortunately it didn't work out like that. And I mean, for the people that don't know, obviously I lost, 15 pounds and you know I was still kind of a little bit under where I should be coming into mm-hmm. coming into Bud's Creek and all those races and when when you're going out there every weekend and giving everything you have and obviously you can't stop training during the week it it gets hard to you know to recover and finally after let's see after well there was that race at Washougal where I just said listen I'm just going to give it everything I have in the first moto and yeah. I'm going to you know, stop getting 13th place every moto and, you know, you know, actually show something. Right. right. So I gave it everything I had. And I, when I tell you that when I came off the track and I got sixth place, like when I tell you that I knew I had nothing left in the second moto, like I seriously wasn't even sure that I could score points. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. it was that bad. Right. So, so the, actually the, the Monday after the race, I got some blood work done and it turns out that my, that my iron, I guess, I guess it's like the scale that they did it. It's, I believe it's four through 150 is the highest it can be, and four is the lowest. And I was like a five. Jeez. I mean, the doctor told me like he doesn't even know how I'm, like how I'm racing or how I'm training during the week. Or, I mean, it was, I guess it was really, really bad. So, right. um, yeah. So I I got on an iron supplement and. It, that takes a little bit to get going, so um, I kind of started feeling better after Unadilla. Obviously, I think we had – did we have two weeks after Unadilla? No, just one. Just one? Or I, maybe it was – well, there was two weeks before Unadilla. Well, so yeah, two, it, it yeah, kind of yeah. built up over the right. – I guess it takes like three to four weeks to get going, and obviously that's where Miller fell, and I started to feel like going to the gate, I wasn't so – worried in the back of my mind of getting right. you know so beat like you yeah, know when you yeah. when you go to the race every time going to the gate and knowing that you're just going to suffer you know it starts <laughs> to take a toll on you and to finally go into a race and feel 
you know, feel some energy. And, you know, even the week before Utah, like it was, com- it was yeah. a completely different me, like even mood wise, like going to the track, all that stuff. It was, right. it was completely different. And going to the gate, I knew that, you know, knew that I could, you know, put her yeah. pretty close to the front. So it worked out really good. And I felt really good at Elsinore too. Obviously that didn't work out, but, um, yeah. Um, yeah, I think I think when we come back for Supercross, it'll be, you know, obviously back to normal, and I'll be good to go. JT, it was so rough for Adam. He didn't want to do any internet radio shows or anything. Like, that's bad. He didn't want to talk. He didn't want to, like, joke. Well, it wasn't so much that. I just didn't want to talk to you, Steve, because I know you have a lot of negative things to say. You know who doesn't have a negative thing to say? Jason Thomas. We, we, we discuss your performance uh, every week on our wrap-up shows and in columns and things like that. If there's one man who's always said, I'm not worried. I'm not worried. I'm not worried. It's, it's JT. It's, it's JT. Everybody's freaking out. Yeah. You know, yeah, you're, hitting you're, the panic button. You're like, it's not possible. This kid will. will, will. No, I just, nothing to worry about yet. Yeah. It's early. Right. Everybody take a chill pill. <laughs> I heard this same crap from Mathis last year about Jeremy Martin. Eh. Eh. Oh, not yeah. Not very good. Yeah, look eh. where that puts you, Mathis. Yeah. Hey, sometimes you're wrong off like 16 podiums in a row, rookie uh, of the year, on his way to stardom. Sometimes you're right. Sometimes you're wrong. You know? Yeah. Um, Thanks for that. How's, uh, with these performances uh, before Miller down at the RV farm, how's that been? Has he been ruthless on you? Has he been okay? Well, I mean, it's, at first he was ruthless. I mean, really until we knew how, Bad, bad my blood work was in the tubes and then i think he actually might have felt a little bit bad for me okay. like or not not necessarily bad but kind of understood why i was so pathetic okay yeah no so, i mean that helped but oh yeah it was definitely ruthless before that but yeah. at the same time i feel like that's i mean that's kind of good i got the full rookie experience you know i had yeah. crappy weekends you know i had to push through it during the week um yeah so i mean it was it was hard, and to be honest with you, I think it was exactly, exactly what I, what I needed, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, it's not going to be, it's not going to be any harder yeah. than it was this, this year. You know, going two thirty plus twos, like, there. If I could do it the way, you know, the way I was, I, I know I can do it when I'm, you know, back to normal. Obviously, you saw it. You know, Miller, I was, yeah. You know, closer to normal at least. So, um. um Hoping for more Miller Motorsports uh, repeats. Uh, 702-586-7857. If you have a question for Adam Cincerillo, how are you going to do with number 45 next year? That's what you should be uh, right around there. You okay with that? Number 45. Huh. Who had that? Wasn't that Freeze? Freeze was 42. 42 this year. Who was 45? Uh, Who had 45? No, no, Peter's 50. 50. Um, I don't know. Good question. Great question. Not not coming up with anything, right? Off the top I don't know. I mean, I, I I need to see some graphic printouts, maybe. But I'm I'm. That's what you have to run, right? You can't. No, yeah, you got to run, run that. Yeah, no. yeah. Until you aren't. Like I couldn't even run a three-digit number if I wanted to. No, you can't. Nope. Next year, with a full outdoors and full supercross, I think you will be top ten overall. At that point, you will get to pick a career number, but it cannot be a three-digit number. So you pick ninety-two. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. once you pick a career number, is that is that oh. it for your career? Like no. you you can't choose again. Uh, I don't know. I don't know about that, bro. I don't know the rules. Here, someone in the chat room said uh, Swanepoel, forty-five. Yeah, that's true. Swan- he was. Yeah. Who's Swanee, dude? Yeah, yeah. Gareth Swanepoel. But thanks for. Uh, I thanks. like it. 
Thanks like to it. guest 6770 for that, for that information. Well, it can't be as bad as you not knowing who number 11 was. Ooh. Yeah. Ronnie Tishner. Kyle Chisholm. Mathis did not know this. Who was I? Are you serious? Wait, wasn't that with you, Adam? What? That I was texting with about number 11? No. No, that wasn't me. Oh, it was, it was Osborne. You've been, you've been in Vegas too long. It was Osborne, your, your arch enemy, Zach Osborne. Um, uh, Osborne and I are bros. Hey, he told a funny story last week on the show. He threw up right by you at Bud's Creek. And, you know, that's his thing is throwing up. And he was thinking you would be, like, alarmed by it or anything. And he said he looked at no. you and you went, it happens, bro. That's awesome. It does. <laughs> I didn't know what to say. Like, I, I, it was like a – I felt like like George Clooney was puking next to me. You know, it's Zach freaking Osborne. <laughs> I didn't know what to say. I just was trying to play it cool. That's the first time Zach Osborne's ever been compared to George Clooney. <laughs> I was a, you know, I was a rookie looking at Gates. Here right. comes a, a right, established pro rider coming and puking next to me. I felt like I should keel over and puke too. Right? Yeah. He said he looked up at you and you went, "It happens." <laughs> uh, uh, it probably did. Hey, best uh, favorite track that you raced this summer? Favorite track Miller Motorsports. <laughs> <laughs> JT just threw up. Speaking of throwing up, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'd say the best track. Uh, I mean, it's hard to argue with Red Bud. Red Bud was pretty awesome. Okay. The uh, Bud's Creek was actually for. I mean, for how the tears were just rolling down my face on the on the track, but looking through the tears, the track was great because of the whole shot and, uh, and fade to fifteenth. Uh, I believe. I believe so. Yeah. Maybe worse. Hey, you know. Um, uh, let's. Oh, you got more? You got more? I mean, you can't name every track. No, I got more. Southwick was sick, too. I, I don't know. I really don't know. Miller Motorsports, I think, was the best one. Did you have a comment on that, JT? <laughs> uh, I w- I, yeah, I was kind of – I felt bad for him. I like Supercross, yeah. all right? Um, kids Fair. these days. Yeah, I yeah. felt bad for him at Bud's Creek. I did. Did you? Yeah. Huh. I was a little bummed. Do you know that Adam outscored Cooper Webb by four points? I did. Oh, wait. No. no not Elsinore. Yeah, never mind. Cooper outscored you. Yeah, bro, he took me to school at Elsinore. Yeah, he did. All right. Well, up until Elsinore, you were ahead by four points for for Web Nation and C and Cirillo Nation fans. Um, You're like a fly. Who cares, Nation? Who cares, Nation? (laughs) Good point. Hey, um, we asked our fans, our listeners, to um, get some questions for you today on Twitter. And uh, Pitt's gonna fire him off for me. Yes, he is in a rapid fire. Okay, uh, average super fan, coming into 2014, what were your goals in both Supercross and the Nationals? Obviously, you didn't race Supercross, but what was your goals for the Nationals? Like what this year, the, 2014 I'm, or 2013? I misread that What question. is going on here I with tits? completely misread that. I it's thought okay. he was talking about the past. It, it, we all make mistakes. <laughs> Yeah, we all make mistakes. Oh my! Hey, did you did you happen to fall? Did you happen to see Tits's uh, Twitter battle with Dan Dunes? <laughs> where Tits stated, oh, Tits stated his opinion about Eli Tomac. Dunes offered a you know a little bit of bench racing, and Tits told him to shut up and mind his own business. Yeah, Tits is a man, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Get that drop. All right, I'm sorry. Going, looking forward into the future. What are your goals in both Supercross and the Nationals? For this year. Dude, listen, he can't come out and say, 
I want to win because then everyone will be like, oh, I want to be a podium guy. Adam answer the question. He, he's gonna, he wants to win. He's Adam Cincerillo. He's on the best team in the sport, one of the best teams. Uh, he's got a lot of amateur No, title. I want to be on the podium every weekend. That's my goal. Okay. Don't you feel stupid? It is. Not as dumb as you with Dan. Steve thinks he knows. Steve thinks he knows everything. And I think that might be one of the biggest downfalls of the show. I'm I think every show would be as popular as Lasergate if you just had more of an open mind, Steve. Okay. All right. I think have... Cookie would say the same thing. I'm trying to have an open mind. Okay. All right, um, Adam, you've trained with Villapoto. What is it that sets him so far apart from all the other riders? Let me tell you. No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I ask myself the same thing every day. Yeah. It, no, I mean, obviously, you know, with Eldon and, I mean, to me, it's the best program, best program out there for, for a motocross racer. And I think the structure of it is so, I mean, the structure of it is so important. And obviously, Eldon being a smart guy, he knows when to back off and knows when to go hard. And I think, I think RV, it comes with, with confidence, knowing that he has the best guy and, um, you know, when he does put in the work, because I can assure you, he does not like training, but he does do it and he does do it to his full ability because he knows, you know, he knows he has to, to beat those guys. So yeah. I think it's having, having confidence in the trainer. And, um, you know, when you have confidence in your guy, you're, you're going to put your best foot forward in everything you do. So, um, yeah, um, other than that, I just think he's a freak of nature. I spoke to, I was speaking to Justin Brayton and, and Brayton's like, yeah, man. This is, you know, a guy who wants to beat him, a guy that's you know, right there with him, one of the best riders around. Brayton's like, man, I, I tried to hang with RV in that second moto. He's like, you know, RV got me, and I, I said, oh, I'm going to try to hang. And then he you goes, know what the, the uh, crazy thing about RV is? It's no, like, what's up, Mr. Interruptus? Please tell me. <laughs> tell me some more, Mr. Interruptus. Just go ahead, Steve. Go ahead. Finish. So, so Brayton goes to me. So RV got me, and I tried to hang with him, and he goes, no way. No way, he goes. <laughs> no, I, 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 no way. I don't know what that guy's doing. All right, okay, that's my story. <laughs> I like it. But the, the crazy thing about RV, which was what I, it was related to your story, was that's why I tried to kind of not interrupt you, but keep going because I thought you were done with your with your sentence. But your favorite dinosaur anyway. growing up was Interruptus. Interruptosaurus. I don't Interruptosaurus. I don't Stupid, I missed it. <laughs> All right. Anyway, I think it's I think it's like it's crazy because it doesn't matter what kind of week. He has like I've seen him have you know right. okay weeks. I've seen him have unbelievable weeks, and you know I've seen him have really crappy weeks. And it it does it really does not matter. Mm-hmm. Like the guy just knows how to win races, and it uh, I think just the switch just turns. Like well, I don't think there really is anybody that can explain it. JT, I'm like, you... oh, sorry. I'm... Go ahead. No, <laughs> it's okay. JT, you said right. that about Chad before. Like he'll, you'll practice with him all week when you were racing, and he'll be okay, or maybe he'll crash, or maybe maybe you'll be faster. Not you won't be faster than him, but maybe Burner will be. And he, Saturday night, it's on. It doesn't matter. Yeah, and obviously like, this year we're gonna just take that out of the equation. Yeah, he had was, a permanent flat tire. It was a mess. Right. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yes, in the past, very much so. I, I've there were days where we would go riding at Tim Ferry's track, and I was. As, as fast as Chad, period. No other way to look at it. The, the whole moto, the sprints we That's did. That's so funny. I was as good as him that day on that track. But then we go to a different track or we put ourselves in a different situation where there's, you know, a lot on the line or whatever, and he would 
blow me into the weeds. Yeah. It's not even, you know, I'm not even in the same conversation. So uh, those guys just have an innate ability to rise to the occasion if, you know, especially when, when all things are good for Chad. He did it for years with Carmichael and Stewart and all these guys. Those guys are just, they're talented, man. They they can turn it off and turn it on, and when situation calls for it, they just have, you know, talent on tap, what it really comes yeah. down to. Talent on tap. Tits. I agree. Yep. Okay, next question is from Scott McCullough. Um, this is looking towards the past. Uh, how was towards your season past? towards the past? Yeah, into the past. How was the racing versus what your expecta- expectations were coming into the season? I mean, that's kind of a hard question to answer because truthfully, and I, I can say this truthfully now that the season's over, it's easy to say coming into the season that, oh, I just want to go out there and learn. But I swear to everybody that's listening and to you guys in the studio that I really, that was my only expectation was to come in and learn. Obviously, I didn't want to go out there and get 18th. Like, I, that's never going to be me, but that was my was my expectation to come in and learn. And, I mean, to me, I did that, and I learned way more than I, you know, I thought I would. Obviously, that comes from, you know, not knowing, not knowing what what it's going to be like out there, but just the amount of guys I got to ride around, and you know, I basically had every situation happen to me. I got a good start, I got a bad start. I had to come through guys. I had to stay up front. You know, I had to control my fade through the pack. Um, so, I mean, my expectations were to learn, and I, I learned so much. It's stupid. So I would say, I mean, I, I definitely. Um, Oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Interruptosaurus? Uh, no, not interruptosaurus. That was my I, word. I, need, I needed that five Anyway, minutes. no, I think it was, I think every, all the expectations were met. Okay. All right, next question. Go, going along with this, Dr. Wario is his name. Uh, what was the most surprising part of the season? What was the biggest surprise to you? That was actually one of my questions I had written down. So good job, Dr. Rario. Wario. The biggest surprise. Well, well, let's, I'll describe, a, to, I'm sure this has happened before, but I'll describe a 250 moto for you. Okay. It's like, you know, you know those movies where, where you, or not those movies, but there's a couple out there, like uh, people hire people from prison to go, you know, kill the judge or kill the ju- people, the jury, or you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like you, you know, you get a hired hit on somebody. Yeah. You feel like, and obviously, I feel like it, and every everybody else feels like it too. Everybody is hired by somebody to kill you. That's what it feels like. <laughs> okay. It feels like right. everybody <laughs> is going to to try to go and slit your throat. I mean, it's the truth. And that, I mean, that's at Bud's Creek. I was like, are these guys like, is this real life? Like, I, there's no way this is like every race. Like, this has to be a one-off thing or, or something. But obviously you get used to it after a while. And, you know, I, on the first lap, I believe it was, I don't know, maybe it was Bud's Creek or Southwick or something, but or it was a couple races that went by, and on the first lap, I just I wasn't wild enough. Like, right? You know, yeah. I, I I was too respectful almost. Like I, I respected these guys too much, and it's almost like when the gate drops, you. I mean, these guys are such good athletes, and it's hard not to, but you can't respect them at all. Like you right, have right, to right. hate all their guts. 
when um, the gate drops, like, you know, it sounds kind of cliche, but JT, you really you, do. And it's, you, you I think that's it. been the biggest, the, the biggest surprise is just, I just, I guess how intense it is, how, how everybody wants to kill you. <laughs> well, and I think it's, especially in the lights class and, and the 450s turning into that because all of those kids are moving into the 450 class. But yeah, the, exactly. the, the intensity level is ridiculous now. Uh, I can remember when I was, yeah, when I was younger, it was pretty mellow. Um, the first few laps, guys were kind of trying to sort it out, and I don't want to say everybody wasn't going fast. They were, but uh, guys kind of gave you room, and, and at the intensity picked up as the race went on. Now, when the gate drops, it's it's like you know a horse race. Like somebody shoots a gun, and everybody just takes off wide open. All the way, it's crazy now. <laughs> yeah. It's just a completely different deal. Yeah, and it's weird because it's like there's like probably 18 guys that are like that too. So it's not like five guys that are, you know, gone right off the bat. It's, you know, 15. So I think just having so many, I've never been like in a class like that where there's so many, you know, high-level guys. We call it a – Go ahead. We call it balls out, going balls out. That's what we call it on the show. Yeah, but that's said a lot. Okay. Well, yeah. That's, that's not uh, not feeling it. Okay. Well, your mom's not feeling not it. So. it. Um, <laughs> all right. Next one. Oh, uh, don't even make me make a poopy joke. <laughs> oh yeah, you're right. You you'll have me. You never mind. You're right. I apologize. All right. Uh, last question is from Corey Lettermosier. Oh geez. Um, is it true, Adam, that you strong armed a Blake Baggett out from under Alden? Uh, absolutely, absolutely not. No, I I don't personally know what went down there. Like, I, obviously, it's it was what's well, not my deal at all. So, I mean, yeah. I was on super minis, and you know when that happened. So, super minis, bro. I would say a big you know on that one, but I can tell you something. I guess obviously there's a little bit of animosity there still. Uh, maybe he thinks that I did that because mm-hmm. uh, I believe he told. He told Eldon this after the race, Lake Elsinore, that I get. I mean, he was really trying to just burn me up when he, uh, when oh. my uh, oh. <laughs> when the bike was underneath me. I was a little bit taken back. Wow, is so that maybe nice? <laughs> um, a, a big maybe, I guess, on that one. I I don't know. Well, I mean, I definitely didn't have anything to do with it, but right. I, obviously, he thinks I did. Wow, isn't that nice? <laughs> I was trying to burn him. Um, hey, uh, um, Adam. Thank you for coming on the show. I appreciate it. We got to cut it a little short because we added Ryan Morris to the guest list. <laughs> Ever used an iPhone before, Jason? No, it's it's broken. <laughs> Sorry, bro. It's okay, Steve. You can cut it short because I, I had a, a FaceTime date with Pookie anyway. No, I'd swear in front of you, but you're a child, so I can't expose you to the kind of language. A minor. Yeah, a minor. You're a minor, exactly. Uh, Adam, hey, thanks. Uh, thanks for coming on. Um, um, Good ride at Miller, and uh, I got a feeling that uh, come Anaheim, you're doing West, right? I think we already know that. I don't know if that's for sure, but uh, I'm not sure. I, yeah, I mean, I, yeah. I I would like to be East Coast, but oh, okay. um, that's obviously not up to me. So, well, whatever coast you are, I got a feeling you're going to show up 100, percent and we're going to see a little different Adam Cincerello, uh at the Supercross races. So, uh, thanks again for coming on, and uh, we'll keep in touch, bro. Thanks for the kind words, Steve. All right, see you. All right, thanks, guys. Thanks, everybody. Uh, Adam Seen Cerullo, everybody. Monster Energy Pro Circuit. What about that? Blake Baggett trying to do a burnout. On- yeah, that sucks if so. <laughs>
Uh, all right, we're coming up with our next guest, uh, Ryan Morris of the uh, My Plash Yamaha team. Tits is not paying attention. I was not ready for that one. Sorry. It happens. Off night for him. Yeah. We started with the tweets, and he got angry, and then, hey, don't forget, uh, you want to win a uh, race uh, helmet, you want a race-worn helmet, Michael Byrne or um, Matt Gerke, show us your pulpiness. Yeah, that sounds creepy, but maybe we want it to be sound creepy. Um, check it out, and uh, uh, show at gmail.com. Show us your pulpiness, uh, your devotion to the Pulpamex show, and the best one will get a choice of a helmet. Uh, one of you two, one, well, somebody out there will get one. Entry is two weeks um, from tonight, and uh, yeah, let's see what you got. You want a race-worn helmet? This thing's pretty cool. Signed right off their heads from Lake Elsinore. Still has Lake El- Elsinore dust. A light dusting of Lake Elsinore dusting on it. Um, before we get to Ryan Morris, let's do some emails, JT. All right. Emails brought to you by Race Tech Suspension. Ben LeMay, a uh, Race Tech rider. Derek Anderson, a Race Tech rider. Uh, they have, they've got some of the best amateurs in the sport. Race Tech's been around since 1984. Gold valves, uh, you name it, Race Tech has it. And uh, they're big, proud sponsors of our team. You want a deal on your suspension? You want the best suspension out there? Uh, then get uh, get on our sponsor deals and get going on pulp on uh, race tech. And uh, oh, we got Ryan now. Okay, well let's skip to the. Shall I read the one that starts up with the Van Halen rules? Nah, he obviously doesn't know what he's talking about. I'll save that one. Um, I'll right, we'll get to our emails after our guest, who uh, who Tits got on the phone. He's a uh, former. Um, Top rider in the sport, uh, one of the great guys around, and uh, manager of the My Plash Yamaha team, uh, Ryan Morris. What's up, man? What's happening, Steve? Thank you for coming on. Jason Thomas is in studio. So, what's up, man? Perfect. Um, How's it going, man? Good. Hey, uh, My Plash Yamaha team manager this year. You uh, got you guys went out with a bang. Cooper Webb, Jeremy Martin, third and fourth overall. Great job for those two guys, and congrats uh, uh, to you on that finish. Those finishes. Yeah, it was a it was a good final, I guess, race. And um, I mean, it was a bummer for even Kyle um, rode really good, and mm-hmm. he had a good first moto, and unfortunately crashed in the second moto and broke his foot and had to have surgery on it Saturday night. So, um, but overall, yeah, it was a really good weekend, and and happy to have two guys in the top five. Yeah, no doubt about it. Um, a little bittersweet for you because uh, despite the rookies. Um, you're moving on. Yeah, it was definitely um, a tough, I guess, tough day for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Um, definitely a tough decision, and and I think you know a few a few people obviously I've heard, and and um, I'll be uh, stepping down from the team manager role there. Yeah. Um, can you talk about why why you decided to do that? What uh, what your thoughts were in it? Um, you started this year. Uh, you retired from racing, and um, obviously the team did great this year. Jeremy Martin, Cooper Webb, uh, Kyle Cunningham had for a while there. Kyle Cunningham was a top rider on the team, but uh, mm-hmm. so you guys were doing some good things. All new bike coming too. So talk about your decision to uh, to step down. Um, yeah, I mean it was a it was a really tough decision. It was a few weeks, <laughs> a lot of talking with my wife and. Um, it was just a uh, an opportunity that I couldn't pass up, and and excited for the future and and to learn more things and and um, just be able to grow and and learn more stuff that uh, I feel like is going to help uh, further me along in different 
stuff. Mm -hmm. Do you want to say where you're going, or do you want to wait on that? <laughs> um, no, I mean, that's all right. I'm, I'll be um, going over and helping now at Red Bull KTM for next year. Mm, nice, nice. Yeah, that's good. Uh, of course, you rode for those guys back in the day. Oh, then again, you, yeah. you rode for every team, Mo. <laughs> no, not every team. I never no, wrote for FC. I'm just kidding, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> uh, no, that's good. Good for you. I mean, hopefully it's a positive step for you. And, uh, like you said, one that you felt you had to make. And um, uh, Red Bull KTM is getting themselves a, a good guy and a, a, a good a smart guy, I think, a smart rider uh, who knows yeah. knows the insides and outs of the industry and testing and riding and all that. So Yeah, no, I'm super excited and really excited to go work beside with Roger, I think I could learn a lot from him as far as the manager side of stuff. And, mm -hmm. and he's been obviously, I mean, he's won a lot of championships and been one of the best guys out there whenever he goes to a team, they win. So, um, I feel it's going to be really, really good. And I'm going to learn a lot from him and super excited about that. And I mean, it's not that <laughs> this choice was definitely not easy for me, especially stepping away from, you know, the two kids who, uh, mm -hmm. I kind of got really close with over the last year, and and um, it was definitely difficult for me. But I need to be able to take care of you know my family, which is number one to me, and and I feel like this is the right direction for me. So uh, just super excited about it. Do you know more of what your role going to be? Obviously, Roger's the team manager. So are you going to be working with the riders? Are you going to be testing? Are you? Do you know a little bit about what your role is going to be? Um, it's, it's kind of, I guess, technical term would be team coordinator. Okay. Um, it's, uh, what Casey Lytle does there. So, um, Casey, we had talked and, and he just felt, you know, he, he's moving on to a different, uh, department there at KTM and he, we ended up talking and he, you know, was just like, I feel like you're the good, the guy for the job. And I was just kind of blown away by it and we talked a couple of times and and uh just kind of went from there i yeah, mean yeah. like I, casey let me live with him when i filled in at, at red bull ktm a long time ago and oh, uh, yeah. i got to know casey really good and he's a good guy and and uh yeah it was just a really good opportunity and and super thankful for it and, and i like i have to thank bobby obviously reagan from star i mean yeah i wouldn't have this opportunity if it wasn't for the opportunity he gave me and and i'm super respectful of him and and thank him for what he's done and it's uh definitely opened some doors for me and i appreciate that and that's what what made my decision really really hard is because um, i you know yeah. that guy has definitely helped me out and and helped me make a new career so it was difficult <laughs> Yeah, what sucks for them is they've had some instability in the manager's position, as I've written and, and, and here and there and criticized them for. They finally uh, they get one. It looks like it's right, and they're, they're, everything's moving in the right direction for that team. Cooper Webb, Jeremy Martin, a new bike coming. Uh, everything's moving. And, and, again, nothing that they did, but uh, now they're on their hunt again for another manager. It sucks for them, uh, but, yeah, everybody was cool about it, sounds like, so that's good. Yeah, no, and and Bobby was super cool about it. Like he understood where I was coming from, and which it did. Mm -hmm. it uh, was nice. And it's like I said, it's hard to step away. Like I've worked really, really hard and, mm -hmm. and busted my butt to get that that team to where I thought it needed to be to get results. And obviously, it's not just what I do or the team does; it's what the riders do. The riders are what get us the results, and that's what. Yeah. 
what shows it. And it was finally kind of coming to where we all knew it would be. And it was just that made it really, really difficult. And Elsinore was extremely difficult for me at the end of the day. Yeah, I bet. Um, uh, have you ridden the uh, 2014 YZ250F? Yes. What'd you think? How is it? It was good. Um, it's kind of, I, it's hard to compare for me. Um, I haven't rode a straight stock bike out of the crate in oh, I see. years. Yeah. yeah. So, but um, I have rode like a stock chassis with a, a motor in it. Like when I was doing some outdoor testing during Supercross this year, I was riding a standard chassis with just motor. So um, I could compare the chassis and the chassis is, is a lot better than the 1350F. Mm, okay. All right. I'm surprised that you said that. I would think the motor would be the most improved thing, but yeah, chassis, huh? So that's good. Yeah. Well, I haven't rode. Yeah, yeah, like you uh, said, a right. stock motor. So right. for a stock motor, I thought it was good. Right, right. But compared to our race motor, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's not really. I mean, it's not really comparable. Right. So it's you know, but hey. chassis wise, I thought it was good. Hey, uh, um, Cooper Webb, Jeremy Martin, um, talk about them a little bit. Like what? What are what's Cooper's strengths versus Jeremy's strengths? What do you think one does better than the other, and what do you think one could learn from the other? Talk about that a little bit. What? <laughs> what's, what's funny? That's pretty easy. Okay, tell I me. Mean, yeah, t- please tell. Cooper, us. Cooper will jump anything, like not even think about it, and he'll okay. jump it right away. Yep. And his timing and bike skills really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously he is. Uh, three years younger than Jeremy, so he's got a little bit to learn on um, just, I guess, like just hard, hard work, like digging really, really deep um, during the week. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think Cooper's picking up on that, and he's getting better at it. Um, and then there's Jeremy, who usually takes him. He won't jump at first practice, and we got to get on him to make him jump at the second practice. Yep. But that dude is the hardest working kid I've seen. Like yep. he just trains, rides, and just lives it. Like he is like crazy. So it's just okay. They definitely have one's really good in one area, and the other one it's like like they're I don't know. It's just yeah. their weaknesses like, kind yep. of stick out. But one's good at one. But I feel Cooper is gonna be really really good as far as that goes i mean just from this first year i mean rookie and and coming in for outdoors i think he's learned that you can't you can't slack at all like you gotta work really really hard if you want to be up there with those guys and and that's what he's been doing at the end of the outdoors he's been working really really hard he's been back here in california and it started coming back to him and Mm -hmm. and i think he's gonna be a threat for sure next year so, yeah, they're obviously super fast. Both of them have a great future. But uh, combine the two, and you would have, like, a super rider. <laughs> there, it sounds like they're, they're they're excellent at different things, totally different yeah. things, right? Yeah, for sure. And I think even, you know, I think Jeremy, he can started coming around in Supercross, and I think he'll be obviously a podium contender again in Supercross and outdoors. I think both of them will. And then mm-hmm. there's also Anthony Rodriguez, who they're bringing up next year that uh, could – should be really, really good in Supercross, also. Yeah, another kid, another, another, yeah. another young kid. Um, yeah. Well, that's good. Good. Glad to hear. Uh, hey, Mo, thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. We got to cut it short. Um, I had to squeeze you in because you never, 
You never got back to me for hours and hours. Uh, I was unloading the semi today. I uh, was putting parts back in inventory. When 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 are you done at at uh, my plash and moving to KTM officially? Um, I'm gonna probably I'll probably finish out this week there and okay. and just make sure everything's taken care of before I walk away and make sure all the guys are taken care of and and everything is uh, going in the right direction and I just don't want to leave those guys in a bad situation right. and uh, like I said I'm there to help them and I just want to make sure everything is good when I leave so the riders continue doing what they need to do. Hey, when you're wearing the orange and blue next year, no waving on Cooper and Jeremy. That's not, that's not, that's going to be frowned on, by the way. So, <laughs> Well, I do that now. I wave on Andrew, and I'm wearing a Yamaha oh, that's, shirt. Okay, so. yeah, there we go. All right, yeah, that's, that's a good point. <laughs> and, hey, uh, by the way, uh, you're expecting another uh, another kid on the way, so congrats on that. Yeah. I don't think I've yeah, thank you. talked to you about that. So, uh, Well, hey, Ryan Morris, thank you for coming on. Good luck with everything. Um, uh, you did a hell of a job this year. That team is on the, on the upswing despite – you know, I know Brad's mad. He's mad, Brad, at me. But we'll, we'll, we'll one day we'll have a beer together and he'll get over it. But um, um, you guys, you did a good job and you deserve credit. And I think I've given it. And uh, Cooper Webb, Jeremy Martin, um, have a bright future with that new bike. And uh, yeah, man, uh, I'm sure we'll, it's good to see. We'll still see at the races, though. All righty. So thanks, Mo. All right, see you, Steve. All right, see you, Ryan Morris. Everybody, you don't like Ryan Morris? No, I just can't I, speak you, up. You had a, no, you had a good rapport going there. Okay. Um. No, you you did well. You tired, bro? No, I just didn't have really anything to add. You kind of right. covered the main points. I did. I didn't want to interrupt. I did cover. I didn't want to be interruptus. Saurus. <laughs> <laughs> Epic fail on that one. My favorite dinosaur was interruptus. I didn't want to jump <laughs> in there just to jump in if I didn't yeah, have anything great to add. You didn't add. want to be jumping a Saurus? <laughs> All right, everybody. We're going to take our last commercial break of the night. We are running behind, and Tits is going to be angry. Furious. Tits is one thing that's causing him to quit the show more than anything else is the length of time, mm-hmm. length of show time. This will be discussed. Not if I happy to come back. Next not time. happy with show length time, but we still got David Villeman and uh, uh, Race Tech emails, tweet uh, X brand tariffs, t- tits versus tits, voicemails, voicemails. Dude, cram it's it be good. I mean, I'm I'm here all night, baby, all night long. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right, everybody, thanks for listening. Last commercial break of the night, and we will be back with David Villeman. Hey, this is Eli Tomac. I ride for Geico Honda. You're listening to the Pulp MX Show. The Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOsports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support a sport that supports us. Us at BTO Sports want to give that to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX. When placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Hey everyone, Trey Kennard here. I wanted to tell you about one of my favorite products, Fly Racing's Light Hydrogen Racewear. With direct input from Andrew Short and I, the Fly Design Department created the first true, lightweight, minimalist pant and jersey design for pure racing performance. This gear eliminates non-essential features, such as rubber TPR badging, and uses stretch materials for the ultimate race pant and jersey combo. The light hydrogen pant is the lightest, most breathable, and non-restrictive pant I have ever worn. To complete my gear combo, I chose Fly Racing's minimalist light race glove and F2 carbon helmet for a complete race-ready setup. 
For more information about the Light Hydrogen Racewear and other products from Fly Racing, visit them on the web at flyracing.com. MFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out MFAB Off-Road Accessories. From Nerf Steps and lighting accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and fed access models, NFAB Nerf Steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. You've tried other neck braces, but have you ever tried the one that's flexible? The revolutionary family of Atlas braces are the world's first flexible family of neck braces on the market. Designed to retain natural body mobility and range of motion. Gone are the days of wearing bulky neck protection that restricts your movement. The Atlas Brace family is fully adjustable and unique features like dual chest and back supports, independent chest suspension, a flexible split frame design, and a -a one-of-a-kind emergency release system set the Atlas Brace family apart from others. And our championship-winning athletes Ryan Villopoto, Jeremy McGrath, and Jake Weimer agree. You may have tried a neck brace, but you haven't experienced an Atlas Brace. It's 2013, and X-Brand is prepped for our biggest year yet. Racers of all calibers are getting wise and switching to X-Brand. Guys like Jimmy Albertson, Josh Strang, Les Smith, Bobby Canary, Austin Politelli, and many more agree. X-Brand can't be beat when it comes to superior foam, a comfortable frame, and simple optics that just plain work. Available in multiple flavors with all the options you need, like zip-offs, laminates, lenses, and nose guards. So head over to EKSBrand.com to order now and use the discount code PULPSHOW13 for an insane 30% off. X-Brand goggles. Hey guys, thank you for listening to the Pulpamec Show. And uh, one of our sponsors, Race Tech, is on board with us and we're pumped to have them. Did you know that I was a mechanic for a long, long time? You did? Have I talked about it? Summer Cross? Mount Morris 2000? Anyways... Don't do what I did, which was becoming a mechanic and not knowing anything and trying to learn. No, no, no. Our friends at Racetech have made it easy for you to step right into the field of being a professional mechanic, a professional suspension tuner, anything you want. There's more and more teams all the time in the pits, and they need people like that. They don't need people like me back in the day. They need people like you that take a Racetech class taught by Paul Feed himself. If you're a dad or a do-it-yourself or looking for your knowledge to be your own suspension tuner, this is perfect. It's taught by Paul Feed. 30 years of experience in suspension tuning. He'll show you the black art of suspension. Don't listen to me. Listen to Paul Feed. He's got these seminars. He's been doing them for a long, long time. And if you listen to my podcast I did with him on Racer X, check the archives. You can hear it for yourself. Paul's a smart guy. And his classes, his seminars will help you become a much smarter person, and therefore be able to get a better job than the one I had, where I was on the floor of a 
box van for years and years. So please check them out. Their classes each spring and fall at Racetech headquarters in Corona, California. Log on to Racetech.com or give them a call at 951-279-6655. Get smart. There are dozens of helmet brands on the shelf at your local dealer. How do you decide which is the right one for you? With over 50 years experience, Showy delivers a premium helmet with quality that is second to none. Many of our competitors rely on overseas manufacturers who they hope will build the helmets to their specifications. Every helmet that bears the iconic Showy Hexagon undergoes a minimum of seven inspections throughout its week-long manufacturing process in one of our two factories located in Japan. Joey's sole focus on premium helmet engineering and manufacturing guarantee you the highest quality and performance available. Stop by your local Joey dealer and see why team riders like Kevin Windham, Justin Barsha, Josh Grant, and Michael Essie demand Joey's premium level of comfort, safety, and performance. Joey, Joey, Joey. In 1973, Don Emler started FMF in his Hawthorne, California garage. 38 years later, that garage is a 90,000-square-foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility where, proudly, everything is still produced 100% under one roof using only the best American material. The only thing more important to us at FMF and winning is our customers. So here's a big thanks to our fellow riders for giving us the 2010 Reader's Choice Award in every major U.S. motorcycle publication. It's the passion that drives us, so thanks for making us number one. FMF, built in the USA, proven on the track. Drop the sound of acceleration. Influenced by riders, racers, and outdoor enthusiasts on the tracks and trails of Colorado, the revolutionary Brop formula was created as a solution to energize with clean and natural foods. The Brop Nutrition Bar is a superior food that delivers energy-infused nutrients and protein to meet the demands of today's toughest athletes. Used by top racers like Kevin Windham, David Pingree, Jimmy Albertson, and many more, Brop Nutrition Bars use high-quality natural ingredients and no preservatives and are gluten and soy free. Available in four delicious flavors, honey graham, chocolate chip cranberry, and blueberry. Order now by going to www.bropbar.com or call toll-free at 1-855-8-BROP today. Mention Pulp MX and receive free shipping on your first order of two or more boxes. Like us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at Brop Nutrition now. Brop Nutrition Bars, accelerate your body and mind. your bike missing that final piece of the puzzle? Does it feel like you're just coming up a little short? Can your bike use more power? It's easy to get noticeable power gains throughout the entire RPM range with the Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil. Install one now and you're set for the tracker trail. What this innovative product does is increase the energy at your spark plug gap, which allows more energy to be released in your combustion event. Besides the power increases, you'll get better starting, quicker throttle response, and then expect to be impressed. The Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil is available for two and four strokes, as well as vintage machines. Used by Michael Lessie in Supercross, Matt Lemoyne, Gary Semix, and other top riders. Black Ops Moto is happy to provide the Pulp MX Show listeners a 15% discount off their order if they call in and mention Pulp MX. Dealers and distributors are also welcome. Check us out at blackopsmoto.com and like us on Facebook. Learn what others have discovered and feel the instant improvement for your bike. 
Get ready, America, because WUSA is your number one source for quality wheel sets in America. WUSA offers all the top brands that you and the world's best racers know and trust, like Reed, Dungey, Millsaps, Tickle, Sealy, Short, and more. All rely on Trust WUSA, because all our wheels are built right in our shop in Orange, California. And if you want it custom-made for your bike, like the world's best freestyle riders, Renner, Deegan, Adams, Madison, Mason, Sherwood, and others, you can choose different spoke and nipple colors for a completely custom look that'll dazzle you. Off-road riding, WUSA can build you wheels for the absolute toughest of conditions. And W also offers DID and Excel rims, along with OEM replacement spoke and nipple kits for your stock hubs. Need brakes? W offers the industry's best oversized and standard brake kits from Galfer and Brembo. Just see your local dealer or visit us at WUSA.com. Hey, you can also download the most current W catalog from the iTunes App Store. WUSA, D-U-B-Y-A, USA. It doesn't get any better than us. You're listening to the Pulp MX Show. Lipstick junkie debunk the all in one she came back wearing a smile looking like someone drove me they wanted to unplug me no one here is on trial it's just a turn around and we go Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOsports.com, coming at you with some chili peppers, and uh, you may notice that differs from our regular song. You're welcome. And that is because my wife, Boogie Mathis, said the only way she does Tits versus Tits tonight is if she gets to pick a song. That's right. So that's the song she picked. Yep, represent Chili Peppers. Thought not bad. I'm okay with it. I'm not the hating it. likes it. Thought better than Halen. What? Better than his song though. My song. I had never heard my that song, song was strong. before. No, his song took balls. Oh. Halen was best. Yours is second. Oh, okay. No, Tits is second. The one that we skipped. Yours is third. It so. was either this or Booty Work by T Pain. So here we go with this. BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension, X Brand Goggles, Atlas Neck Braces, NFAB Jeep and Truck Bars, Showy Helmets. Free gun underwear, works connection, Tech One Designs, FMF Racing, Brap Bar, 810 Solutions, W Wheels, Black Ops Moto, and Optrix on board. Thanks, Pookie. We'll see you in a bit for the game, right? Yeah, bro. All right, later. All right, thanks, Pook. Yeah, hold on. I'll get your stupid phone. Here. Here's your stupid phone. All right. Um, hey, everybody. Uh, stay tuned. We still got the NFAB Banging Bar segment, too. And I, I'm going to um, 
I'm going to uh, change my pick from what I had, JT. I had a banging bar segment, but I've moved it uh, in honor of our of our Adam C. Cirillo being on. Pookie, so, tell AC we said what's up. All right. Uh, hey, uh, let's get to our, our sometimes Pulp Mex Show co-host, um, former factory rider, winner of Supercross and Nationals. David Villeman, DV, what's up? How you doing, guys? How are you? How about chilling? Chilling. Uh, we thought we were going to see you tonight, but uh, you got some stuff going on, so that's uh, that's okay though. You won't be fined or nothing. Tits, tits said that's okay. Okay, that's good then. Um, hey, what uh, what's your thoughts on the last two races? What's your thoughts on the last two tracks? Let's go that. What what do you make of what MX Sports is trying to do and what they've got going on? And most riders didn't like it, but uh, what's your thoughts on it? Yeah, I don't think uh, you know. We all pretty much old school. We like like old old school track and stuff. So we obviously don't like it. But uh, you know, I think uh, uh, they could be better. I think they they could make a track that's not as superfasty or less drunk. There's too many rollers and singles everywhere. You know, I think Peter is, uh plays video games too much. He needs to make <laughs> it. You know, you know, the table toss and kind of like. Roller was okay, but it's everywhere, you know, like, uh, it's kind of like, and he puts, like, single up on the track, and on the outside is nothing, and it makes, like, one line is faster always when you split like that, and everybody race only half of the track, so the track is pretty narrow. So I think there's, they can improve uh, the way the track is, and also maybe bring better there, but uh, I like the fact that those tracks are kind of like uh, next to big cities, or yeah. or or Miller is you know next to a big city, and also uh, the racetrack is cool. You know, I think that's something that uh, a positive. Kind of like Denver, I know, like Colorado, people yeah. do not really like it back in the day, but yeah, close to Denver, easy to get in and out. You know, you fly straight there and go back, same as. Else, you know, in Salt Lake, you know, compared to going to, let's say, Unadilla yeah. or Binghamton back in the day, you have to drive like an hour from the hotel. You yeah, know? So, I'm uh, I'm with you on the Miller. Uh, too many jumps, JT. Right? Like too much. Like no, I, I feel it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's definitely not old school motocross. But I mean, that. but even it was too many anyway. It was just too many, too much. The same thing as same thing as okay. else, you know. You know, there there are those rollers where there were. Double, double, single, like everybody was doing double, double. They they were doing like 10 miles an hour because they couldn't do anything. In that long curve on uh, that long sweeper by the the car racetrack, mm-hmm, that yeah. was ridiculous, too, and too, and so slow. Like, it was it was horrible. I think you can you can still have a flat track, you know, but make it kind of fun and, and pretty cool, you know? Right. Uh, um JT, you've said that the the truck part of Lake Elsinore does it's by far the it's worst part. Terrible. Yeah, it's, it's just not good. Much good going on over there. <laughs> yeah, no doubt about it. Yeah, plus the dirt is is horrible. Yeah, it's, it's absolutely. On that side, the design, the, yeah, the design, the dirt, everything about it, it's just it's just bad. But I think I think last year Elsinore was about it. better prepped. They started prepping the track on Monday. I thought it was better this no, year, I, to be honest. I thought it was better prep this year. Yeah, but last year they they put like, you know, I'm, I'm not a fan of wood chips or whatever, mm-hmm. but yeah. I think you you kind of need a little bit on those type of tracks. Right. And last year I think Nelson was a little better. 
Um, hey, uh, DV, something I asked JT and I asked Wygant. I don't know if I asked Tits or not, but it doesn't matter. Uh, Weston Pike and Brett Metcalf, two fast 450 guys looking for a ride. Uh, similar in styles, like it results. I know, are... I know. You, you said Metcalf any day. Okay, so what do you say? Been... What do you say? I say, yes, I think um, I would say I would maybe say Metcalf like a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. But uh, when Pike had those rides where he was like around the top 10 or just in the top 10, yeah, but the guy never got a break. Never really got help. You know, he's doing, he's struggling, and you know, nationals. He doesn't make any money. You know, it, it sucks. You know, he's driving or whatever. His bike breaks down. I think he needs a chance. What I'm saying, Matt Calf was a factory rider. He was a factory KTM. He was a factory Suzuki. He was a pro circuit. Okay. Uh, yeah, Yamaha of Troy. He got. Chances. It's a great rider. I think his work ethic is really good. Mm-hmm. I think he's, he's serious. He eats right. He trains right. But on the other side, Pike never got any help. You know, and yes, he looks overweight and uh, he's not really clean cut as a med health, but he's putting some solid rides, you know, even in yeah, Superfast. Yeah. In yeah. Vegas, he raced with uh, Chad. I remember in Vegas Superfast or, or another track, he was really fast. Right. I think he deserves a chance. Not a, maybe not a factory ride, but at least okay. give him a little a little salary, expense money, and let him you know be. Yeah, he, he deserves a chance. I think. JT, I forgot to ask Weston if he likes flat black helmets. Oh, you know he does. Does he? Yeah, oh, yeah. It's, yeah. Dark, dark, dark Vader, oh, the bad guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Tyson, you got a question for uh, for all of us? I hear. I do, actually. Um, talking about Ryan Villapoto right now, he is just riding on rails. Do you guys believe he's hit his prime yet? Yeah. Yeah, JT, yeah. Uh, he's in his prime right yeah, now. Yeah, right now. Yeah. So that being said, let me ask a couple of quick rapid-fire questions to you guys. Um, Chad Reed, has Chad Reed his prime? He's past his prime. He's past his prime. When when was his prime? Uh, Give me a year. One year? I don't think your prime is just one year. Uh, time period. Chad's been, Chad's been on his prime for a long time. You know, like I mean, oh three, oh three through oh nine, ten, eleven, twelve. You know, like he he was in his prime for a long time. Oh three to oh nine. He was really Dan? good in eleven, though. Yeah, he was, but not prime. Okay. What about Stewart? Uh, yeah, Stewart's passes prime, without a doubt. Stewart prime, 07, 08. 07, 08, yeah. What about Purcell? Purcell's prime was the two years he was here, I think. <laughs> I think that's about it. Yeah, I think he could be in his prime right now, but yeah, he's maybe, sitting yeah. on the sideline. Yeah. Well, <laughs> once, once DV, you know, ruined him as a manager. So, just kidding, DV. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, thanks, Tyson. Yep, see you guys. Thanks, thanks. Sinjin, what's up? What's going on? First of all, do you guys like those shirts? Yeah, yeah, creepy, but but funny. Yeah. Yeah, I decided not to go to Elsmar because, dude, Jimmy's not racing. My buddy Colton's not racing. It was not worth going to that fucking hot shithole. Okay, all right. Um, my question is, um, oh, yeah. Uh, with I know you guys said in the uh, pre-rate or the summary of Elsmar, that podcast, but I know uh, that you said that Elsinore 
was probably going to be no longer. And I heard in the beginning of the show, they probably could have one more year. Uh, either way, either way it happens. Do you think that, um, God, I'm just fucking stuttering and retarded tonight. Um, do you think that, uh, there's going to be a Lake Elsinore national, uh, in two years, or do you think it's going to, this is probably his last year. It's not done. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I, I can't say for sure, but I did say earlier, I think one day the Nationals will return to Glen Helen. I don't know when, but one day. They all yeah, need I, each I, other. So I agree, but do, um, don't you think, like, the people who, you know, revamped Elsinore, they just dumped all that money into fucking nothing. Like, they made, you know, that yeah, yeah. cement okay, and all so, that. Yeah, like, yeah. aren't they just losing tons of money? Yes. Why don't they? And, know, and like, from, from what I've heard, uh, they're not doing really good. From what I've heard, <laughs> and then close, very close sources, and uh, so it's may, maybe a matter of time. Yeah. Of time. Do you do you see if that thing does uh, go away from the Nationals and that person gets rid of it? Do you think it'll someone else will try to be like, oh, let's make El Snore again, or it's just gonna be like, all right, let's just quit this shit. I think let's quit this shit, and then some developers move in. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, I mean, okay. I yeah. until four or five hours ago, I thought we weren't going back, but yeah. now it seems we are. So yeah. who knows? I, yeah. I'm, I don't know. Thanks, Injun. All right, Jason, you're lucky that I wasn't there. I was waiting for you. Oh yeah, you guys were gonna well, beat. The, you guys were gonna fight. Hey, okay, listen, yeah. Supercross women, I don't have to fucking sweat my balls off. Okay, all right, I got thunder and lightning waiting on you. All right, see you, Injun. Um, uh, I think we should go back to. Uh, we should go to competition park. <laughs> yeah, that was fantastic. Uh, D- DV, uh, I, w- I don't want to give away too much, but there may be a, a managing job for you in the future. You, you, you've been approached. Yeah, I've been approached, and um, I actually had a meeting, and uh, I guess um, uh, I think there's a few guys going for the job, mm-hmm. but uh, you know, yeah. I don't. I'm, I'm not gonna, you know, beg for it shoot, or whatever. Shoot, yeah. Shoot, yeah, shoot somebody. If they want me, fine. You know, like I told them what I wanted and yep. and how I wanted to to do it and the price I wanted. You know, and I I told you know I told the guys I'm like if you find half price and same job, you know, go for it. <laughs> I'm I'm not gonna do it for half price anyway. Right. I make money sitting on the couch every day. I don't care. Right. right. So. <laughs> I wanted nice. to do it. I want to do it like good. Yeah. It's it's a stupid job. This job sucks ass. <laughs> but uh, it would be fun to work with, to work with kids and uh, give them pointers and mm-hmm. and they're doing good. I think they could be doing a uh, a little better on Supercross, and I think I can help them. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, it's a business decision, and maybe also you know yeah. whoever they like the most, or whatever. So yeah. we'll see. I think we might know more tomorrow. I guess. Put the hat on backwards and show them how to blitz the whoops, bro. Um, yeah, I think I, I, I can still do that. Hey, are you going back? Uh, to, are you going back to France for a little while, or what's the deal there? You're you not going to be coming on the show. Do we know what's what's happening? Yeah, I, I have a flight for Monday. Next Monday, I, I was going to go to France for a while, and then uh, I got a I got this call about this managing spot that you know I got a meeting, so I don't know. Maybe I won't go. Maybe I'm going to go for only like a couple weeks. Just my family, see LeBlanc. Oh, LeBlanc. LeBlanc. Maybe, maybe uh, you know, get some money back on that thing or, you know. Um, so we'll see. Yeah, yeah, okay. Well, you fly business or coach? Oh, do you? The, 
you're talking to me. Right yeah, now. yeah, I know. I'm not, I, uh, that's that's where we're going with this. Coach. I have money yeah. at the bank. I don't like to spend it. I'll, I'll fight coach. Yeah, I know. I just like, <laughs> to, I just back, like to bring I'm, it up. I'm on, on the way back, I'm in um, economy premium. It's a little better. It's between coach and business. It's pretty good. Oh, shit. Well, hey, hopefully you don't go to France for too long. We need you back on this show as a co-host. You're, you're good. Yeah, so. well, I, I just had a, a lot of things going on with this managing thing and yeah. me living in a week and then my kids stop. So right, right. Too yeah. busy right now. Yeah, very busy. If you if you get this job, will you wear a hat? If I get a hat made that says, this job sucks ass, <laughs> will you wear it? Yeah, but seriously, seriously, it is. You know, I think – the only the best thing about this job is the title. The title is cool. Oh, I'm a team manager. Yeah, but the, behind the scene, it, it, no, it won't be as hard as Mortal Concept, I don't think, because I was alone doing a bunch of crap I didn't want to do. Maybe I have more help over there. Right. But you know, you know, it is. Yeah. You, know, it's, you you fly or you go to races thirty times a year. No weekends. You know, like you you work like six and a half days a week. You know, so yeah, but. There's something where I think there's a lot of potential in those kids. I think they can do better. Um, obviously, they're doing good outdoors and supercross, and I think I can help them with uh, my somewhat knowledge about supercross. And right. you know, yeah, we can be good. We then, can uh, get you started on uh, different topics that you've been known to get very excited about. Um, like what? Oh, just you know, you're very passionate about certain things. Um, and actually, none of it comes to my comes to the top of my head right now. So that's a really good job, Mathis. Um, hey, uh, uh, DV, thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. Want to get the scoop from I you? Know. Wanted to find out what's going on. Keep in touch. Let me know uh, what I can do to help you out, and if I can at all. And uh, yeah, thanks again, bud. No worries. Have a good night, guys. All right, see you. That's uh, David Villeman, everybody. Um, hey, uh, one of our listeners, Tyson. Was that the Tyson who called? Yes. I verified it with that. Okay, Tyson submitted this. JT, I wanted you to... Did you hear this? Did I send this to you? Uh, I think I did. Maybe. You didn't listen to it. Jerry Robin, uh, the 1985 uh, CR250 uh, riding dude. Um, this Tyson, very talented guy, uh, made a song about Jerry Robin. Um, oh, I did listen to this. Yeah. I did. Yeah. It's a cover. Yeah, let's let's listen to, to uh, Tyson's uh, Jerry Robin song now. Very talented. Good job, Tyson. He's seen all the classics, 
Good job by Tyson, no doubt. Good job, um, uh, fantastic. I like it. Uh, good song too. What? 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 I think that song's got a. I'm if you if you remembered the email, it explained the whole deal where it all came from. No, I know that song. That song oh. was good. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember what the the actual name of the song is? No, but I remember they had Van Halen in it. It's the Bowling, word Bowling for Soup. Yeah. Uh, at Badman71 just said, first time listening to the show tonight. It was great. Hashtag hooked. Well, Thanks, right. uh, Badman, and uh, uh, we're not going to tell you to mind your own business. So, <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Uh, Race Tech emails. Uh, like I said, Race Tech suspension choice of Derek Anderson and Ben LeMay, among many privateers out there. If you're looking for the best suspension in the business, it's Race Tech. Uh, Mike has a question for you, JT. When it comes to winning races, Villapoto is on another planet. I think there are several components that make up the ability to be a man among men. First and foremost is talent, skill, and termination. His fitness, Alden Baker. His team, the bike. His mechanic. Oh, God bless Mike for thinking the mechanic. Uh, and his true ability to go balls out without a care. So what if you were to take away one or two of these components would have different results? And on the same note, if you added two components to Ryan Dungey, how would this affect his performance? So if you were to... Which is the most important? Uh, I just think Ryan Villapoto is a little bit more talented. Okay, that, that's actually the point. So, okay, your second choice. What's more important? Fitness, team, bike? Fitness, team, or bike? Between those two or yeah, just in general? Those three. Between those three. Between those two riders, you mean, or just in no, general? No, for Ryan Villapoto, what makes him up? Obviously, it's talent and skill. Uh, fitness, team, or bike? I think the fitness with Alden Baker has pushed him to the next level. Okay, so fitness. Yeah. Okay. Tits, his microphone was on too when he was talking. God. I think I think Ryan Belpoto would be capable of winning with you know with the old programs he was on, doing it himself, whatever. But this reincarnation of Ryan Belpoto, this at this level of Ryan Belpoto. I think is very much attributed to the program he's on. All right. Don says, uh, hey, Steve, I am, am I right in thinking that Roxanne is undefeated in the MX2 class of the MXDN? No, you're right in that. I think he's won three years in a row. Yeah. Colorado. Right. France. Lomel. What was before Colorado? I don't think he was even. Madeline yeah. Basin? No, I think it was. Was that Italy? Or is that Madeline Italy Basin? Italy was 09. Yeah. I don't he know wasn't he, there, though. Yeah, or he didn't ride or, or he didn't win or whatever. Yeah. So, but he, this is his okay. home track. Uh, I was assuming that this streak would have ended this year with the way Tomek has been riding lately. But after this weekend and seeing Roxon's, it's in Roxon's home country, I now think you keep his streak going. What do you guys think? What is Don? Don wants to know, who, is Tomek or Roxon? And I don't think it's anybody else, right? Not with no, Hurlings out. Well, Hurlings wouldn't ride the small bike anyways. Oh, okay. But, um, so who wins? Yeah, I... Man, after before Elsinore, I would have said Tomax. Tomax going to win. Mm-hmm. Uh, after Elsinore, I'm not so sure. I'm not. Um, I told Tomac afterwards. I'm like, I said, as a member of the media and uh, and not a non biased dude, this is really exciting. I don't know who's going to win. Right. It's going to be great. But Tomax, 
Tomac's confident. Oh yeah, yeah, he's, he's bold. Big words. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, big words. Uh, I, I think that's cool though. I hate when guys go over there and they're like, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna go do right. the best I can, whatever. Right. I like this, this race is big for me. I, I'm a big. Uh, We're going together. Yeah, yeah, buddies. I'm a prize. You guys rooming together? Oh yeah, we are, yeah. Nice. The Marriott. Yeah, there's uh We room together this week, Friday night. We room together. Yeah, buddies. That's nice. Yeah. We drove home together as well. We drove home together. We mm-hmm. we yeah, buddies. I'm a proud MXON guy. Like, I am too. Big I'm proud of Canada. Me. Right. Yeah. But I I think it's a big deal, and I like when guys take it seriously, like Tomac is. Right. So. And you like when he's when he talks big. Well, I just think it's, I think it's gonna be good. Okay. I, I, it sucks that Villapoto's out and Hurling's is out. I really that bums me out. Hurling's made me back in now, apparently. Uh, still, it's yeah. just not the same. Right. I want everybody to go Chad in. Chad Reed too. I want everybody exactly. Although he's riding with a permanent flat tire this year, but right. yeah. I want everybody healthy. I want everybody coming in. You know, I want the perfect storm, and it's just not going to happen. I thought it was going to happen. Everything looked good, and it's going to shit. <laughs> uh, France two years ago, it was Caroli, Reed, Pauland, and Hurlings, and you're just like, yeah. Maybe Villapoto or Dungey, one of them too, but one of them got a bad start. But you're like, all right, you know what I mean? Right. Like this is this is it. It's like all different countries, best yep. riders in the world. Yep. So it was pretty cool. Uh, Moto man, uh, attention all staff of Pulpamex. It's you too. It has come to my. <laughs> now his mic's off. He's having a bad night. Standard. Yeah. Sorry. It has come to my attention that the majority of staff who feature on the Pulpamex radio show are bringing the sport into disrepute. Dis- with their three with three constant mockery with their constant mockery of our sport this type of commentary would not be tolerated in sports such as NASCAR NBL or N, or NFL uh, no individual team no individual person team or subject seems to escape the tirade of ridicule taunts and snickering from Stephen David Jason and the other individual that you refer to as Weege. you should take a leaf out of the book of that fine and upstanding individual Brock Glover the host of Bike Week Radio. Spending a few hours listening to his show would be well spent on your behalf. Motocross is a serious sport and should be commented on appropriately. Looking forward to a much improved attitude from you boys. Regards, Moto Man. What's the MBL? NBA? Is is L next to A on a keyboard? Um, I don't know if Moto no, Man was serious no. or not. I, I don't think he is. I but, don't know. Um, I, I didn't listen to it. I was thinking the whole time about the NBA. Chuck said, uh, Steve, is. just listened to the archive of the last show and had to comment. I want to let you know that just because the race was in Utah doesn't mean the spectators were all Mormon. <laughs> Are the spectators at High Point all Amish? Just yanking your chain. I was one of the crazed fans that complimented you and JT on the show. And I know you'll find this hard to believe, but I actually drove from Arizona to see the race with my son, who is stationed at Hill Air Force Base north of SLC. Just a side note, there are more non-Mormons in Salt Lake than Mormons, though that changes drastically in the rest of the state. Kids? Sure. I, I don't know. I don't know anything about that. He's not, he's not the Mormon Wikipedia. <laughs> As we walked around the pits, I felt I knew a lot more about what was going on behind the scenes because of your show. Well, Chuck, that's what we try to do. We try to make you know what's going on behind the scenes. Uh, lots of more emails. Uh, oh, this one's good. Uh, Hoyt, uh, Michael. Uh, Steve, love the show. You guys make me laugh my ass off every Monday. Can't figure out why JT is such a grumpy Gus. Dude, you live the dream, and now you work for Fly, still in the motocross industry. Life is good, but JT is still awesome, grumpy or not. So my question. Well, what you, what you, I don't think I'm that grumpy. Not now you don't race. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was. Right. But I don't think I am now. 
So my question, Waffle, 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 please talk about the guys who are on factory bikes that don't deserve them and don't PC it up. Brock Tickle, Justin Brayton, Josh Hill. Sorry, guys, your riding does not equal the ability to ride a factory bike. Shit, Josh Hill is the effing second coming of Josh Hansen. Douche. Ah, that's it. Keep up the good work. So, You know, I have a question, and yeah. it relates to this email. Okay. When the guy called in when Weston was on the line, who does he think are clowns and ass clowns that have factory rides? <laughs> Do you have an answer? Do you well, know, do you know who's talking about? No, but this guy said uh, Hill, Tickle, Brayton. Hill want Hill's on a recovery. I mean, you want a semi. Tickle is a top ten guy, and yep. Brayton is a top ten guy. Right. That's what I'm getting at. Is this? It's the same kind of line as the other guy was taking when he was ca- talking to Weston. Is who does he think are ass clowns? I could I could understand some of them have bad races, but these guys are. There's nobody I can that comes right off the top of my head that's just like, yep. That guy has a factory ride. He sucks. I, I can't think of anybody. Maybe, I, maybe I'm overlooking someone, but I, I don't see it. Tits, do you know who the ass clowns are that have factory bikes? I was taking a call. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> it's not his fault. No, I, no, I, don't, I don't No, know. the question is straightforward. Can you think of any ass clowns uh-huh. with quotation marks next mm-hmm. to my head that have factory bikes or factory rides or you know that level of help? Um, sure. Yeah. You can. Sure. Oh, he knows. There's one because he hates him. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. He no, that's him. not. Actually, no? didn't even cross my mind. Oh. Man. That's old news, right? Yeah. Good one. <laughs> I was actually thinking of, uh, not that I agree with this, but I can see people doing is uh, Josh Grant. I yeah, but the guy, complaining. he just got third. I'm not saying I agree with it. I but know, but he just got third in the first too. moto. Right? You know what I mean? Here's the thing. Uh, if you just... Said, hey, Brayton, you're an ass clown. Give me your bike. And you put Weston <laughs> Pike on it. Uh, guess what? In a year and a half, he's going to be the ass clown because he's not going to win. Right. He's not going to win. He's not going to beat Ryan Villapoto, Ryan Dungey. No. So, no. Oh, come you on. know, he's going no. to be where Brayton is, which is a solid top 10 guy. And soon enough, someone will call him an ass clown. Right. Yeah, it's, you can't win. No, you can't win this. No, you know, there's no. there's no winning this argument. It's like it's like fighting with someone on a on a moto forum. You can't win. Tits does that all the time. Uh, okay, uh, Bizelli, Bizel, Van Halen rules. Well, should that get me on the show? It will. Anyways, I thought of the perfect nickname for Zach, Rudy. They're both short, and that's all the similarities I could think of. <laughs> for the JT fans that are scared to say hi, don't be. I said hi to JT at Thunder Valley. He shook my hand. Just don't expect a, a hug. He is still a bear, folks, that has been released to the wild for one year now. But he does. But he. Do, but if he does bite, sorry and yell, spoon me. He'll let go or should. He has been held, been in captive by MX for twenty years. Most bears escape earlier. I know. I was reading Rev Up by Andy Boyer, and he reminded me of a racerx commentary when he said. We should do away with 450s and have 250s. Did JT or DV ever feel that the big bikes were too much to handle for 30 plus 2? Thanks for all the hard work, Pulp Mex, and I hope Tits versus Tits ends up in a tie because clearly there is no winner there. First of all, he's calling you a bear a lot. And that could be a euphemism for a gay for, man. For a, a fat, hairy gay man. No. I don't think he was going there. You sure? Yeah. <laughs> See, he didn't think I was grumpy, though. No, no. Biz Elf said you were good. Yeah, and I don't think 450s are too much. Typically, bears are, are known to be more cheerful, so it's still 
We're talking about the animal bear, not oh. the homosexual Still don't know about bear. That. But no, I, I don't think you'll talk to any really factory level rider. Not that I was a factory level rider, but any proficient rider that raced the 450 class is going to say that the 450 is too much because we modify the piss out of them to make them faster. So if they were too much, we would just ride them stock, which we don't. Not even close. There you go. All right. Uh, O'Rourke, all the way from Australia. What's going on? Hey, Mathis. JT, how are you? What's up, mate? So, sorry, I haven't called in for a while. I've been in hiding. I was on the run from a serial killer. Is that what they call jail? <laughs> in hiding? Yeah, in hiding. Yeah, that's right. O'Rourke, never be in a burning building with tits around. I'd, I think I'd, I'm okay now. Or, I'm Kenny, okay. or Kenny. I'd go in to save him. Uh, I wouldn't be there if Kenny was there, that's for sure. Hey, I just want to know, um, what's for, for Mathis and JT, what's your highlight and low light of the this um, latest motocross season? Motocross only? Yeah, just motocross, because we just covered. Uh, highlight? The the checkers at Elsinore, meaning I got some time off. <laughs> um, you're, you're jaded. You're jaded, Mathis. You're too jaded. Uh, that, you know what? I could be. I could be. Right now, at this moment, I'm really happy to be done traveling. You know what I mean? So um, yeah. my low light would be Chad Reed. What the fuck? You know, like. I'm telling mm. you, you said that. I mean, go ahead. I mean. Yep. You're clipped. Uh, I think um, it's you're out, of, you're out of the, uh, it, you're out of the circle <laughs> Out of, of the trust. inner circle? I don't yeah. know if I was ever in the circle See, of trust. Uh, I my and by that I mean like what it just it was not good it was you know Chad Reed's a, an icon of the sport and to see him out there where he was I'm like what are you doing I'm sure he was saying that you know it, it wasn't good there's no way I would ever think Chad Reed on his worst day on his worst day would be as bad as he was this year you're an asshole yeah but have you <laughs> have you ever looked a shark in the eye Mathis? Or a gunfighter. Tate hates you now. Um, that's all. <laughs> I just can't believe he was that bad. I do think he'll be better. I think he'll be get. I think he'll get another bike. He'll be happy, and you'll see Chad Reed next year. I'm not going to count him out. I did that once, and um, you know. So, um, Look, don't worry. I'm, I'm a I'm the biggest Chad biggest Chad Reed fan as they come. But it was like this year that he just it just wasn't Chad Reed. It was just. No. It wasn't him, you know, like, uh, I can't explain it. And obviously he hasn't explained it. So um, we just hope for bigger and better things in 2014. My highlight maybe would be Zach Osborne. Good for Zach. Coming back from Europe, generally that's a death sentence. No one expects you to ever do anything. Uh, the kid rebuilt his career, rebuilt himself uh, when so many people thought he was done and over with. And good, that's a good feel-good story. So, um, JT, what do you got? I'm going to go with my low light was Baggett. I just, I, I know he was injured, but man, he was so good last year. Mm -hmm. uh, and he really did come on strong at the end. So maybe he got it sorted out. But man, there were just so many weekends where he was just like, damn, you know, what the hell is Baggett doing out there? And I, I just, I know his wrist was bothering him more than he let on. And he claims they got some better bike settings towards the end of the year, which, you know, very possibly be true. Um, highlight, uh, I. I have to go with Villapoto. That guy was that guy was ridiculous. Dude, you're ridiculous with your Villapoto I'm, I'm thoroughly impressed by the guy. <laughs> yes. You know, whatever hair color he wants, I don't care. He could, you know, shave a cat, tape that hair to his head. I don't care. That guy is – he's approaching 
He's approaching Ricky's level, man. I'm telling you. I keep saying it. He, he, all the way home from, from Elsinore, this guy's going on about Villapoto. Oh, yeah. Like just, uh, I, can, I can understand it. Like, I mean, like JT said, it's, it's Ricky-esque. The, remember that feeling back in – I mean, JT probably doesn't want to remember that feeling, but back when Ricky was in his prime and you just knew that if he was there, the job was going to get done. And, and, that's, and that's where Villapoto is right now. Yep. And I, watch, I watch what – Villapoto is doing to Dungey. And then I watch what Dungey is doing to everyone else. And we're talking about guys that have won races. Barsha, all these guys are really good. Canards, a former national champion, on and on. And you think, okay, take Villapoto out of the equation. Dungey is absolutely annihilating everyone. Just like he did in 2010. Just like he did in 2012. Yes. Uh, So nothing has changed. Same status quo. And then you're like, oh, yeah, wait, like, you know, 15, 20, 25, 30 seconds ahead. Oh, yeah, there's Bill Poto out there. Oh. You know, it's just like, what in the hell? Uh, Neil Storrs just tweeted, JT isn't any nicer, still very, very angry. His scowl wasn't full force. Okay. I, I think I just have a scowl, but I'm really not angry. Yeah. It's hey, just can, how I can look. We, JT, will you um, comment on Steve's uh, statement that he thinks that Bars will be better than Dungey next year? No, this year. You said that? He said that. No, no. You got it wrong, Tits. You're having an off night this year. I wrote Barsha can match Villapoto more so than Dungey. I wrote this after Muddy Creek. I don't think that's what you said. No, I did. I think you said that next year you would look forward to Barsha beating Dungey more often than the other way around. Oh, uh, yeah. Then you just talked about Villapoto. You said Villapoto, though. You just said Villapoto. If I did, yeah. then that was a mistake on my part. I wrote that earlier this year that uh, Barsha would challenge Villapoto more so than Dungy. I couldn't have been more wrong. And yes, next year I predict Barsha to beat Dungy. Jason, I want you to chime in on that. I, I think you're silly. Okay. Yeah. All right, fantastic. Yeah, I, I think you're wrong. Okay. I could be. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Very well could be. Chad Reed will never race in America again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. I think I think Dungey and Villapoto as a whole are much better than everybody else out there right now. Yeah. So Okay. Yeah. Right. Hey, th- Steve, can you go into any more on the mysterious happenings at Glen Helen last week or are you still sworn to secrecy? The test rider. Yeah. Someone J- was testing lots of different colours of bikes and yeah, I, I, I think I know who it was, but Yeah, J T can talk 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 more about that. Hint, hint. They say we'll not. We'll not talk about that. <laughs> I have to stay away from that. Thanks a lot. Can you at least mention what colors of blocks were there? Uh, no. Uh, just poor That's skit- pretty much just answering the whole thing. <laughs> poor Skittles out. a Skittles bag. Yeah. Uh, no, he, he's gave, he gave a deadline on Friday. So Yeah. I did tell Honda, oh. I tell Honda guys at the races, hey, you may want to get your stuff back from Chad. <laughs> and they go, we did. We're good. So. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for the good show. All right. Thank you, O'Rourke. Uh, Mitch has been on hold for a long time. Mitch, what's up? Hey, Steve. What's up? Hey, thanks for listening. Hey, uh, you think uh, Germany's still the favorite, even though Schiffer's out with, uh, I mean, Roxton no. and uh, no, Germany, home country? No, Germany is not the favorite. The Americans are the favorite, even if Schiffer was there. Uh, all right. Uh, hey, JT. Sir. What do you think of uh, Elsinore this year? Um, it's not my favorite place on earth. Hmm. 
He, he compared. I heard. I heard, uh, I heard Paris is going to be the national next year for SoCal. That'd be sweet. Good dirt. <laughs> yeah, I don't think. I don't. Think <laughs> Imagine so. forty dudes at outside of Paris. I think it'd be better. <laughs> it'd, it'd be, be better? better. Yeah, it'd be better. Uh, uh, thanks, thanks, man. All right, just uh, thanks. Thank you, Bo. Yeah. What's up, man? Oh, nothing much. Um, I don't know if my tune-in stream was a little behind, but I was calling in about the guy's email. Tested you guys for ridiculing the sport, and yeah, that guy. I don't know. I think he, I don't think he was serious. No. Oh, okay. I, I was just going to say thanks for keeping it real because it's hilarious. No, I would never like I when I I'm a big sports fan, and I don't read. I read columns that make me laugh and make me think and make me interested and have different angles, and I hate the shit that's so serious and so. I mean, there, there's a spot for it. There's a place for it, but. Not in our sport because there's a lot of media that does it just by the book, and I don't want to be that by the book guy. Oh, I love making fun of people. Yeah. I'll never stop doing that. <laughs> yeah. No, you won't actually. Well, no, <laughs> I mean people make fun of me all the time. Yeah, no, so, I, whatever. I take it. I, mean, I got to take it for sure. Yeah. So, um, I just think they need to be more open about something. Like they're trying to be too secretive. Like the NFL, they're pretty upfront about player in- injuries and whatnot. Yeah. Unless you're, unless you're Belichick. <laughs> yeah. No, you know what? There, there's the people in our sport. Like, I get it all the time. I mean, I was there, man. I was there as a mechanic. You, 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 you were. JT was there as a rider. It's twenty four seven. Sometimes you think that what you're doing is is brain can- curing cancer. Or brain, it's brain cancer. It's brain cancer. <laughs> interrupt this. It's brain cancer. Interrupt this. Uh, you know. So it's it's need it's needed to be light in this industry. You, you need to bring that up because people just forget about it. So. Yeah. Thanks, Hey, bro. JT. Sir. When's the last time you rode a bike? Um, I'm trying to think how long it's been now. It hasn't been very long because I just rode. Uh, it would have been. Are you one of those guys that has been commenting on Instagram photo about how tubby he looks? Five weeks ago. No. <laughs> uh, okay. Cool? Right on. All right. Thanks, Bo. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks. You're going to race Loretta's again one day? Uh, Yeah. I'm thinking about it. I, I don't think it's going to happen soon. Man, I just got too too much going on, so I don't have time to ride. Let alone go to Loretta's for a week. All right, uh, let's let's do. Um, we got to hurry this show along, everybody. And uh, if you are angry about that, feel free to write tits legendary on Twitter. Express your up. express your displeasure. Somehow mm-hmm. feel like it won't matter. Um, X Brown goggle tear off. Let's do it. It's the X-Brand Tear-Off segment. 15-second rapid-fire Q&A. Rapid-fire. All right, these are X-Brand uh, Tear-Off segment. X-Brand goggles, a choice of champions everywhere. Uh, EKSbrand.com. I'm glad no one ever calls me out on choice of champions everywhere, by the way. They, they, they all just laugh and shake Jessica their head. Jessica Patterson. Local champions. Carson champions Mumford. in their own mind. Jessica Patterson. Yeah. Mumford and Sons. We're all champions at something. Uh, JT. Hold on. Oh, 30% off Pulp Show 13. And I saw a drawing of the goggle that's going to come out. A drawing. In 2014 oh, for the Nationals. We mm. should have it by the net motocross season. Uh, Nobody cares. bitching. Nobody cares. It is going to be a game changer. You know what happened on the last time the guy sat in that chair and said game changer? He brought a band to a race and another routine bought a band to a race. <laughs> <laughs> but uh Nobody just cares. wait motocross season next year bro all right let's do this question submitted by a Corey richard lutter motion all right here we go all right uh 15 JT. seconds motherfucker 
15 seconds. We'll hold Take you to it. as much time as I want. We'll hold you to it. Take as much time as I you want. You have to stop watching. Yeah, bro. All right. Alden Baker is considered the best trainer in the sport. Who is the second best? Uh, Dr. M. Doc M. <laughs> Doggy Hauser. <laughs> I, I don't have an answer for you. I, I think it's it, – pick. There's pick one who, A and then There's one else. and everyone else. Pick whoever you want. 15.8. No, I'm going to take it back. I think I think Dean Golich is pretty good. Okay. All right, Steve. Most of the teams are already full for next year, so the list of riders that are deserving Who of a ride but will be ride less come to the 2014 Supercross season. Oh, list the riders. He's telling you to list the riders. Yeah, I thought it was a question, but he's statement. List all the riders that don't have rides. So there's not enough room. List the riders that are deserving show. of a ride, but will be rideless come next year. Weston Pike will not get a ride. Brett Metcalf will not get a ride. And filthy Phil Nicoletti. Filthy Phil, I think, goes back to NFAB. Okay, I do. So, yeah, Christian Craig, what's he doing? I don't know. He's been asking around. He's talented. Yeah, he's been asking he's around. Good rider. Yep. What's he gonna do? I don't know. Okay, JT. If you were Ryan Dungey, what would he you would wrap do? to Eminem? What what would you do in the offseason to close the gap on RV? He there's two things really holding him back. I think getting a better bike setup for himself and sprint speed at the beginning of the races. Twelve point three. Okay, Steve, who's going to train the hardest this offseason, and who is going to party the hardest? Brian Villapoto will train the hardest. And who will party the hardest? Yes. Um, J-Law. Stroop. Stroopaloop. No way. No way Stroop parties harder than J-Law. Yeah, J-Law will party harder. And then okay. me. Yeah, you're, you're, you're yep. 2B. Yeah, All right. Jason, it is your one-year retirement anniversary, and you like to joke about not missing racing, but what do you honestly miss the most from racing professionally? Uh. Being able to sleep in whenever I want. That's it. Oh, yeah, because regular Nine job. Yeah, job. yeah, yeah. Being able to set your own schedule and, like, if you really don't feel like going riding that day, you don't have to. Nobody's going to, you know, there's no one telling you, oh, you have to go. That That's pretty nice. The rest can, of it, it can suck it. Okay. <laughs> name a rider. The rest of it can suck it. Yeah. Right. Steve, name a rider that has been forgotten about or isn't getting any press right now that will make a comeback with solid results in 2014. Christian Craig. He's got to get on 450s, though. Got to stay off the 250. What do you... Uh, huh? I'm, he's doing something. I don't know what what was. I was asking your lovely wife if she wanted to sit in the seat. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's Team Pookie. He wants you over there. Uh, yeah, I don't. Uh, hey, um. <laughs> if you're gonna feed me some answers, then I'll move. I over. thought he wanted you to sit on his lap. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly said he was That'd good. That'd be bold. Kelly said he was easy to look at. Easy to look at. Yeah, she did twice. She, I think she said it. I think she, she said I was quite lovely. She hadn't seen. I said that. No, I, I said think that. she said I also think oh. he's quite lovely. She hadn't seen Tortelli. So, um, that's been the X-Brown Goggle Tear-Off segment. I already did the outro. Hey, you should you should really drive home the, the Tortelli thing with Villain because they don't really get along that good. 
Oh yeah. No. Oh yeah. yeah okay. A lot of tension there. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know if they don't get along, but there's it's like a even big, now, big, even yeah. even now, it's a big rivalry. Like they're not cool. Huge fans right. of each well, other. Well, one dude was good outdoors, one dude was good indoors. So like, well, yeah. they were both the pride of France. Yeah. And big rivals, big rivals. All right, everybody. Hey, before before I got to before we get to that contest. Can we do the NFAB Bang and Bar segment? Can we do sure that? Can. I want to. I want to get that, get that talk. I want to talk about that. This Bang and Bar is brought to you by NFAB. NFAB keeping truck products. Uh, N-Fab.com. Uh, Blos, Nicoletti, Jessica Patterson, all on board with NFAB Yamaha. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what they're doing next year. See if Alan Brown steps up uh, his program. You know, I saw at the races at the NFAB truck. No. Paul Delorier. I did see him there on the weekend. I didn't yeah, see him, I'd seen him truck, forever. So saw him there. Uh, NFAB Jeep and Truck Products, industry leader in making quality Nerf bars, pre-runners, all of their other accessories. They design and manufacture the strongest, most durable, best-looking Nerf bars available. At NFAB, we are committed to building heavy-duty, high-end, high-quality tubular parts for all the latest trucks and SUVs. The only reason you need to sponsor or support NFAB is because they support support N-Fab.com. They've got a truck at SEMA coming out. Is it a Ridgeline? No, but hmm. asshole. I feel like that's brand a new, opportunity. Brand new Ridgeline coming in 2016. New body, new motor, oh. everything. Put it on the calendar. So late does 2015, it, you know. Does little, it come yeah. with a pair of testicles? Because the current model's <laughs> lacking them. Oh, you can get those truck do. nuts to put on there. Make it kind of look a little That's manly. Gross. They, you know, I know uh, you're gay. They're doing a, you drive a, a Ridgeline. They're, they're, they're doing a Toyota Tundra. You know, I know you're gay when you're burying your beef in some dude tonight. That's when I know you're gay. Uh, uh, Put your phone down. Your truck does have a lot of room oh, in the trunk. Oh, oh, you want to talk about burying beef? Uh, burying beef. You. Uh, I don't even know what that means. I just got a text. No, I don't want to know. Talk about burying <laughs> beef. Bury your beef. I, hey, listen here, asshole. <laughs> I just got a text right now from David Villeman. Nothing wrong between Seb and I. Maybe JT more knows more than me. Fucking jab, I, I jab. Didn't say, jab, jab. I didn't jab, say jab. they hate jab, each jab. other. Jab, jab. I said they were big rivals. Oh. I said they were big rivals. That's not what he said. Tits. He made it sound like there yes. was beef. Yes. No, no. He did say yes. that they were rivals growing up. Oh, they were both of a friend of But then he said, still, yes. Still, there was. There oh, was it's not like they out. want to kill each other, but these two were big rivals. They were, they were basically legends in their country in the motocross world. Right. So being the top two guys. Just let them up here. All right. What's going on over here? <laughs> dogs are. <laughs> great radio. Dogs are rioting it's downstairs. Down, it's all downhill from uh, here. So, yeah. So, listen here. Asshole Ridgeline hater, stop! <laughs> I didn't say there was stop jab jabbing on our show. There, bink for me. Not really. Um, JT's used to reporting incorrect. He facts. is. He is. Yes. Incorrect yes. facts. Good one, tits. Yes. Oh, Jesus, tits. Yes. I forgot more than you'll ever funny. know about this sport. Uh, yes. Incorrect facts <laughs> yeah. in Racerhead. He DV said maybe I know something he doesn't. So how about that, bro? <laughs> <laughs> oh, this show is taking a turn for the worst. Um, NFAB Banging Bar segment, there's no doubt. Uh, I was going to have a different one, but uh, after hearing Adam talk about how Blake bragged and boasted of doing a burnout on... This is uh, shocking to me. <laughs> yes, that is the Banging Bars moment. I press charges. The, the teammate. Yeah. Uh, Assault. That's uh, what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. Right. The teammate... Uh, b- b- 
doing burnouts on. Uh, thanks for leaving the computer on downstairs. Doing the uh, burnouts on his on his little kid on his, on his 16, 17 year old boy. Wow, jeez, it's crazy. It's I know like bullying, isn't it? I mean, you don't talk about Matt Bonnie and you, you know, which was a controversial at the time. Yeah, that was an accident. Nah, <laughs> nah. <laughs> nah, I was. Uh, I I'm shocked. I gotta I gotta I'm gonna dig deeper into this. I have a few inside you know contacts. Yeah. Get to the bottom of this. Okay, uh, so that's been the NFAB Banging Bar segment, n-fab.com. I'm going to work on this right now, actually. Okay. Go ahead. Outro, please. There is no outro. Never has been. Ooh. Okay. Who's off their game tonight? Your, your mom is. Ooh, good one. Um, all right, this is this is the time. It's time. Pookie, you got to play your Chili Peppers song, so you have to t- take part in this game. Tits versus tit, battle of moto knowledge. I'm hot tonight. 6-5, Tits is leading. He's won five in a row. Pookie, what is going on? I'm on a big losing streak. What is going on? I don't know. Like, what's happening? I just don't know that much, I guess. I'm just I, guess I guess it just boils down to that. Mm. Uh, discount tire? <laughs> <laughs> Such hey. a good answer. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm going to let JT read them. I'll time it. He can pick which ones he wants. Okay. Uh, and you know, for the record, JT wants Tits to, or Pookie to win. So yeah, no, he he's been he may very, he may uh, um, you know I don't know if he's going to, but he he could affect this by the questions he asks. But these are submitted by Tony Blazer, who submitted last week's questions, which Tits you did not like. Uh, did Pookie? Did you like those either? Ah. I think it was pretty unanimous. Yeah, pretty. We're like riders Lame. of the tracks. Okay. Um, well, Laser. Fifteen seconds is on the clock. You guys ready? And stop riding at 15 seconds. Pookie, you're bad for this. You keep going Only over. Only if I'm coming up with something funny. Yeah. Let's do it. JT. Go? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Best out of five, by the way. Question. What brand of gear was made famous by incorporating zebra stripes and polka dots into its designs in the year 1989? Zebra stripes and polka dots, 1989. Which gear company blew everybody out of the water? Yes. Really, right? Right. Like, mind-blowing. Yeah. Uh, all right, time's up. Uh, Pookie, what do you got? JT. And what do you got? That's a stupid question. That's JT. Uh, no, Both not a stupid question at all. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, a very Crap. smart question. Okay. Look this at this. Is, okay. This is when Beaker well screwed up a Bradshaw. Well Look done. at cocky tits. Yeah, right. Yeah. Stupid, stupid question. question. Stupid question. Uh, question. JT, duh. That's okay. why Who was it. it then? Fox. I think it's pretty notorious that JT had the bigger Dalmatian. <laughs> Polka line. dots and zebra stripes. Zebra stripes is Fox's like. He did not say, po- he did not say Dalmatians. No. He said polka dots. It's all the same. No. It's close enough. Nope. Look Very at Pookie. Defiant. Pookie is just taking her uh, tits her lumps. Tits fail. <sighs> All right. Question two. <sighs> when Joe Gibbs Racing fielded its first motocross team in 2008, it consisted of two riders. Name either of the two. Just one. We need one yes, rider. Name either of the two. They had just two. One. Just one. 2008 debut team for Joe Gibbs Racing. Um, they can had two- I have a bonus point if I answer? No, both. no, but you can no. <laughs> you can suck it though. Yeah. All right. Time's up. Time's up. Uh, tits. What do you got? I have Hanson and Summy. Wow. Josh Summy. Pookie. What Charles you got? or Charles or Charles. That's why Tesco. he started going with Charles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, my team sucks. <laughs> It never. It keeps getting better. Okay. Is he right? That's why he yeah, started he's going with Charles is because they were both named Josh. That is correct. 
All right. Tits is up one. Yep. Question three. What motocross team was known as the fifth dragon? What motocross team? They were around for a long time. Ten years, 15 years. Known as the fifth dragon. Um, lots of that went for two different manufacturers. They had some good oh, racers. Okay. So oh, all right, okay. Yeah. All right. And time. Uh, Pookie's pen never moved. <laughs> so she's got nothing. I'm hoping nothing. that it's Husqvarna. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I no? was going to say that until he said they went through two different manufacturers. Husqvarna, <laughs> widely known as the fifth dragon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was a long team, time ago. Had a team for two years. Fifth dragon. <laughs> Kusaberg? <laughs> you uh, see why this is my favorite segment? Yeah, I do. Yeah, you're, yeah. Right. you're right. Kusaberg? Absolutely. Absolutely. It was Honda <laughs> Troy, and then it turned into Yamaha Troy. They had dr- – it was in their logos. on their graphics. Yeah, it was in their logos. It was yeah. on their jackets. I thought you said a manufacturer. You said team. What motocross team? Uh, they had two okay. different manufacturers. Uh, oh, okay. Yep. yep. I was way off on that one, obviously. <laughs> Are you going to dispute this if one? Nope. both of you nope. don't get this one, I quit. <laughs> oh, shit. In 1995 – this rider, known as Big Bird, finished an incredible second overall in the Supercross series on a privateer Yamaha. Name this rider. Big Bird. Are you, okay, you both done? All right. He can see my answer. He can. He can see. Not that he's looking, but he's not looking. No, no, I no. can't. I wasn't She's even got, trying. My computer screen is uh, in the okay. way. Okay. All right. Okay. I'm not saying you did look, but. Right. Okay. Uh, Pookie, who do you got? Yeah, Larry Ward, bro. Larry Ward. All right. Well, Tits, but Tits only needs one more to win. So, or we need to stay even to win. See, I'm up by one. Yeah. All right. What are you doing, Pookie? Focus. Taking a picture of Rocky. Oh, God. All right. All right. In 2007, this rider beat out Timmy Ferry for the 450 National Motocross Championship. I think Andrew Short did also. I think, actually, I think Michael Leslie did too. I think he got fourth. Yeah, bad, bad weekend. I don't want to talk about it. I do not want to talk about it. Uh, I, I didn't, was I, at this race. I forgot. No, you weren't. I think I was. I forgot to stop the t- start the time, but you both, you're both done. What do you got, Pookie? Oh, I don't want to show it. Langston. Bingo. Yes! Crap. Ah! What did he put? <laughs> what did he Stuart. put? Stuart. Stuart have his perfect season? Stuart. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. This was the year before. Stuart was winning this championship yes. and blew his knee up. And blew his knee up. Okay. Timmy yeah. took the points right. lead. Yep. Yeah. Good was job. Glenn Hill? Yeah, it was Glenn Hill. I was Glenn Hill. Okay. Yeah, bro. So 2-2. Two, 2-2, two. Two, two, JT. Do we okay. have two quick? Yeah. We... Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> no, you can't get Husky and JT. You can't. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> we went to the judges and still knew, said no. I knew it was tied regardless. Right. I don't know if it was two or. It was okay. notoriously JT. <laughs> Husky, the fifth dragon. <laughs> Name the only two riders to ever complete a perfect season. She's laughing. Season she got it wrong, too. Out- <laughs> like, she didn't have an answer. Yeah, yeah. She didn't write anything. Right. Yeah. But she's laughing at tits. <laughs> like you guys. <laughs> All right, okay. What was it? Uh, name the only two riders to ever complete a perfect season in the Outdoor Motocross Championship. Two riders completed perfect seasons. And not Tim Ferry. I'm, I, I'm very sad about that. Uh, all right, okay. Boogie, oh, no. Hey. No, uh-uh. I'm what changing you mean, it. Uh, what are you if you're changing about? it, there's issues. There yeah. was not a call. This has been a question before, and I got it wrong, and I put the okay. same wrong answer again. All right. What do you got? So does that mean you got it wrong again? No, because it was six seconds when I thought she stopped, so she's within her time to do that. I don't know. RV and RC. Oh, bless your heart. <laughs> Is it Stuart? Taking home the W. RC and Stuart. Ah, Tits wins again. I crossed Stuart out. I thought I said it wrong the first time. 
Rocky's excited. That's what I'm talking about, Rocky. Rocky. Ro- Rocky's very excited for Tits's seventh, seventh win now. Rocky seventh wants a perfect five. season. Six in a row. Before. It was. We, the well, was I got it before. wrong that That time makes it, too. I'm sorry, but even worse that you got it wrong again. Yeah, well. <laughs> Rocky wants a perfect season. Uh, Rocky, Rocky's the fifth dragon. <laughs> Big Bird, Pookie, stop it. Pookie, what is going on? Look, I crossed it out. You get, you're riding on your Hello Titty Whoa. pad. That's half the problem. Um, Pookie, telling us that you crossed it out, I mean, you crossed it out. We're not going to give it to you. We're not going to give it okay, to you. Okay, well, I'm just saying. Right. Well, you can control your dog or turn the computer off downstairs because he thinks there's people downstairs. Okay, we'll turn my mic off. All right, thanks, Pookie. How was it? Pookie? Good game, Pook. Good game, All right, good. <laughs> He's such a dick. Right? Uh Good game, Pook. Uh, hey, everybody. Um, one of the sponsors uh, of the show um, uh, is uh, uh, Optrix uh, Engineering. Um, we got the marketing manager here. He wants to tell you all about it. It's Optrix Incorporated, but it doesn't matter. Um, I wanted to talk today um, about Optrix with Moto people. Uh, all the – dude, come on. I, I'm not saying a word. I saw the look. Just continue. Okay. Every a, good, a good host will just continues. The Optrix XD5 and the XD4 cases come with helmet mounts and also an optional chest mount that you can get. So you can video your writing as well as you can get a the Optrix Video Pro application so you can record your races. And it actually has a lap timer built in as well so you can monitor your lines and you'll have video to go with it. So if you want to take your training seriously, see what lines worked, see what lines didn't, Check it out. Optrix.com. Use the code PULPMX for 15% off your entire order. All right. There we go, folks. Optrix. Yeah, sounds thanks. like a great thanks. offer, actually. Yeah, it sounds fantastic. Um, tits versus tits. Are we going to stop? Are we going to keep doing it? Because he's now won six in a row. Pookie had a five. A five, five. I, I don't, I don't want to give up on her. I really don't. <laughs> I don't. I'm not a quitter. Yeah. Uh, she lost, and I'm giving tits full of. Full, full credit for his victories, but I feel like Tits has the more ridiculous answers every week, but yet somehow whoa, pulls whoa, it off. Whoa, 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 whoa! Well, discount tire, big but, air. No, nah, you're right. Never mind. Yeah, yeah. Maybe just they, tonight. They're right. both equally ridiculous. What's at wrong, times. Control your dog, bro. You're my wife. I'm. I, I mean, people look up to you, and you got these <laughs> answers. <laughs> I mean, you've got these answers people are going to stop you're looking. the queen of moto media uh, remember what I was saying dear. about about the riders and, and spelling on twitter and all that like, like these guys are starting to not like they're not going to be you're not going to be their heroes when they see you can't spell there 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 right people are going to start not respecting you Pookie with these answers <laughs> sorry she did get the Larry Ward Supergrass question she, yeah, she said she was Supergrass only yeah um, all right, everybody. Thanks for listening tonight. Really appreciate it. Brat Bar, 810 Solutions. Tits, 810 Solutions. Uh, you love it. I do. It's fantastic. I do. Uh, they, they gave me the, uh, some samples, but I ended up buying the uh, gold medal package, which has you can go to their website and check it out. But that's what I use. It makes a noticeable difference in my performance and training. What about in the bedroom? You know, I haven't tried that there. Um, but I'll I'll take that as an assignment and let you know next time. <laughs> All right, fantastic. See if it helps yeah. my endurance. Yeah. 
Uh, Fly Racing, uh, JT, we're going to do, after the show tonight, we got uh, double time. We're going to talk about Fly Racing gear. We are. And we can put it up on the Pulp MX YouTube channel. Yep. So, uh, take around on that YouTube Pulp MX channel. Um, JT and I are going to go through the gear a little bit. Tits will not be filming it. He has to leave. Um, so, yeah, thanks to uh, Just sleep in your truck. Guys. You're good. <laughs> Free gun underwear works connection. Tech One Designs. You got a nice driveway right here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's fine. Gotta be level, so just roll down the street. Mm-hmm. We have a power outlet. <laughs> I got, a, I got an inverter. I'm good. I bet you do. Yeah. Atlas neck braces, the the leader in neck braces, uh, everywhere. Um, voicemails. voicemails. I was hoping you were gonna skip them, but yeah, I got them locked and loaded. Hey, you pulp and make show. This is Rich from Georgia. Hey, Steve, uh, last week you were saying you're, you didn't know why nobody picked six uh, as a rider number. Um, a while back, Ping on his Ask Ping column addressed this, and I'd never really thought about it before, but if you pick six, you end up with six, three sixes on your bike, so you end up with 666. So I guess that's why nobody picks it. Anyway, just thought I'd pass that on. Thanks. What do you think? I don't think that's why they're not taking it. Um but, yeah, it's interesting. I mean, someone's going to take it. I don't know why or what the reason is, but it definitely has nothing to do with the sign of the beast. What do you think, that's? I think that's a great theory. Someone in the chat room said, uh, <laughs> F you tits, you out of shape pussy. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's mean, actually awesome. Who yeah. is that? Um, guess 261. Corey uh. Moser. <laughs> a Swiss core. Swiss, Swiss, Swiss. Uh, no way Swiss would ever say that. He's way too neutral. Yeah, yeah. No good point. Uh, so I just want to let you know what some of the people in the chat room are saying. So. Thank you, guest two sixty seven. That is such an awesome comment. <laughs> yep, that's the kind of stuff people say to me all the time. Sorry, I yeah, forgot what you're doing. Boys, Mathis, how you doing, buddy? This is Joshua from PA. Hey, listening to the show. Um, so I'm on my second run through it. Last night's show. Um, it was a good show. That guy, George, called in about Reed being dope sick. Don't let that guy on the phone no more. Okay. Like, that guy sounds like a fucking idiot. Okay. Like, I don't know what the hell that guy's thinking. And it, he fits. He really does fit in with some of the kooks. Uh, but... That is the stupidest thing I've ever heard of in my life, and for him to say that on on the the on the show, just I guess everyone's got an opinion. But he sounded like a complete idiot. So did, if you're did, listening, George, shut up, man, because that was stupid. Did you did you hear that, JT? I don't know if you were on the line or if you just heard uh, listening to the show. Or... Yeah, I, w- I wasn't I wasn't in on that whole rendezvous. But the guy called in. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, dope sick, bro. Right, and. and I don't understand that because dope sick is like heroin. I understand. And you get dope sick because you're addicted to drugs and your body becomes physiologically addicted and it, it affects the way your, your uh, neurons all fire and all this stuff because of drugs. So when you get off them, then your body doesn't function properly until you're completely uh, basically healed of this dope sick. That's dope sick. Um, what he's talking about is, being on PEDs for an extended period of time and then getting off of them and your body regresses and you get sick because of your body overworking itself for so many years of uh, growing and, and working at such a high level of performance that it's really not naturally built to do. So 
I don't think dope sick is really the correct term, but I understand what he's saying. And I can assure you that's not the case. Um, I, kind I mean, of, Chad doesn't even like look caught or, you know what I mean? No, like, like there's not like, right. Like I said, there's a lot of people that I think you could maybe, whether they are or not, you could kind of be suspicious of. I don't think he's one of them. He has, he's obviously, he's always fighting weight. Just like I do. You don't train, he gains weight. He comes into the season a lot of times. He has to cut a bunch of weight. Yeah, I don't want to. He's just not one of those guys where I even think about him doing. And even the Honda guys, you know, things aren't going good with those guys. Chad and the Honda guys, I mean, they're respectfully, you know, not agreeing on what happened this season. Mm -hmm. Uh, Honda guys are like, yeah, he came in out of shape. You know, if someone was dope sick, they'd be. Oh, he No, he definitely did. Yeah. For sure. And and we've talked about this many times in October, November. We're just kind of like, hey, dude, you want to ride your dirt bike some? Go kart, maybe. Go karting. Yeah. Yeah. So, I think that's obviously he's trying to figure out where he's going to ride next year and what bike and what team and all this stuff. But a huge reason he's not racing Monster Cup, Motocross of Nations, all this stuff because he wants to basically, you know, hunker down and get into shape, get into the shape he used to be in. All right. Tits. F you, you pussy. Keep up the good work. (laughs) Tits. Keep up the good work. And uh, bring back Nick Cobra. I want to hear more David Willeman. Have a good one. Hey, guys. What's up? Just hoping that there's a lot of preparation going in for the tits versus tits grand finale since everything else in the sport is locked up. I mean, I'll watch the race this weekend, but I'm really looking forward to tits versus tits when I'm working in the garage. By the way, I can't wait for the end of the year show already with Lasergate and countless other things. Gosh, it's going to be good. Uh, I hate Cheers. To, I hate to bust Nash's uh, bubble, but I don't think our guy Swiss Corps is going to do an end-of-the-year show. Why is that? I just think he's got tired of cataloging it. Got tired of doing his work? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah. <laughs> Guess 387. <laughs> be firing on all cylinders here in a second. <laughs> <laughs> hey, see you. This is Brandon from Vegas. Um, I listened to the last show, and I heard you guys talk about the whole Barsha and Malcolm Stewart thing. And um, I was just wondering if you thought maybe, you know, earlier in the season, James said he wanted to get third in the points, and Barsha was obviously ahead with third. I was just wondering if you guys thought maybe, you know, Malcolm took him out so James could make up some points on him. That was obviously before James pulled off. So that's it. Just seeing what you guys thought. All right. No, no, no. Malcolm was not like, I'm taking Barsha out so James, because he got third and James didn't. No, no. Ridiculous. No. Family ties run deep, man. I don't think, I don't, I agree with Steve. Had nothing to do with it. Hey, I think Mathis, it, oh. this is... I was just going to say, I think it was because he said that Barsha cross-jumped him, and he's probably over it. So, there you go. This is Daniel from Irvine. Just wanted to say, uh, well, of course, you have a great show, but uh, uh, I'm, I'm a little bummed. I'm driving home from work listening to last week's show. It's Friday, 10 o'clock at night. want to go to bed so I can get up early and get to the race tomorrow morning. But, uh, no, you guys are all killing my dream, and I'm pretty bummed out now. Um, thanks a lot. Don't know if I'm going to go to the race tomorrow because you guys keep saying how much it sucks. I know I've ridden Elsinore, and it's it stinks. It's, it's a nasty track, and... I was hoping it would be better, but maybe I'll just watch it on TV and and uh, get fat. Anyways, uh, great show. Thanks. Night.
What do you think, JT? You ruined his. You ruined his dream. His dream. Well, I just, I, I stand by my statement. This is a guy we talked about earlier, right? You brought that up. Yeah. 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 Um, stand by it. Uh, is today National Dog it Dog is. Day? It is. Hmm. I got Some it. dog owner you are. You didn't Way to jump off it. topic. Oh, I didn't know that. All right, let's go. Hey, Steve. Uh, I got a question for you. Um, everyone keeps saying Villapoto, congratulations on his eight championships. Um, he has three MX titles in the 250s and a Supercross title. That's four. And he's three-peated in the 450 class. So that's three more. And then two outdoor championships. That's nine. Um I don't know if, but which championships you guys are counting. I read it in Racer X, and I've heard it on the telecast. And I was just curious if you can talk a little bit about that for us and maybe clear it up. Thank you. Uh, no one counts the regional 250 Supercrosses, the old 125 Supercrosses. Uh, those don't count when you're talking in terms of – They're not national championships. Yeah, they're not national titles. They're not uh, career legacy titles. I mean, you can put them in there if you're writing about the guy or – you know, you're talking about what a great Supercross rider someone is or whatever, but generally speaking, uh, in the record books, those don't count as uh, as titles in a guy's career. That sounds dumb saying that, but you know what I mean. They're not. Right. Ricky has 15 titles. That doesn't, you know, 125 Supercross wasn't included. Yeah, he's actually got 16. Right. Right. But everyone says 15. Right. Yeah. Hey, Matt, this is Thor from Houston. Uh, maybe I'm just confused at this point. I'm confused or drunk. I'm doing uh, my DVR playback, and I can't figure out what moto is what. The first moto, second moto, what the fuck? Uh, Steve, love your uh, show. I got, a, I got a lot of complaints about that. Moto 1 was after Moto 2, um, right. 250 class. Uh, blame Jason Wygant. Uh, yeah, definitely his fault. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Send emails to Jason. Guys w. like Thor were not happy. I just, Ruining the sport. Yeah, yeah. I almost never watched the races live, we know. but I saw that, and I actually we know. streamed them because I didn't want to have to wait until like 9 o'clock that night to mm. watch it. Way to go, Tits. So, yeah. Good job, Tits. Just saying. I agree with him. Oh. Love you, too. But, uh, hey, you got to tell these riders when their phone sucks. Way ahead of time, like when David Millsaps was on, it sounded like he was squishing the phone against his face or something. Couldn't hear him half the time. So I don't want to complain, but uh, just tell him quick, and they'll straighten it out. I'm sure. Well, anyway, love the show. Thanks, Barrels. He he's right. Millsaps had his kid going on and his phone, and it was windy. It's like, what do you do, JT? Do you tell somebody that? I mean, do you say, hey, we got to go? Just like end it. What's the proper thing to do? Man, it's James Stewart's phone was all jacky. Yeah, janky. it's tough because they're they're they're, they're helping taking you. time. Yes, right. exactly. You know, yeah. um, and I've been on the other end of this. I've been on cell phones with you a million times where my phone's acting up, and sometimes there's just not a lot they can do. They're on their way home from dinner and they're bad service or whatever. Man, it's just, I don't know. You just have to deal with it and make the best of it. Me as the host, do you say something or do you hang up on them? Like you definitely don't hang go, up on no, them. No, not hang up on them. No, but do you, you say, no, do you end the interview early? No, you just say, hey, you're cutting out a little bit. On, you know, And then if they can't do anything about it, then you just deal with it. Okay. What's up, Steve? Uh, just a quick question or subject here. I was kind of wondering about next year and uh, the thought, possibility of Jason Lawrence coming back. I know it's yeah. still up in the air and may never happen. 
you may skip over it because it's just like talking about a Sasquatch and uh, no one may ever see it again. So what if he did come back and given his energy supplement um, sponsor, would they uh, want just as much media and attention as they could get? Would he come back and screw around with Dungy and RV again? I'll never forget the, uh, the big wheelie and, uh, RV put in space and uh, about knocked his visor off his helmet at that one uh, outdoor national. But anyway, I thought I'd see what you thought. It may never happen, but uh, it could, I guess. It's over, so, Johnny. Anyway, thanks I'll a lot. T- I'll tell you, you what. Work. It's over, Johnny. i tell you what. If J-Law comes back, RV won't have to worry about wheeling his bike into his face. I no, promise you that. No, no. Can you believe there are still people on Vital? And I, I need to stay away from this stuff, but I have, I have clicked it a time or two. They're like, if he can just get top tens, you know, if he just, just settle into – are they high? From Ro- what Roxon said, he's fast. Not in shape right, at all, right. but fast. For me, I, I think he could come back and get top tens. I do. He can't. He can't win or be on the podium like no. he was. I mean, he got second at Daytona Supercross. He got third in a moto. Cut the track at Daytona, pretty good. I don't care. He had like a fifteen-second lead because he cut the track. No, not the start. No, he had the fastest time in practice that day as well. Yeah, but then he hung a left and. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. He's not going to be on the leader's pace. He's not going to lead races. He's not going to get a third in a moto I don't like think he, he did at Washington. I anymore. do think he could get top you ten. Her. He'd have to get in shape. <laughs> There was a time no, of yeah, no, in, 08, in 08 when he won his lights title. I was riding at um, – what's a kid from England's Supergrass track? Chatfield. Beaumont and Beaumont, yes. Chatfield, Supergrass track every day. And there was a separate Supergrass track at Chatfields that only a couple guys could ride. Hill and Lawrence had rented this track. And those guys – were Rhino was training them. They were working their ass off. So if he went back to that – I think he could get top tens. I absolutely do. I want pretty talented. That's that. for sure. Yeah. yeah, he can ride a motorcycle with the best of them. He can't just jump back in there. No, he would no. have to, of you know, go train for six months, one hundred percent, like Coy Gibbs has tried to have him do. Right. Stay out of trouble, not do drugs, not drink, do the right things. But he has the talent. That's you know, I don't think he can win, but he he could get back in there for sure. He needs to go a Mormon. He needs to switch to being a Mormon. That's the lifestyle. What's Soaky yeah. going to do for him? Oh, hey, uh, one of our sponsors of our show, Showy Helmets, 50 years of helmet technology, Justin Barsha, Kevin Windham, Josh Grant uh, relies on a, on a Showy Helmet, showy-helmets.com. Uh, VFX is one of the best helmets out there, and, uh, you know, Showy's quality stands for itself. Its name stands above others. Uh, they've been in the business for a long time. Great helmets. Um, and talk, speaking of Josh Grant, JT, before we wrap this thing up, you're okay with him going leading – Going, getting third, and not being able to answer the bell for the second moto because it's heat stroke. It just happens. Well, he, I'm it, not okay with it. No, but I'm, it's better than going eight eight. Yeah, yeah, it is. Some people would argue that. Yeah, I'm not fine. saying that's I fine. would, but yeah, in your mind. Yeah, as yeah. a as a person who works in the industry, trying to promote a product at this point in my life, and seeing that side of it. The exposure he got for that third, leading a moto for 20, 15 minutes, whatever it was, absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. No, I didn't see – the guy that got eighth, both motos, I didn't see him talking. I didn't see his hat, a hat on with sponsors on it after the race. I didn't see an interview. I didn't see anything. Okay. So, All right. yeah. so the one moto. I The racer side of me is like, hell no. I worked my ass off 
to be strong. You know, I wasn't as fast, but I was strong for two motos. Mm-hmm. But man, I, I really see the other side where, you know, he got a ton of exposure. He didn't race the second moto, but yeah. whatever. Uh, Adam seen Cirillo, Ryan Morris, um, David Villeman and Weston Pike, Kelly Stavis in the first hour. Uh, and of course, Jason Thomas, all guests tonight on the Pulp of Mech show. Don't forget, you can get on Stitcher, on iTunes, you can get on the app. Uh, $1.99 for the Pulp Mech's app. It, it pays for itself in moments. We have drops on there. We have exclusive podcasts. You do? Yes. Really? <laughs> they are exclusive on there. Absolutely. No no new exclusive. What's podcast. new? What's, what's the definition of new? <laughs> Whose definition is new? You know? Nobody really knows. Yeah, no one knows. True. It's all relative. It's all relative. It's all relative. Yeah, absolutely. So just like Tomax results in the heat. It's all relative. Mind your own business. Too big, too fast. <laughs> Poor dunes. <laughs> just Yeah. Uh, that's uh Jason Thomas, thank you for coming on tonight. I hope you had a good time. Uh, uh normally, I wouldn't say it was one of the better nights of my life, but Yeah. We normally have you on the phone and we will continue having you on the phone, but it's great to have you in studio once in a while. Thanks to the folks at Fly Racing for letting you uh, come here after uh, Elsinore. Appreciate it. Um, yeah, we appreciate you guys listening. This has been a long year. Um, we're going to take two weeks off, I think. Two weeks? Correct. We're off for two weeks, and we need it. Two two shows off? Two shows off. Wow. Yeah. I thought you were just going with one. I don't know. We may, we may not, but I think we are as of now. It, the tentative it can plan. shift around depending we're on gonna be the back. in studio I know host. for sure we're back at September 14th, I believe, is the yeah. Monday. Yeah. Uh, we're coming back for that one. No doubt we have a special guest for the studio for that uh, show. And then um, we may have a show we'll the next week. For, for the Monster Cup. After the Monster Cup, we will have one, probably with Mason, Mr. Jason Thomas That's again. That's not until October, though. Yeah. And I'll be, I'll be gone to most motocross nations for one week too in September. So we're going to try to keep giving you uh pop mech shows um, as much as we can, but we do need some time off at least a couple weeks. We need to do a Tuesday night show after motocross of nations. Oh yeah, we could. We, we, huh? we need yeah. to. Yeah, yeah, we could. We're going to have to recap. That. Right. There's no way we can just let it go. No, that's true. Cause there's gonna be a lot of crazy shit going yeah. on and, yeah. and we can talk about the whole thing. Maybe we have like, um, maybe not a whole pulp show, maybe a couple hours only. Yeah. Right. Which just is, a, we could do He's instead of like so instead of a four hour show then is that what you're instead of the about? recap that we normally do we could just have like a two hour recap pulp show yeah yeah and we'll figure something out but uh, for now we're gonna go away for a little bit for a couple weeks I think and then uh, recharge and refresh and come back and hopefully tits stays around still uh, BTOSports.com fly racing race tech suspension X brand goggles Atlas neck braces and Fab Jeep and truck bars showy helmets free gun underwear works connection. Tech One Designs, FMF Racing, Brop Bar, 810 Solutions. Tits going to try that out in the bedroom and get back to us. W <laughs> Wheels, uh, same wheels as Chad Reed and Ken Roxon. Black Ops Moto and Optrix all on board. We thank you guys for listening. We appreciate it. It's been a fantastic year. Show's been killer and uh, couldn't ask for better things. And I'm very excited about uh, the offseason and what we got bringing, up, bringing to you guys. And uh, JT, thank you again. I appreciate it. Good times. No worries. Tits, thank you. Yep. See you in a couple weeks. There's something I want to get off my chest. Right? Right. It's about that couple summer. Weeks. Two weeks. When you went away to Don't forget, college. Thursday, Fly Show. I will. Fly remember. Moto 60 I will, Show. I will Playgirl be Magazine. Tits Fly Show on Thursday. Got and it. I did it. I'll be here. I did a full spread Last for one. Playgirl Thursday. Magazine. Last one. Yeah. I mean spread, man. We're still talking about water park yeah. stuff. I got it. Okay. Yep. I was totally nude. Yeah. Optrix.com. It was weird. I mean, 
You probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho. <laughs>